Live! Painkiller Already, episode 257. We just want everyone to know that this episode is being brought to you by our friends over at Credit Karma. We're going to be talking more about them uh, later in the show. There's a good link in the description. But first, I want to talk a little bit more about our second sponsor of the night, AppWin. So we're kicking off this PK with a turning sponsor, AppWin.com. Here's a little bit about AppWin.com 2.0. AppWin is back and it's better than ever. It's a great way to earn gift cards, PayPal, cash, iPods, and more by simply reviewing apps. You get points by reviewing the apps on the App Store. And then you use those points to redeem prizes like PayPal Cash, Amazon Cash, and more. Holidays are coming up. That'd be nice. They've been up and running for multiple years now, but have just recently changed the concept to give everyone a better chance at winning the rewards. So go to AppWin.com right now and review some apps, earn some points, and redeem some prizes. I have a question. Holidays are coming up. That'd be nice. Was that an ad lib or part of the read? That was an ad lib. Oh, wow. Really? Yeah. I was just saying, yeah. I like are. it. Yeah. yeah. So we've got a very special guest tonight. We've got John Caparula, very well-known comedian. Uh, we, we're, we're, I think Hi. we're all at least small fans of you. I'm a big fan. I, I, we were, I watched, okay. your, uh, okay. watched your uh, special over there on Netflix, and uh, yeah, it's good to have you yeah. on, man. I appreciate it. It's good to be here. Good to be yeah. here. I mean, good to be, to, I'm at my house, but good to be on. Yeah. <laughs> Virtually here. Yeah, it's I feel good to like be on here. Skype together. Yeah. <laughs> it, it, it is. It, it is. It is. It's, uh, it's, it's, it's futuristic uh, bonding yeah <laughs> my uh, my first four girlfriends I, I i never met outside of skype so i mean you know we had really? great relationships no not really wow. God. Oh, that'd be so sad that'd be so sad i would be really sad for you i thought you were just exaggerating the truth did you ever have any any skype sex where you where you masturbated into the camera anything like that kyle don't lie yeah yeah i might have done that before yeah sure once or twice always yeah. with your face off cam though right yeah, yeah, fool. sure. Of okay. course, yeah, yeah, definitely so. And, and you know, so so like you know, you've got the multiple windows, and your window is just a dick, and her window is just a pussy, and and whatever she's doing to it. Yeah, yeah, yeah absolutely, sure. And that whole middle gap that, is that just gross. Yeah, <laughs> you know, we've got a long distance relationship. It's 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 hard to keep the fire there. Hard to maintain fidelity when you're uh you know you've got people running around messing with you. Oh, I saw someone pointed out on the subreddit a while back that I was wearing a. Uh, uh, a wedding ring a few years ago or a year or two ago and they were like what was that about was kyle engaged was he engaged to that girl he was talking about that you broke up with no i was not engaged i will never get married i don't believe in it and uh i was wearing the ring as um literally protection so that women would stop hitting on me online because that was making my girlfriend very uncomfortable it was like an they... infidelity condom you making you uh, hopefully less attractive to uh yeah to all Are the you harlots that you're so Wait, can I... wildly let me get this straight you you're, you're you believe in fidelity, but you don't believe in marriage. I'm, I'm just dumb. No, just she, she, curiosity. She believed heavily in fidelity, and I believed heavily in fidelity with her. And I knew we both knew that it was a lot more challenging for me to maintain fidelity with the level of girls kind of hitting on me that that there were online and stuff. So we felt like I was like, would it make you feel more comfortable if I wore a uh, a wedding ring? It's a challenge um, we all face, right? John? I was like, I do that for you. Uh, 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 no, I haven't. Um, but um, you know. I've heard, I've heard that other dudes uh, face it, and um, I'm jealous. But uh, yeah, I'm not. I'm at the level where I have to believe in marriage. I guess. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, I, I found a found a hot chick who wanted to spend her life with me, and I'm like, I I believe the fuck out of that. So let's do it. So it's uh, it's worked out for me. Well, don't sell yourself short. I always thought like you know, once you're on Netflix, it's it's an easy street, right? You know, just. Netflix uh, pussy. You, you, 
if you can play a guitar, I think. Um, but uh, <laughs> comics don't. It doesn't really translate because comedy is one of those things. Like uh, you know, I noticed early on, single chicks don't really go to comedy shows much. It's not a. It's not a. Um, you know, it's a date night thing. You've so, never been to a Russell Brand uh, you know, show. I haven't. <laughs> I think he is the exception <laughs> but, uh, to the rule. There yes. are certain, yeah, you're right. There are certain dudes, like rock starish, hot, like single dudes, you know, or or what I what is good looking men, you know, who do comedy, which is rare. Would you want <laughs> Rock? Uh, Chris Rock has show? to be getting it thrown at him right now. Chris Rock just, uh, you know, he just had a divorce and everything. He's single for the first time in many, many years. He's friends with Leonardo yeah. DiCaprio. He's he's got to be getting so much ass. He's like, also really wealthy. I I, yeah. I have incredibly wealthy. Wealthy yes. people I, are very I that attractive. Saying. Yeah. Well, Kyle, have you ever seen a Russell Brand show? Like, would you want to go watch that tight pants liberal dance around for an hour? Dude, I, I all right. So so first of all, he's like he's pretty out there with like this uh, extreme socialist sort of uh, political uh, leaning. But I enjoy his comedy. And, uh, and, and I like his silly accent. I really enjoyed him in uh, Forgetting Sarah Marshall and, uh, and Get It. And there was that movie he did, um, Get Him to the Greek or something like that. That was know. really I, fun. Yeah. I, my, I, I think it, I like him. My bigger like, issue with Russell Brand is the way that he communicates with people, right? Like, like I don't know. I feel like you sit next to him and he's like, ooh. Tell me more about you. And like with that like intense <laughs> kind of eye contact that – Seems to there's, be half show. There's I don't, too much Russell Brand. Yeah, you know, like there's just it, yeah. He just he, he only he, comes in he one. Seems sides. like a type of guy who just be yeah. It's like, dude, I just I just can't right now. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I just can't. I don't yeah. believe like you're that interested in my opinion. And the way he says love when he's talking to you seems almost condescending. Where it's like, oh, what's wrong, love? Like, it's like don't don't. don't Get, feel like you're too friendly with me right now. He's married <laughs> monkeys. Yeah. Yeah. He's married to Katy Perry, right? No. Yeah, he was. He was. Yes, he he was. was. So he was married to Katy yeah, yeah. Perry. Dude, get and this. Oh, yeah. Are you going to point out that uh, in the divorce proceedings, if he wanted to, he could have taken a big sum of money? But he, he turned chose... down. I forget if it was twenty million or fifty million, but he was entitled to that much money, and he said, "You know what? Now nah, I'm fine. You keep it." Well, yeah. that's good for him. It's respectable. Yeah. Very stand-up guy. Yeah. 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 I've got a question yeah. about hecklers. I, comedians seem to hate hecklers a lot. And yeah. uh, it, it seemed like even more. Now I've never heckled a comedian, so just, right. just put that out there. But I was watching. You're an adult. <laughs> I was watching your <laughs> show, friends, you know? and I thought I had a funny line. Like, you, yeah, you, you, I, I, I know what it was. You were talking about something, and you said, "Cause I could give a shit." You said, "I'll poop on their porch," cause I could, cause I couldn't give a shit. And I thought, it sounds like you could. And I'm like, oh, that would be a funny heckle. And, but, <laughs> but you would hate it. But what would you do with that? Would you be like, ah, oh, good, good counterpoint? Or uh, you know what? I mean, in the moment, yeah. Um, and of course, you gotta. You know, I've done comedy for 18 years, so I mean, I can roll with it. And I don't know why anybody would try to mess with a professional comedian, especially like a headliner. Like, I, I have a microphone. I'm louder than you. It, it, you know, you're, I'm just going to beat you up while you're getting dragged out by security. So it's not going to go well. Yeah. Um, I, but, and everybody's but, on your side. But I can understand if somebody just wants to, if they think they have a good one in there that they can toss in. And, it, and if it goes well, usually we're not that upset. But the thing is, is like even 
even when I like I've always said like I've had times like with with hecklers that I, I've completely just destroyed them, and I can't follow it. Like it, it, so, like the rest of my show sucks because <laughs> I, I can't I can't I can't reach early. that I can't yeah I can't reach that high um, because the audience got so almost like prison yard crazy over you beating up this person that they kind of wanted to, you to check because they were being loud or whatever the whole show. So I, it's it's just it's never good. I, I wish it was like well, there's like two different there's like two different, different kinds of hecklers, right? There's there's the one heckler who's like, I'm yeah. gonna go fuck with John tonight. Let's I'm gonna go, <laughs> I'm gonna <laughs> piss in his soup. And then there's yeah. the other kind that I ran into. I was at a Josh Blue show. He won um, uh, Last Comic Standing, I think. Um, mm-hmm. He's a, he's a disabled comic, and I got I saw him in person one night in Atlanta. And outside the show, we were all lined up, and there was this loud lady. And I looked at my girlfriend, and I was like, she's going to be a problem. She's going to be a problem. I could tell she was, like, so catty and so, like, she was, like, so boisterous. And the way she yeah. moved around, her, fit, like, like her, her, her body language was that of someone who felt like, who was as comfortable in that outdoor public setting as she would be in her living room. She really felt like she could express herself and right. would, would right. get no, uh, uh, you know, repercussions. And sure enough, in the show... Every time the guy, you know, gets to his punchline, she's like, ah, ha, 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 yeah, but this and that. Mm-hmm. And, and, yeah. and, it's, and it's just like, and he warns her like two, three times. And finally, right. they stop the show, put the light on her, embarrass her. She starts crying. I, that was the <laughs> funniest happy. part of the night. Yeah, that's great. The funniest part of the night is when she started crying and didn't understand why, like, no one liked her stand up. Like, like, <laughs> I, and that's I the thing. Out of time on those bits. <laughs> she, th- she thinks she's funny and kind of wants to get kind of close to the fire, but doesn't want to really get in. So it's like, the, yeah, you have those sort of people who, um, you know, they're they are basically class clowns at a clown show. Like it's like, dude, why why are you you know? But they think like they just they just want to get so close to the action, but they don't want to be responsible for you know if it goes yeah. if it goes south, you know. I mean, which is uh, I'm glad. a heavy job. You That's mentioned that worse. you have the it's mic. It's even worse heckling a handicapped guy. Like why why heckle <laughs> that guy? Yeah. Like the guy yeah. with the, he has like <laughs> cerebral palsy or something, and yeah. he's up there. It's not like you don't know. Like he's oh, going to hit you with that knowledge and drop it and it's, make you feel guilty. It's all like half of his jokes are about how he like is knocking things over and can't control his arm. Like he was in the Special Olympics. He right. got a soccer great team, I think. story about that. Yeah, yeah. He's he's like he's like I'm looking at them and they're running circles around. He's like they're not handicapped. And they turn around and they don't have any arms or something like that. <laughs> <laughs> but it's fucking soccer. <laughs> I'm glad you mentioned that you've got the mic. Because that's a huge advantage. Like, I, There are some environments, like I, I have this Minecraft server, and, and people will say awful things to me, like, what do you suck? And my jokes are lame. You know, So does your mom, but that's why I like her, right? <laughs> Everyone goes wild, it's wrecked, it's crazy. I don't even have to be that funny. But because like, it's my home court... Crush yeah. everybody. It's it's not even fair. At that right. Josh Luca show, I saw <clears throat> one of the most bizarre things I'd ever seen in a comedy show. So get this, and look, it, you've been to innumerable comedy shows. So maybe you've seen this before, maybe not. So a guy. So the lights come on. We've all we've all just sat down, and a guy comes out on stage and picks up a microphone. And immediately he welcomes us to the, 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 the club and he starts mm. telling jokes. Just, just, just pretty quick, rapid-fire jokes. He does like 90 seconds of comedy. And mm. then someone come, is like, hey, what the fuck? Hey, who is that? 
and they run him out of there. Apparently, he had just gotten on stage and started telling jokes. It was not open mic night. It was he he wasn't getting paid. They ran him out of there, and then the real guy was like, "Hi guys," I, and it wasn't a bit like 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 he wasn't laughing, and and the security was taking it seriously. He was he was like, "Welcome." Welcome to the show, and, and and sorry about that. Sorry about that. And, and the guys right. any good? Was he any good? He got a laugh or two, yeah. Yeah, he wasn't bad. He, he was better right. than some of the actual comedians, although he did 90 seconds, and when you got 90 seconds versus, sure. you know, 10 or 15 minutes set, it's, it's, I guess you could but be still, more. I, I just, yeah, the, the, um, the, I don't know if I want to say gumption or mental derangement to, um, <laughs> to do that. Like, you know, to go, hi. Thanks for coming out, everybody. And it's like so you, much you're confidence. not you're not you're not one of the <laughs> you don't belong to the club. Like you're you're not you're not welcoming anybody. You 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 bought <laughs> It'd be a like if you like slid in at the uh, at the hibachi and started chopping up shit and making that little <laughs> onion thing that got, like the onion choo choo train. Hey, what the or fuck like, are you doing here? You or here. What, like, like when they announce me, they announce the headliner to go. They say, "Index, welcome John Caparulo." and some other guy just starts walking on stage too, and it's like, wait, wait, what are you doing? I'm, no, I'm him. I, I'm the, I'm the guy they announced. Oh, well, <laughs> I just thought I might sub in for you for a few minutes. No, I'm, I'm good. I wonder Thanks. if you remember that guy's confidence though. He, he came out yeah. there, and, and, and I remember thinking, like, when he opened up, that I was like, oh, this guy's got the room already. He's just bam, and he's got it, and, sure. uh, and, and he really That's... seemed like he belonged there. And then he was like. Gotta go and like fucking yeah. literally ran. Maybe was it wasn't his first night. Maybe he, he had done a bunch of open mic nights before. Oh, I don't think he was. A, he was. Yeah, a he didn't sound stage guy. But yeah. he yeah. was not supposed to be there that night. <laughs> it's easy to That's, be confident yeah. in that situation though when you go in knowing a hundred percent of the time that you're going to get pulled off the stage two minutes in. Like if you got ninety mm. seconds of subpar material, you can just go out there and start spitting, and every second you're on stage is gravy. You know, where it's like, right. oh, I'm still here. All right, let's keep going. You know, I got thirty <laughs> more seconds. I better pull me off sooner. This is going to go downhill quick. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's, yeah, that's interesting. I didn't, th I didn't consider that. That is a good way because doing stand up is one of the most terrifying things I can imagine doing. Tell me about the first <laughs> time. The first yeah. time you stood up in front of a crowd. What was the to explain to me how you get over that fear and how you deal with that fear. Um, you know, I don't think you ever do get over it because I'm not. I, I'm not over it now. Like if I if I have a if I have a set, I don't have a show tonight. But if I did, um, you know, I would be. You know, I get worked up. You know, I get. Uh, you know, uh, it's not so much. It's not as much fear as it used to be. It's it's more anxiousness. But when I first did it, I mean. I say, I always mark the official start of my comedy career in 97 um, when I, like, the first time I went on stage and it basically it went well and I kept going. But uh, I tried once in 94. Uh, I was really, I was only 19. And um, I don't really remember much about what I, what material I did. I just remember there was some guy in the back of the audience who yelled, who cares? And <laughs> I still, to this day, think that guy's gonna be there. Like I, I, I still feel like that guy's gonna yell, "Who cares?" If I don't get a laugh in the in the next ten seconds, that guy's gonna yell, "Who cares?" And I'm gonna get booed off stage. So it's like it really it makes me uh, a lot more rapid fire with um with my jokes. 
Uh, I, I, <laughs> I would be looking for that motherfucker. He's yeah. in your head. He still is. He is. He, is. He's, he lives up here. Yeah, I, I, son of a oh. bitch. I saw Bo Burnham do a thing, and he wasn't really crushing it. And uh, yeah. he's like, oh, yeah, you know, give me a hard time. I'm just a young guy trying to, you know, chase his dream. And it sounded like he stepped away from his bit for just a second. And it was like, oh, he actually is out there. He's probably 18 at the time trying to chase his dream. Maybe go yeah. easy on him. That guy was a dick, John. Fuck him. I, really, yeah. I mean, because who does it to somebody when it's like, I think I made it pretty obvious. Not only was I, I 19, but I was, you know, I looked pretty green up there. And for you to just go, you know what, let's <laughs> let's yeah. kick him while he's down. And it I wasn't mean, Madison Square Garden. Back the fuck no, off. It, it was Akron, Ohio. So <laughs> it was you say tomato, I say like tomato. Of the Midwest. <laughs> <laughs> it's, where, it's where I was dreaming of getting to, yeah. One day I'd be on in Akron, and uh, I was, and then I left. <laughs> so are you out in L.A. now, or New York? Or? Yeah, yeah, I've lived in L.A. for um, uh, it was, uh, 16, 15, 16 years. What yeah. is it about comedy, like stand-up in particular? that like I, I see people who have accomplished a lot in their professional career right like a guy like joe rogan right that mm -hmm. guy's worth tens of millions of dollars he's done sitcoms he's done the ufc thing and whatever yet yeah. still it seems like a huge part of his sense of self-worth is his stand-up i think i could say the yeah. same thing about um chris rock the Jerry same thing seinfeld. about seinfeld you know like these guys they've done a lot and they have more money than they could spend yet yeah. the approval or the rush of stand-up keeps pulling them in well, a guy like Joe in particular, like, you know, he's somebody like, I remember, you know, like 10, 12 years ago, like he was on at the comedy store all the time. And so was I, it was like, we, I, I wanted that dude's life because <laughs> I mean, he, More drugs. Well, because, well, because he had, <laughs> you know, he was able to basically be a, a, so independently wealthy and he was this immensely talented stand-up comic and he didn't have to compromise any of his stand-up on behalf of the money like he didn't have to work like his he basically fed himself and then eventually his family with other stuff that just kind of came along yeah. as a result as of the You're of him doing right. comedy but the reality is is we all started when we were talking about with stand-up being something that always draws you back it's like for people like us i think you know, you that's who you are. I, I'm a stand-up comic, so I have to do it. I mean, it just, it, it's it's what I am. It's what I always thought I was going to be. I'm not, I didn't get into it so I could, you know, get a, an act, get into acting or something like that. I just, I got into stand-up because I'm, I, I, you know, thought I was a stand-up comic. And I think that's what those guys are. It's like, it doesn't matter how much money they make. They still want to challenge themselves to see if they can still do it. Is, is it, it the adrenaline that's kind of addicting? I, I like was going to ask. There, it's all pumping. And oh, yeah. you, you as soon call as you get a laugh, that? you just feel great. Yeah. Is it yeah, an unhealthy obsession with audience approval? W would you call it that instead? Um, I would say every obsession is unhealthy, but um, <laughs> I, I, I don't think it. No, I, I, I think you start out early on, you know, wanting, you know, everybody to like you and you want to be famous and all that stuff. And. And that goes away uh, because you really have to care about the art itself to last uh, very long. And for me, it's like I used to play basketball a lot. Like 
Obviously. You know, like, uh, yeah, I mean, if you look at me, you're like, that guy, that guy can hoop. And, I thought you were uh, LeBron at first. Oh, yeah, yeah, you know I'm dunking on a lot of people. And, uh, <laughs> I, uh, but, but that's even, and, and the, mind you, I was, I was in shape at this time uh, when I played ball, but I, I used to play basketball, like pickup games and stuff like that. And, you know, I'd go to, like, whatever, the, the, the playground court, wherever it was, either in college or in high school, and you know i i just had this sort of drive to 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 yeah i wanted to be really good but i wasn't i just <laughs> I, and you know i'd always have to have like tall guys with me so that they you know somebody go hey i got next game and it would be like you know they they'd ask my friend timmy to run with them and you know he'd be like hey do you get do you have room for two and they'd just look at me like <laughs> and you're I Timmy's and one at the wedding. You better be really good, Timmy. But you know, they, uh, it, 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 for me, what comedy became was like it was like a playground for me. It was like the basketball court, except I could play. You know, like I, I could really, uh, I could do all the things that I, you know, I was, I was lacking. At a playground or whatever, I couldn't jump. I couldn't. I'd always dribble off my foot. It, it, that doesn't happen when I'm doing stand-up. I actually, you know, I, I don't. Uh, I don't need Timmy. <laughs> so I, I, I get to be Timmy, I guess, in a, in a, to a certain extent. So I get like to, a, you know, what's that? Have you ever had a truly just awful experience up there? Where yeah. probably early, where it was just like, oh my god, I can't do this anymore. Like it's just you were so demoralized and like booing or people hazing you up there. Um, you know, I, I, I stuff like that happens even well even now. Like it's not so much boo. I don't get. I don't think I ever got booed off stage. Other than the guy selling saying, "Who cares?" I don't think I ever <laughs> got him. any real, you know, angry heckles. But. Um, <laughs> I, I've had, you know, because I care about it so much, I I tend to, I, I really criticize it a lot more than, you know, you would, like I would say that the audience, like if, if comedy is sex, the audience is the, is the dude, you know, it's like it's easier for them to get off, whereas for me, it's like, you know, you have to, you have to hit a certain spot for me, and it's like I have to come up with something new, or I have to... You know, I just have to really, it has to be a special uh, moment for me to really love the show. So, yeah, mm. it's it's tough. I, I generally, uh, you know, am pretty dissatisfied with myself um, when you I go, go on. on. Those, do you go on those long, depressing road trips going from city yeah. to city? Or do you fly? Well, or? Yeah, I fly. I, I mean, I always come back home in between them. Uh, but, uh, yeah, I, I mean, right now, like, that's been the past... I guess five years of my career um, has been the road, uh, which is, you know, it's a necessary sort of uh, experience for a comedian to, to to go out on the road and be a headliner and, um, you know, meet your fan base and make a fan base. But it's, you know, it's not what I got in it for, really. So, I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm hoping to sort of elevate from this stage at some point. Do you... Do you throw out all your jokes at a period of time, or do they like? Does it happen in phases? You know, like so. Yeah. Let's pretend you've got an hour worth of material. Right. Do you ditch ten minutes and bring ten in until over the course of three years it's all new, or do you say, "All right, it's trash day"? Usually, for me, it's like um, 
it just it happens like as a graduate it's like a weaving thing um but i uh you know i do like when i did my first hour long special my first hour long special was basically the first 12 or 13 years of my career 10 yeah 12 was that called like, meet john meet cap yeah meet cap, and I... uh i uh i basically i think i ripped the title off of meet bob it was bob gold bobcat goldthwaite did an album that mm -hmm. i had when i was a kid but uh i um i do a special and then i would throw i basically want to start phasing out all of that material because i knew people would start seeing the special you know in in waves mm -hmm. and and it would get more familiar which people want you to do a lot of familiar stuff but i i don't like to i don't like for the audience to know what's coming so uh you know i just i, I phase it out you know I, I use some old stuff and some new stuff and then gradually weave my way to all new stuff and then do another special and you know right now it's different i'm trying to i'm trying to do something different than the typical you know hour special thing because i think that's getting old so you, are um, you on <clears throat> are you uh are you back home now are you on tour soon or i'm uh I'm, I'm home uh this week and then uh next week i think i go to lexington or something to somewhere i don't know i buy i have to buy a plane ticket to somewhere and then um and then i think yeah there's tempe or something like that after that but, do you ever contemplate a normal no. job i've I, it it's 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 not even possible like i couldn't i couldn't imagine if like they uh <laughs> If just stand-up comedy went away and I actually had to, to be somewhere at a certain time. Like, I'm, you know, I have, yeah, like, did... I'm late for my shows, you know, <laughs> and that's the first place I have to be. You know, it's it's ridiculous. So, well, what, what's the backup plan? Let's say one day you go, um, who's the Seinfeld guy who blasts through the door? Someone help me. I'm terrible with you. Michael right. Richards. Michael Richards. <laughs> Someday you go Michael Richards, and it, it makes the phone stop ringing for three years. I, I, what trust now? Me, I, I won't go Michael <laughs> <laughs> on a lot of levels. He uh, told you the same thing back in the day when he was getting that Seinfeld money, but look at him now. Yeah, but he, he was an actor. He's not a. He, he was. He, he was a. He's just a shitty comic who was just. Uh, <laughs> he was just trying to do uh, stuff like that. Happens every single night on comedy stages all across America where some comic who's overmatched by an audience tries to be whatever subversive or you know whatever tries to to, to deal with a heckler and can't and you know they say something because if you if you make a racist joke and it's not funny it's just racist and it's the same thing with anything else you know whether it's sexist or dirty or whatever and it's like you know he was overmatched but the problem was was the you know everybody had start was starting to have cameras in their pockets and so you know it, it got broadcast yeah. across you know the world his problem and was you... that he doubled down at every turn on that like he was dropping a hard n with a hard r at the end and he didn't just cut that loss yeah. and move on he was like you know what maybe bam, if I stay bam, bam, rapid fire more times i can get him back and, and it right. didn't that, work. That happened in the YouTube world. There, there was a guy, and he actually came on this show to explain himself. He, uh, he, he dropped the N-bomb with the, with the hard R, right? The hardest of R's. And he, <laughs> yeah, and he, he like, you know, like, you're a, because you know, that guy's an F and R. And uh, he later explained, he's like, look, like, I, 
I was trying to hurt that guy's feelings. He's like, I'm not racist. You know, I've got this Asian friend over here, this black friend over here. We play games every night together. Right. It it was just the only thing in his head. We play games every night. And you can't uh, just collect yeah. friends like Pokemon cards and get out of jail free things. <laughs> like, no, 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 look, 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 I got a poster of Michael Jordan in my apartment. Like, I wouldn't have him up uh, there. Apparently his regular Halo buddies were of all different, right. you know, creeds and... Is Creed? I, mean, I, get, I don't I even know what Creed means. The, 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 to be honest, the guys but... like saying, the guys say saying basically like, I really didn't have a problem. I don't have a yeah. problem with the guy's race. It was just I needed to defend myself. It was the meanest thing I could I, think I, of. I panicked, right? Yeah, if, panicked, if he was bald, and, I would have called yeah. him a balder. Exactly. <laughs> you know, right. and uh, you know, I'm that's going with the it. Thing with, <laughs> yeah, you push a lot of people to the, you know, to the wall. That's you know, awful things come out, and I just think that. I mean, in the case of somebody like Michael Richards, it was like, I never understood why there are certain, there's a certain few guys out there who, like, they become famous and then try to get good at stand-up comedy. And that's the most ass-backwards thing you could ever possibly do. It's like, you can't be, you know, because you're going to go through awful situations like that, whether it's, you know, that racist tirade he went on or somebody yelling, who cares? Um... And, you know, the difference between me and him when I was getting yelled, who cares? I wasn't Kramer from Seinfeld. So nobody gave a shit that I sucked. You know, nobody gave a shit that, that I failed. But when you are that guy, it's going to become a thing. And they you, were being you really mean, to too. To fail. But yeah, they're, it, they're, it, they're like, it, you it, haven't it, done anything funny since Seinfeld. Fuck you, Kramer. <laughs> you know, they were being mean. Honest, really, not really mean. They they were being honest about it. I forgive him. Who else has tried to do that uh, trend that you're thinking of? I know Michael Richards, famous, becomes stand-up. There has to be somebody else you're thinking of. I can't pull any off the top of my head. Well, you know what? Um, Let's see. Like uh, John Lovitz has done pretty well. I, I mean, I've heard. You know, from what I've seen and what I've heard. I mean, he's he's a really nice guy. So I would never put down anything he did. Um, But I, when I started seeing his name up at like the the Laugh Factory and stuff, and I'm like, "You're already famous, dude. You're you're already a regular on The Simpsons. You're already Saturday Night Live famous." And you know, like he was a, he was rich enough to buy his own comedy club. But why won't so you let him in the club? Be, like, I, it, it, it sounds like you're saying, you know what, dude? Doors closed for you because you're already no, famous. No, in, in my I, head, I, I just it, I just couldn't imagine say I just couldn't imagine doing it in that. If Britney Wait. Spears wants to get into stand-up comedy, like that's an itch she wants to scratch, then I'm like, oh, we'll see if you're funny. You know, like, I doubt well, it. No, but you're not, you can say that's your reason, but nobody's actually like, well, maybe she's got a bunch of gems up here. That she's <laughs> like, really, you're just like, is, let's it, put Britney Spears up there. If you, if you, if I, if, if just, if just so-and-so says they want to become a comedian and they decide to go to an open mic, there, there's not going to be a line out the door waiting to see if they're any good or not. If you have that much attention on you and the lights are that bright, you can't, you don't have room to fail, you know, and you need room to fail um, as, as, a, as a stand-up comic. You need room to fail in front of people, in front of strangers um, repeatedly. <laughs> and, you know, it's not like music where you could just try it out in the studio. It's like you have to go in front of people and do it. And it's like if you become a, a name and a face, before you go out and get into that process, man, that's I, it's, just it's harder. like almost impossible. You, you don't know, get because to fail they're, they're giving you too much love to begin with. You know, like you know, the, the, you'll get like a, a big ovation to start. Like, oh my god, we get to see 
Britney Spears, yay! You know, and it's like, uh, oh, she's she's terrible. Well, that's what a letdown, and it it's becomes too big of a deal too early on. I remember when I, because I I said I did uh, my first uh, stand up like I did in '94. I went, it was right after my sister's wedding, and my mom told everybody at the wedding like you know like basically I was going to be a celebrity <laughs> like the next month. <laughs> Or whatever you know, it was like, yeah, I'm on my way to show business. And uh, when I when I sucked, when I didn't do well, it was a big letdown. So I didn't try it for a while again because it was such a it, it felt like it was too big of a deal, and too many people knew about it. You know, my family, my friends. So when I went and did it again in '97, I only told uh, Timmy. <laughs> Good old Timmy again, but I like my that best guy. friend. I just told my best friend just in case you know anything happened to me. One person knew where I was, and 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 uh, I, I just I didn't tell anybody else, and I and I did really well because there was no pressure on me, you know. And uh, I kept it that way for a little while. Is Timmy his real name? Yeah, cool. well, Tim, but I call him Timmy because that's what the like high school coaches used to call him and shit. So I like to fuck with him. <laughs> so like a lot of people or a lot of comedians at least seems in the last few years get really I guess in hot water for saying stuff that people perceive as offensive have you ever gotten in one of those kind of like embroiled in something like that where someone was like oh John Caparulo is racist or sexist or some ism or anything like that I don't think so but um, <laughs> my uh, my wife basically monitors my social media because I, I got my <laughs> I got myself so like, I, I, yeah, I got myself <laughs> twisted up with it because I'm too sensitive, and the shit people say online, it just, just trolls bother me. So it's just like I, it plus I didn't get into comedy to type, <laughs> but, uh, but I, I just like got myself, I got myself into a like an ordeal once with, you know, some guy sent me some shitty MySpace message, and I ended up getting into like this, this, this like feud with him. Um, and, uh, you know, he ended up posting some like awful, ridiculous, like blog spot page about me. And I ended up having a, I spent like 25 grand in attorneys uh, just to get it taken down. So it was, uh, it's best that I just don't read. (laughs) (laughs) Wow. Because if I get a thousand compliments and one shitty thing. Can you tell me what the gist of that was? Like, was it family based, religion based, Um, race based? The dude basically was like, he was just, he was basically like, he he just, I, I, it was right after like my first meat cap had come out, mm-hmm. I think on Comedy Central, and he sent me a message on there saying, you know, um, I, uh, some friends told me that I should watch your stand-up, and I gotta tell you, you really need to do something else. Like, I mean, I have an hour special on, on Comedy Central, I'm doing okay, I think, and it's like, he, yeah. He's like, no, I should find another line of work, and and I, you know, it was it's like four in the morning. I remember trying to call one of my friends. Nobody was up, and I just started, I'm just seething over it. I'm like, you know what? Fuck you. So I started messaging him back, and I'm like, you know what? I I, I uh, you're right. I I always wanted to be some some punk ass loser throwing <laughs> shit at people from behind a keyboard in his mom's basement, but I guess that's not going to work out for me. So why don't you tell me how it goes? And um. I, I, then I proceeded to tell him he should kill himself or something. I don't know, but it was uh, 
It was pretty so it was, a it slow was, escalation. It got yeah, I got nasty. And that was and, just the first exchange. Like this went on yes. for a while. They, I'm so, sure it got worse and worse and worse. But the thing is, like, he came out. back at me, and then I tried to go back at him, and he had blocked me. And I was like, oh bullshit. So <laughs> I, um, oh no. I I got uh, I I I told all my like MySpace friends to message this guy, and they <laughs> inundated him with like just all this shit. So like. Then I didn't realize like I had started an internet war, and uh, you know I had more to lose because you know if I if I say bad things about this guy, it's like nobody's gonna care. But there are more people who know me, I guess, at that point. So it's like he, uh, but he he put he put a like a a, a page up that like it said you know uh, that when I lived in Ohio, I was a, a pedophile and <laughs> a, and a white supremacist. As if pedophile's oh, not no. enough, you know, like, like, like somebody's gonna go, well, he's a, he's, he's a pedophile, but at least he's not a racist. Wait a he minute. Only fuck the white <laughs> children, okay? <There's> no <laughs> minorities among the victims. Not John, anyone. man, I've been called a pedophile so often, I just run with it now. <laughs> I don't even disagree. Every time, like, Jared comes up, I defend him. Like, no one stands up for pedo rights but me. It's not a good yeah. post, so don't emulate that. Yeah. <laughs> Nobody's on your side. I own you it now. like you're winning the war. I am. I am. I own it, right? I, you can't hurt me with the pedo jokes anymore. You should You should run for office with that mantra. <laughs> you know, I've been called a pedophile so many times. Yeah. <laughs> uh. Uh, but it bo- it bothered me. I I was like, man, I can't believe something. Like, you know, my mom might see this or whatever. Like, I can't believe somebody would just put this on the internet about me and get away with it. Like, I was like, you know, can we just call the cops? They can go. I know who did it. Just go. To, and it it took a while. It was. Uh, One it thing- wasn't until like I think I was losing money that my agent insisted on i her a lawyer so yeah <laughs> one thing that i was slow to realize when you get into a back and forth with somebody is that fans can turn on you even though you're probably right like you know like a fan says hey you're awful and you're a big stinker and poo head and you come back and say fuck you right <laughs> then <laughs> like uh, people will not just say yeah fuck that guy oftentimes they'll say look at how he treats his fans they'll feel like i said fuck you to to all the readers when it's like right. no 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 this guy right. this guy started yeah. it with me and i'm not allowed to reply and and now i realize those are the rules of having and an it's audience like you can, it's like you can trace it back watch the message but look 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 at see the you know the paper trail or whatever uh-huh. he started it and it's like with, oh. with calling me a poo-poo head <laughs> and I, um I, I, and people don't I, it's it's a really it's a losing battle that's what i mean where i just like i got to the point where i just I, I was so lucky to find my uh, wife when I did because with with uh, you know with social media she loves being on there and sitting with her phone in front of her face all day and uh, I can't do it so she does all that for me and I it's, there's and someone I out there for you. everyone even a racist pedo yeah <laughs> <laughs> I mean, if, if the last like big thing you had to deal with was on MySpace. Like yeah, then you do it like, okay. You've been doing really well for the last decade. Yeah. <laughs> but see, that's what I know of. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, I, I, I it's, it's like I, I've never been on Facebook except to, to like, play video games and stuff. Like, because, uh, you know, you have to have, like, a an account. So I have, like, a dummy account that I use for stuff like that. But I've never actually gotten on Facebook and said, hey, let me look up my, my high school 
mates. <laughs> I don't wanna. You've I, never I, looked I up your care. high school mates? I have. I have a couple Come high school on. friends who I'm still close to, and I still talk to them. But everybody else, there's a reason why I left Ohio. <laughs> it didn't go well. All right, so I. Uh, but don't you, don't you, you know, want to look at them and secretly think about you know how your life is better than theirs? I'm looking at you <laughs> with the, the look at that casting couch you're sitting on. You, <laughs> you, going, okay? you start out that way. You start out going, man. Everybody who ever slighted me, they're gonna they're gonna they're gonna see me on TV and they're gonna go, oh man, I should have treated him better. <laughs> and um, it, that goes away pretty quick because you gotta you just you just gotta care about what you're doing and then by the time you get to the point where they would see you on tv you don't give a shit about them anymore so yeah you don't want to go back to the reunions just to just kind of like slide it in like yeah you know i'm doing comedy maybe do you have netflix like i'm on there i got a couple things on there like (laughs) peter griffin go back with a a cowboy hat and a a (laughs) helmet yeah (laughs) yeah it's no no No, I don't. I, I don't want. I don't go to reunions. I, I don't want because they always ask me to like perform and shit, and I was like, it's not happening. So, no. So you don't go back to Ohio very often at all, then. I see my family, and I go. I perform in like you know, Cleveland and Columbus and uh, Cincinnati, but I, I don't. I don't go. Like my parents still live in the, the you know my hometown, East Liverpool, Ohio. But I, I just I, the people who I want to have relationships with still there i keep in contact with um reunions i don't need a reunion no, no. We, we don't need to hang out and have drinks now <laughs> yeah. huh. taylor have, have you had, have your high school had a reunion yet uh shit i think i missed the five-year one so i'll just have to miss the 10-year one as well see uh, i went to the 10-year one and i think that's the only one that's happened Ah, see, we had a five-year one, and nobody fucking showed up. So the chick who's, it's like the, the valedictorian, I think she's the one, or uh, whichever, is the one who uh, arranges the, the reunion. And because none of us showed town? up. How big's your uh, hometown? Um, not that big. Okay. Uh, it, I think I graduated with uh, like a thousand people or something like that, maybe. Oh, but okay. she she um since, since no one showed up to the five-year reunion, she just didn't do a 10-year reunion. There just wasn't one. And I didn't mind a bit. I was so glad there wasn't one. I wasn't going anyway, but I might have gotten shamed because I didn't go. Uh, My hometown, was, actually, they, they did come up with it. I did go to a couple of, uh, they had they have what's called an all-class reunion, like in the downtown area of my hometown. Um, you know, because it's one of those, like, Rust Belt towns that's, you know, it's seen better days. And uh, they they basically, like, have... Everybody who ever graduated from the high school uh, invited back to the reunion. They're, I, they're having another one again that I'm not going to um, <laughs> in a in a year or so. But uh, I remember I went to one in like '04, I think. You know, but I, I I wasn't going to like you know show off. Next year oh. would be our 25 year reunion, and I'm curious about a bunch of those dudes. Like. Hmm. 
I don't know. You just don't want to go to yeah. see how many people you're better than who got fat. You should go and take like a <laughs> I got fat. Like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> fat. Yeah, I guess that's different. If you were the one I, I got fatter than everybody else, I think. No, you win. Uh, that's uh, a victory right there. You're better fed than those fucks. <laughs> I got that trophy too. Yeah, like Homer Yeah, got a lot of cartoon references. But, I, uh, I, I really want to go to days. Back in the olden days, a, a lar- a, you know, a, a heavy guy was a sign that you had money. That was an attractive thing. Men would actually stuff their shirts so that it would appear they had a belly, so that ladies would think they had enough money to be fat. So, you never know. Like half a millennium ago, it could come full circle. It could come yeah. back around again. Yeah. <laughs> I, mean, I don't want to go to see the people. Back like the Sistine Chapel had some. I mean, it's portly, portly bitches on there, doesn't it? I mean, it's uh, it's it's. it's Different. I we had a different concept of attractiveness uh, through the years. Uh, <laughs> if anybody's interested in history, uh, it's not just those. the people that uh, that you didn't like that I want to see. It's the people that I did. Like I have people that I consider my friends from high school that I don't talk to, that I haven't talked to in years. I'd love to see them. There's nobody, yeah. literally nobody there that I that I want, I care to see. I, I really don't want to see any of them for any reason, really. Like every now and then, I run into one of them, and I'm just like. Hey, yeah, we we spent four years in the same building one time. That was cool, huh? Right, right. Yeah, it doesn't mean it's you're you're automatically <laughs> gonna be. Yeah, remember we sat near each other for a long time. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, our our, good our names are both. Yeah, our last names both begin with C. So we were tight. And I see their kids and stuff and. Like I, I, I don't have any kids. I'm not. I'm not married or anything. I, I, try, I, I, I that kind of lifestyle doesn't really appeal to me. Right. Sure. Sure. Right. And, but 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 when I see like my classmates with like their second and third kid, and he's like, oh yeah, she's she got kicked out of preschool. She's been biting the other kids, and I'm just thinking like, I'm so glad <laughs> I don't have your fucking problems. I'm so glad that that my child biting another child. And being kicked out of a preschool is not one of the many things that I have to deal with on a daily basis. Yeah, yeah. I just said we we just had our first, uh, and I'm hopefully I'm hoping only think I'm gonna go have my tubes tied. Mm. <laughs> but uh, yeah, we we have a we have a six month month old. Uh, I think you saw her before we the show started. Um, yeah. So we're, we're uh, it's it's not something that I, I ever thought that I'd be. Doing, um, you know, there's like a one yeah. percent chance of impotence with that uh, that little procedure. They don't they don't advertise that too much. Ah, hey, okay. since you're a new dad, I heard a dad joke today. Oh Jesus! Okay. What did oh, the good. fish say when he ran into a wall? What did the fish say when he ran into a wall? I d- I don't know. Damn. Oh, oh God damn it! <laughs> you just Why didn't ruined... I know that? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> See, they're, they're not funny and they're aggravating because you're trying to, you're trying yeah, to legitimately just, guess just, the answer to it, and, you, and then when you hear it, you're like, "Well, fuck!" Now I sound, I feel like a retard. Yeah, no, I feel dumb. <laughs> yeah, I know. It's like I was, I didn't laugh, and I feel stupid. <laughs> I laughed. That's it was for me. <laughs> so is uh, having a kid just rough so far isn't it like the first six nine months that it's just hell? I don't know. I'm not gonna have kids. So you, you know, I, I, it's. It's been um, it's been great, really, for for me. My my wife uh, sleeps in the room with her. She's breastfeeding, so um, you know I I take on what I can. You know, my wife's uh, uh, her family came out a few times to help out and stuff, but you know 
it's really all come down on on Jamie on my life uh, as far as you know the, the sleeplessness and all that shit the, the, you know plus she has to deal with me um, which is fun um, but she uh, she's taken on I've just gotten to you know I have fun until she starts to cry and then it's like you know here. <laughs> yeah, she John, needs your boob. You were totally <laughs> doing it right. This is that's. I mean, they'd be like, "Oh, your kid's four months old. You must be exhausted." And I'm like, huh. "Yeah, Jackie seems to be, you know, really tired." <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah, it, what do I need is, to get up? For? It is rough. <laughs> I, I had to watch her by myself just 11 days ago. It was awful. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's what I, well, I stay up all night anyway. I'm a night out, so I, like. At night, if I hear her cry or something like that, you know, I'll go in. If she needs changed or, you know, and then just put back in bed, I'll, I usually go do it because I'm up anyway. Um, and then my wife usually is getting up, like, almost right after I went to bed. So I, I it's almost like, you know, I, I, you know, we handle each other's sleep schedule pretty well, you know. So. Yeah. What kind of dog like you've got it made? Yeah. I see an yeah. enormous dog in that photo behind you. Is that is that your enormous dog? Oh, it's dog? a basset hound. Uh, he just he likes to take a lot of fucking room on the bed. <laughs> he likes to spread out. And Even his ears. His ears. <laughs> hey, yeah, a yeah, yeah. Barney, and then the other one's Scoby, and then uh, our, our the kids Madden. Um, so uh, yes, after the game, uh, <laughs> we're, we're yeah we're one happy. Stupid-looking family in that picture. So. <laughs> Wait, the your daughter's name is Madden. Madden, yes, Madden, Madden J. Yeah. It's creative, and it is this after is the game. I'm sure you you strike yeah. me as a football fan. You just look. I, I, I do watch a game or two. Yes. Do you still pull for Cleveland? I do not. No. <laughs> I, 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 I grew up a Browns fan, and. I really, I, I, I walked away from the Browns in about, in 93, actually, when they, when, <laughs> and ironically enough, it was when Cozar, Burning Kozar got cut by Bill, Bill Belichick, and it's funny, because Bill Belichick, I love the Patriots now, um, and it's, I, you know, he's the guy who really jilted me as a, as a young football fan, but, um, you know, I, after the Browns debacle, Basically, they when they moved away, it really kind of sealed it for me. Where it was like I can just sort of, I, I like the game, so I can just take my pick and I just follow my favorite players and coaches. You know, so it's like it's same thing with basketball. Like I like Jordan and the Bulls during the '90s. It's like I, you know, I I just like it's like liking a good band. You know, I uh, you know I like watching them play and seeing their story play out, and then. When those players move on, I'll you know I'll find some new players to watch. Being a, <clears throat> being a fan a, of a team makes no sense at all. Such a Fairweather fan. It makes so much more sense. His way makes so much more sense. He's like, right. I kind of like Jordan and the Bulls, and now I'm a big fan of the Patriots. And uh, you know what? I liked Miami Heat a couple years ago, but mm -hmm. I'm Nothing done with wrong. them no, now. I didn't, no. I didn't like Miami Heat. I didn't like anybody <laughs> comparing LeBron to Michael Jordan. Um, cause I'm an old, uh, 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 old crank, but, um, Very different players. I, uh, see if I look at it, if I say the new England Patriots winning somehow lifts me up, you know, and I go and I, you know, it goes, ah, look everybody. Yeah. Patriots in your face. I'm going to dent your car. 
you know, I, you I, then, then I'm a fair weather fan. I'm not, I'm just a guy who, just, I, I, I'm a football aficionado. It's like, it's like if you like, when you, you know, I'm sure if you name your favorite two or three bands in music, you know, whether it's like the Beatles or the Rolling Stones, it's like nobody accuses you of going, oh, well, you only like good bands. <laughs> yeah, I mean, Beatles course, or Rolling Stones? Like How bands, old do I look? <laughs> but, you know what I'm saying? I, I, okay, okay. I, you know I the Boston Pops. Okay, so maybe it, I'm old. I don't know. I'm just saying it, it's uh, it, you know, but I, I'm saying like you, you if when, as a music listener, you typically like good bands, and as a football watcher, I like foot. I like NFL history. I'm a. I could. I love like all the like NFL films and stuff like that. And I love watching the whole drama play out. And teams like the Browns, who have spent now the past 15 years in, you know, back in the NFL, 16 years, and just and just haven't done shit. They're they're just like you're wasting your time watching that game because you're not watching really the drama where unfold. the yeah the the drama is in foxborough right now it just is so it's like that's where it's where you tune in let me um, ask you a question most michael vick is he the most exciting player ever to watch on the field mm, who's who's better who's better uh, to watch, barry, barry, watch go crazy John sanders thing? barry sanders really barry sanders randy moss I, gail sayers every time barry sanders touched the ball it might be a touchdown Every single yeah. time I've Nobody watched that guy faster than Vic. I don't know if he's faster or not, was, but the guy could do it. Tremendous for a minute. Barry yeah. Sanders. He, for a minute, <laughs> you're right about that. Barry, I've watched him break 11 tackles on a play. Every single player on the opposing team got his hands on Barry Sanders. I'm gonna still... find a Michael Vic video for you. All right. yeah. I'll on. find him. I remember okay, they no, played the Rams right. in the NFC Championship and just find yeah. one and see if you can do there's, better there's than me. There's no way that that can last, like because Michael Vic was, uh, you know, I mean. If you know, he actually got to heal up for a few years by going to prison. Um, Unfair because advantage, you, you because you can't really, you know. I always say like you know, having your quarterback run the ball is like it's like pounding nails with your laptop. Like you don't do like you don't put him out there to get beat all the time. And sure. a guy like him who's really dazzling with all of his athletic ability, it's it's he's still gonna be. He's going to be hurt most of the time, and it's kind of a waste to put, you know, that much sort of, uh, you know, brain trust in a guy who's going to get hit all the time. So, yeah. uh, you know, I, I, he's, he was definitely he's one of the best athletes, yeah, to, to ever, you know, uh, play in the NFL. I think he was benching like 500 pounds or something like that. Just, just an outrageously, freakishly strong dude. Yeah. Oh, yeah. He's, what's, I mean, what's with Newport News? I mean, really, like the way they produce athletes. I mean, between him, his brother uh, Iverson, and then he's uh, his his brother. Yeah, was starter for Virginia Tech. His cousin's Aaron Brooks, who was starter for the Saints, and then uh, somebody else uh, recently. Um, uh, the, the, the guy who's uh, the, Tyrod Taylor for the uh, Bills, Newport News. It's. Uh, I couldn't imagine playing a pickup game there. <laughs> just get rocked all the time. So are you, are you pretty much all, all football and basketball, or do you watch any other sports? 
Um, I, yeah, I'm pretty much just I've pretty much just been NFL for for a while. The NBA after Jordan left from the Bulls, um, you know, I that's when I moved out to LA, and uh, you know, my my Timmy moved with me. <laughs> he uh, he he he's a big basketball fan, so it kind of kept me tuned into like the Lakers because that's where Phil Jackson went to, and so we kind of I kind of followed their you know their three-peat and then I just kind of thought all right well I like you know Kobe kind of borrowed Jordan's game a little bit so he's kind of entertaining to watch so I would just say well I guess I'm a Lakers fan but I wasn't I just I didn't watch them it wasn't like a religion like the Bulls you know that was uh WGN like like 40 nights a year so yeah I'm trying to find a decent quality video of Mike Vick they all, they're all so grainy mm. or- just terrible. I would say I would say the overtime against uh, it was at Minnesota. It would have been two thousand one or I, two. I found a Barry say, Sanders run where he breaks eight tackles, but I've seen one on ESPN where literally every single player on the other team got their hands on him and he still scored a touchdown. I, yeah. I, How does that even happen? How do they all find their way to? The thing about Barry is he often ran east west, like and he would like come right up against you and then like juke it. He the guys that run north-south and tend to break it open are a little mm-hmm. different. He would just – he'd be in trouble all the time. He lost yards more often than I think yeah, other great he backs. Yeah, he did a lot of yards. Yeah. But yeah. he'd still have a ton of yards for the game and for the season. But, yeah. you know, if you needed five, you might get ten. You might lose two. Like, they yeah. both happen. Uh, yeah. he, he always sort of – I don't want to say took a risk because he wasn't a big fumbler, but he was amazing to watch. Every play was anything yeah. happened. And Deion Sanders was just tremendous. Like, I mean, the guy on offense and defense, whether it's running back kicks or he mm-hmm. was, uh, you know, the way he he invented the term shutdown corner, like a guy who was just – You just couldn't use that, that side of the field. Charismatic, charismatic. Yeah, you just weren't going to throw over there. Don't do and, it. And, uh, you know, that's really – and especially with the way the defensive rules have, you know, have evolved, you know, even during his time, you couldn't really – check receivers the way you could like when like night train lane or somebody like that played i mean it's it was a lot more you know the five yard rule after you know you can't touch them and stuff like that it was every so you know you have to be just an athlete every so often football gets an amazing athlete and to kyle's credit michael vick is one of them randall cunningham was one i remember randall cunningham would do um he'd do the the kickoffs Right, like you, they were just like, ah, fuck it, let's let the quarterback give it a go. And he got like a ninety. He did, he did a few punts. He, yeah, maybe he it was those, a punt. Punts. Yeah, maybe I'm mixing up the down. punt with the kickoff. But he, I remember he kicked it like ninety-eight yards one time. And d- yeah, to his credit, it, it rolled a lot. But yeah. uh, um, well, I, I, yeah, I, uh, um. Like, why would you let your quarterback punt? You just fucking around. <laughs> you have a... well, Elway did that. Elway did that a few times. Actually. But don't they have a punter for that? Like, what's the well, advantage? They're, they what should. they're trying to do is they're trying to make sure that the defense doesn't put it. They don't want to put in the, them to put in their punt team to to have a return. So basically, uh... it's like they're letting them line up like on defense, expecting a shotgun play that they're going for it on fourth down, and then if they have an, a quarterback who's a decent enough athlete. He can do what's called a pooch punt, which they just try to basically get one inside the five or whatever, you know, to to pin him down in. Brady did one like that actually back in like. Oh, I should have three. known that. That's a good. Yeah, now it makes perfect sense. If you've got your quarterback there as a throw threat, then 
you know, you don't get to put your best return. Yeah, I'm not a giant football match. fan, but I've garnered that John has us all handily beat in this in this football knowledge, where it it's Woody will be like, yeah, that, that time that guy punted, and John's like, ah, oh, that would be spr- uh, that would be fall of, of right. three. Yeah, that um, wasn't a kickoff, yeah, Woody. Day. That was a punt. I swear, I've always been. I'm not. I'm not great at, at like today's sports news, but I'm great at sports history. I, I'm and especially the NFL. I just I know. Yeah, I, I I'm pretty good. I have it kind of locked down. And just like everybody else we ever have on the show, I guarantee you're not a hockey fan, right? So there's not going to be no nah. conversation there, of course. Of fucking course. We need to find someone. Yeah, that's, that's got someone I can talk to you about sports. It's, what's it, I, it seems just so frustrating to watch. Like, I'm like, I mean, because I don't like to watch soccer because I'm like, somebody pick the ball up, please. please. Use your hand. You have hands. Just use them. But, I mean, hockey is like that plus it's slippery. You know, it's like I just, uh, I just can't. It it seems so difficult to the point of, and plus I don't get the rules. I don't get the icing and the all that stuff. I don't. I don't. Understand. Something about hockey just seems unnatural because of the ice and the fact you're wearing the blades on your feet. I don't know. Kicking a yeah. kicking a ball around a field seems like something that could just spontaneously happen around here. We could all just start kicking a thing that's ball like. I, I feel like I could sort but of get. Never through. would we just like happen to fall on some ice skates get a bunch of sticks some pucks some nets everybody get in their gear like, and just get on a frozen lake it makes lake. sense how soccer and rugby just evolved into a thing right like all right there's a ball i run it this you sort of try to stop me physically and it, rugby evolves into a sport soccer same thing but without the contact uh even well, basketball rugby evolves, doesn't rugby it does, does football does american football evolve from rugby or is that I mean, because they're they're similar so. yeah, in a I lot of with the, the uprights and the kicking, and you know they just don't have a yeah. scrum. And you can American kind of football. imagine how a lot of sports, you know, turn into what they are. But hockey is just like oh, well, no, no. It, it's the curve of becoming a sport. Like with soccer, it's like here's the ball. What, what, how about we just kick them into these square things on the side of the field? That's already a sport. Rugby, you got yeah. it. Like, seems like there were a lot of trial and error for those Canadians up there who were like, <laughs> "We can't even stand on this, eh? Like, what are we supposed to do? Like, why don't we try putting blades on our feet, eh? See if that works it out." And it's like, well, it's "How many Canadians better. died trying to find a sport that they would be good?" <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> yeah, that is who's funny to that, think. Who's it's... that Canadian though? Like, uh... <laughs> they were just tired of curling. They wanted something they could show off and be good at. And... Well, hear me out. If we put some razors on our feet. <laughs> Maybe this will go a bit smoother, eh? Are you fucking Your crazy? last 15 uh, ideas have all blades on I'm my I'm bored feet. already. <laughs> <laughs> no, it should be real low scoring. <laughs> but see, I like watching anything like, you know, like if I watch like a Wayne Gretzky do- a documentary or something like that, like anything that's, I love the, the sort of, the whole drama of sport. And I love watching something about that. I just I, I won't watch the games themselves. Like mm-hmm. uh, as far as uh, the only one I can watch a game is football now. One of the like things I like about Wayne Gretzky is this, dude. So 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 many child celebrities, stars, everything peter out. It ruins them, right? Wayne Gretzky was packing arenas to yeah. watch him at like twelve. 
right? Yeah. This guy, yeah. people were just, like Canadians loved him from the time he was a kid. He has been yeah. famous in his, you know, circle since he was little. And then and he was a little guy. Too. Yeah, yeah. Tons of yeah. pressure on him at like 17. I think at 18, he entered the NHL. It might've been 19, yeah. but it's something super young like that. And he's, Still kicked ass. He's 21 and he's like the best player the planet's ever seen. Yeah. Oh, by an order of magnitude. Go ahead. Oh, no, no, you go ahead. No, I was just going to say it's it's funny that he he, he, he came out like that too because, I mean, normally, you know, like when you look at like somebody like LeBron, LeBron, you know, I always thought uh, I couldn't imagine what it was like for him because it was like right around the same time the movie he got game came out he basically was living that uh, that that story and it's like for a kid to um to have all of that attention and and praise that early on like for you to still end up any good is amazing cuz like when you, you normally guys who have a chip on their shoulder from getting sort of the 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 short end of the stick like jordan jordan was you know the whole cut as a sophomore from the high school team and you know he, he was he just wasn't looked at as like a big recruit coming out of high school still he had a chip on his shoulder and um and then still managed to carry that into the NBA with him and uh, you know Larry Bird same way or or you know um or Tom Brady same way like guys like that who are sort of pissed off about you know the uh, sort of the credit they're getting early on use it to fuel their fire and guys like Gretzky it's like you just praise from day one and he still ends up being this virtuoso that's that's amazing that is I have amazing. a little bit of bitterness towards Wayne Gretzky I'm a huge hockey fan but he dominated with the Oilers great with the Kings and then comes to St. Louis for like the tiniest bit of time immediately we slap the captain on his chest and then he just is like you know what I'm not feeling it you know, I'm not. Yeah. I'm gonna. I'm gonna piss on out of here. Fuck you guys. And it's like, ah, oh, he's so great, but I didn't know that something for us. I, I knew just, that he played if you for just the Kings. Players and not and not and not one team. It wouldn't bother you. I, I knew it's, that he played for the fun. Oilers. I knew that he played for the Kings. I knew that he played for the Rangers. No idea he was ever a blue. Yeah. Yeah. yeah he cart. was very yeah. uneventful. Like first day <laughs> in practice, they're like, oh, you're the captain now, and he's like, all right, like already checking his. Oh, I guess the phone wasn't around then, but. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, that's yeah it's uh well, that's why people get mad at michael jordan about the washington wizards and it's like dude it's, it's michael jordan <laughs> you yeah. know get over it i i, I just i remember watching yeah. those games with, with him when the what maybe three of them i, I remember watching yeah. him play with the wizards he wasn't that bad he could still get up and down the court a little like yeah. like i he mean still put up, he put up 50 he still did he was he was you know, one of the top fifteen players in the league. I on the guess. Wizards, I mean. <laughs> <laughs> well, on the Wizards, not even fifteen players. But right. no, yeah, people yeah. acted like he's terrible. But no, he he belonged in the league and he was an above average player. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's, he wasn't. It's a shame he didn't finish out with the Bulls. Really, he should have just stayed on the Bulls. And that Bulls team should have just stayed together. No, that, I mean baseball. He needed to go play baseball, but I think the 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 time like when they didn't, the Bulls didn't re-sign Phil Jackson and. Scottie Pippen at the end of the 98 season, and that's why he didn't return. Um, that's why he retired. Now, and according to Space Jam, it was <laughs> – if I remember correctly. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Your source is Space Jam. <laughs> <laughs> My bad. <laughs> 
<laughs> uh, well, yeah. I, I thought I had good information, but you had a Bugs Bunny I, movie. I, I, I am exciting <laughs> Space Jam, right. yes. yes. It is a great movie. So it's, 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 I have it on DVD, of course, yeah. Mm-hmm. Blu-ray from me. So. Uh, Kyle, you, you spent oh, damn. <laughs> you won up to me. <laughs> 15, 16 hours today in the car to no avail. So what, you came on right, like, so right before the show. You got on, and you sat down. This is before John was in the call, but you looked livid like i didn't think you were going to be talking this whole show I, just I, be, like, so before he starts i want to make a guess it didn't fit no uh, okay so i uh i had to drive all the way to kentucky today to pick up something i don't want to say exactly what i was picking up because it's it's kind of a surprise for for later on but i was picking up something that weighs about 2500 pounds and silly me i thought that would be fine in the bed of my truck it's a 1500 though that's it's it, rated for like 1500 pounds like a thousand pounds something like that and this is 2500 pounds and so i see the thing for the first time and i'm like oh shit like that's a lot bigger than i thought it was going to be but they've got a crane like uh, not like one of those overhead um uh crane things inside their building and so they're mm-hmm. able to like hoist the thing up to truck level and lower it down onto my bed and i'm just standing there watching the leaf springs go from like this to this <laughs> like like they completely bottom out like and, and everybody there is like dude you can't leave like like don't do it don't do it he's like yeah he's like, dude, that's not, if, if the tire explodes you're gonna lose you're gonna completely lose control with this much weight on the back he's like the dot will stop you if they see you they're out because it's a holiday weekend and i'm just like i drove seven hours and <laughs> all right well let me go see if i can find a trailer so I went. Why to did you, uh, sorry to interrupt? Why did you drive and not have it delivered? Whatever this is, I wanted it quickly. <laughs> I wanted it okay. because the, I wanted it more quickly uh, than they were going to be able to deliver it. It was important that I got it quickly. It still okay. is. But in any okay. case, uh, I was like, well, I went to the U-Haul place. That guy was a buffoon. The guy that ran it, he didn't know the difference between the uh, the net weight and the gross weight. He, I was like, finally, I went. I went, sir. You add those two numbers together, and they equal that number. This is not going to help us. We're, I, I'm going home now. <laughs> like, like, it was just frustrating the fuck out of me trying to figure out how much this trailer could carry. And it literally says it right there. But anyway, I drove seven hours to Kentucky, realized I had to just go fucking home, and then I did. So I spent about 15 hours in my truck today driving nonstop. Got up at 4.45 a.m. this morning. Uh, been, been nonstop going. I ate breakfast, but I haven't had a meal since. And uh, uh, I got here like an hour and a half late, uh, so, so now, we're, now we're doing the show. And uh, I will yeah, have it delivered yeah. now. The, since, I, since I went up there and like ruined my day, they were like, we'll get it shipped to you. We'll, 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 we'll give you a rate on it, too. And I was like, well, good, good, because I'm just, I'm so yeah, curious. I, 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 the whole drive home, like, I'm just, motherfucking But didn't you know that it weighed 2,500 pounds and that the number on the side of your truck was less than 2,500 <laughs> I did know that. I did. But I, 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 I talked to two or three people, and everybody was like, well, yeah, it's not rated for that, but it can take it. It can take it. Everybody said it could take it. But when I saw those leaf springs bottom out, and the guy's like, well, you got P-rated tires here? And I'm like, I need Wings of Redemption here to tell me about these fucking... I don't know what P-rated tires means. He's, but, but they made sense to me. They convinced me that if I left, it was almost certainly death. You need D I or E-rated tires. P is passenger tire. You're driving some girly tires on that truck, bitch. You, <laughs> next time you get tires, D or E. 
You don't see me with Peter Next Ray time you have something that's 2,500 pounds, <laughs> get it delivered. Right? Get it Just, shipped. Oh, UPS I, or whatever, man. Have them. It, what did you get? It was 2,500 pounds. I, I can't really say, but I, I got something real big. Something real a big. Girl? <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> Two girls. <laughs> I, uh, I got something a, real big. A whale or something? Yeah. It's like, yeah, you're importing fucking. Orcas or some shit. <laughs> it was, and it, it wasn't cheap either. So I had already paid for it. And that was the other part of it. The guy was like, he was, he's like, I don't feel comfortable. I don't know if I feel comfortable putting this on your truck. And I was like, I called and they said it'd be okay. He's like, well, you didn't talk to me. <laughs> I'm just like, I just paid six fucking thousand dollars for this thing and drove seven hours. I'm taking it home. And then they lowered it on the truck and I realized. Was that. it a horse? <laughs> when did you go to Kentucky? <laughs> For twenty five hundred pounds, that's still. That's, well, he's uh, starting a petting zoo, and now it makes sense. Now it makes next week. So, what was the the dynamic in the car like with you sitting there sternly and your girlfriend uncomfortable in the seat next to you for fifteen hours <laughs> when you didn't even get what you needed? <laughs> it was pretty. T- it, I, I just played the radio. I listened to the the Stern show the whole way, uh, and uh, he was he was interviewing Denise Richards, so that was interesting. I just pretended like I hadn't wasted, not just wasted fifteen hours, but really worked hard for fifteen hours. Like I would rather do just about anything than drive fifteen hours. Like yeah. my neck's all like I'm doing this right now, and it's like crunch, cr- crunch, cr- crunch. It's yeah, all your back up. starts hurting. I can think of yeah, that's the worst. And she couldn't so. even help you. Couldn't even bear the load. No, my girlfriend's li- driver's license is suspended, so she couldn't drive a mile. Like I it, can think of wild. fun things I wouldn't want to do for fifteen hours. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I can't think I, of anything I, I want to do other than sleep after you know a rough week. Yeah, for fifteen I, hours. Like, I, I don't even. Wanna, I don't want to play video games for fifteen hours straight. I don't want to. I don't want to eat candy for fifteen hours. I don't want to have sex for fifteen hours. Like, there's nothing. Maybe sleep, like no, you that said. Would <laughs> <laughs> that, that would chafe. That would eventually give up, yeah, at that point. <laughs> I watched all three extended editions of Lord of the Rings once, and that was like ten and a half hours. <laughs> and at the end of that, it was like, what What have I done? Like, you know, that's what I do on road trips. Uh, like, like I literally movies. thought about that tonight. No, 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 no. Like, like, so I was driving back tonight, and in my head, I was like, three hours to go. That's like a Lord of the Rings movie. That's not so bad. I, I, I literally think yeah. of it in those concepts. Eh, in That's those how I would terms. think about work. I'd be like looking at clocks and like, you know, when I was a, a coach for a hockey team a while back, dealing with those little shit fucks who were so annoying and constantly like, cutting themselves on their skates. Be like, all right, I am basically at the scene where they meet the cave troll in Moria. <laughs> I just have to bear it out and I'll get through this. Be like, what's happening now? Lurch just shot Boromir. Just grit your teeth and get through it. Like, just... <laughs> That's what I do on airplanes. I, I just like, I, as soon as I get, it, you know, in my seat, I just, I put the noise canceling headphones on like you got and, uh, I, and just, I, I zone out. Like I, I just, I'm in my own little bubble and I'm, I'm watching, I'm watching whatever <laughs> I have saved on my computer for, uh, for the next whatever Sounds hours. Like for you, it's a pretty much. It's a lot of. There's a lot of. Uh, yeah, Family Guy, The Simpsons, and stuff like that on my mm. uh, <laughs> that I have saved. Yeah, <laughs> I'm still angry about this day. It, it, I've never it's, wasted it, so much time so well. I wish like, I saw I'm the truck. I feel like I'd be the one guy there that said, "Yeah, Dude, you're good." <laughs> this thing sat down. It bottomed out. It was. It was done. The lease springs were flat. Like I was afraid that like the truck might be damaged at that moment. Uh, I was like, all right, mm. let's take it off now. 
fuck. Yeah. That looks bad. And um, get a taxi back home. The U-Haul trailers couldn't do it either. I mean, they have trailers that you can put cars on. Not um. Well, they do, but they you know they've got. They're not. It's like, it's it's not like a dolly. Bed. It's like yeah, you it, drive onto it. Well, they've got the dolly that gets the front end of the car, but but the bigger trailers like you're talking about, Woody, maybe. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's got a ramp and then like an area where the tires would sit, but in in between there's nothing, just an open space. And the thing that I purchase is a very large cube. Right. So it, you'd think it'd be spanning that gap. Oh, not not in a safe kind of way. Like no? this okay. thing is like five feet tall. Like, is, like it's is she on a pallet? Is this a time no. machine? Like, <laughs> <what are you laughs> yes. How do you know? Oh, you weren't supposed to know. What <laughs> the fuck did you buy? I want to type it to him. Can I type it to him? <laughs> yeah, you can. T- oh, well, well, yeah, but don't give it away to the audience. Yeah, John. So you understand this is a secret. Okay. I of course, of course. I I don't know where it's I'll just see between that. Between us. Though. Where do I find that? Though? It's oh, a, you click on the chat. <laughs> oh, on the chat thing. Okay, got it. <laughs> Thank you. But yeah, they it's, had enclosed. It's, it's a nice way to be condescending. <laughs> you click on the chat thing, stupid. <laughs> what are you, my grandma? <laughs> and they, they had um, the enclosed trailers, but and they could have put it in one of those with a forklift, although the, <laughs> they weren't exactly rated for what I was getting. Um, but then I was like, how am I going to get it off? Because I don't own a forklift. Um, so I'm just gonna have to like drag it off or something, and that's gonna ruin the U-Haul. So I was just so upset when I left there. I wanted to be, I wanted to yell at somebody that U-Haul guy almost got it, and he was the most innocent of us all. Like he was just trying to rent me a fucking U-Haul. <laughs> so he he didn't know that his day was about to get worse when you walked in, and he's oh welcome to U-Haul. <laughs> I'm, I'm you know I need the worst part trailer. You know? <laughs> Well, I only I work part time, but let me do my best. Like, <laughs> I see, I called ahead and like, and and like, I reserved the thing. I better check my debit card, and make sure they didn't fucking charge me for this bullshit. I, I reserved it, and she said she wasn't gonna charge. She's like, yeah, we have that, and, and she's like, I don't know what she said, like a, a a twelve by, twelve by four or five by whatever. She gave me the dimensions of this car trailer, and I was like, perfect. She's like, yeah, it's rated to twenty five hundred pounds or thirty five hundred pounds, I think. And then we get there, and like I said, they don't even—they don't even fucking have it. Like it's—it wasn't even a real U-Haul place. It was like a discount furniture store slash U-Haul place. So before he could wait on me, he was having this long, drawn-out conversation in a very effeminate accent to a woman about how they don't make the li- those in Light Oak anymore. You can't get them in Light Oak. You just can't. You just can't. I have that one in my house. And just, just on and on with this bullshit minutia about his oak <laughs> furniture and the Light Oak versus the Dark Oak, and she's just. I can't figure out what she wants, and I and, like, and just have no consideration for the guy I'm on a time seething. Yeah, because <laughs> I'm trying to get back here by 8 p.m. Eastern time. You know, I, I had timed this thing out perfectly. That's why I got up at 4:45. It was like, yeah, 14 hours of driving. I'm I'm adding 30 minutes to each tri- leg of the trip. The like leftover time, and they're just eating my my leftover time all up. And there's traffic and real nightmare of a fucking day. Uh, it would have been nice to have a time machine. I could go back and. And get this day back because I feel like it was just taken from me. Yeah, no Fallout right. for you the whole day. Didn't uh, get to play any video games. No, it's it's been a real shitty day. <laughs> a real shitty day. Do you play any video games, John? Uh, Madden. Uh, I play Madden Mobile now. Um, you know, I used to be big on the like PS4, um, but uh, that's that's the one that's that's uh, it's since what ninety one. <laughs> that I've played uh, throughout all the different, uh, starting with Sega Genesis and then up to now. But yeah, I'm on uh, I'm on my iPad a lot. That's why I'll never Madden. play Madden. 
because there's some guy on there who's been refining his skills since 1991, ready to just <laughs> kick my ass. It's a lot of yeah, skill. Those, those games are not fun to play against people who have been playing for a while. Like yeah. every time I play any sports yeah. games where I'm like, you know what, I'm getting real good at NHL 15. Maybe I hop online. You know, I just beat the the normal difficulty. Maybe I can put up <laughs> a good game against uh, you know yeah. this 13 year old, and then you just get butt fucked. Like it's but not a good game. I'm I'm a I'm pretty straightforward and honest with my game, so you know I you, if you might lose if you don't know what you're doing or whatever, but I I mean uh, you know I'll play some guys. It's like wait who do, how do you do that? Wait, <laughs> do, how does he do a cartwheel through my defense? I don't know. <laughs> you can't do that. There's a code the, or something. But, <laughs> there's always some franchise. asshole who's figured <laughs> out like the overpowered play and just <laughs> runs like you know fake punts every down. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That, that like, was the thanks, other thing that's great about yeah. Michael Vick. It was like, I think it was Madden 2004. I think that was his, um, yes, where he was on the was. cover. And it was outrageous. Like, like you didn't have to be good at Madden. You just had there to was an, there were There was an argument back then um, when Madden 2004 came out that uh, between Michael Vick on that year's game or Bo Jackson on Tecmo Bowl being <laughs> more dominant. <laughs> and... Uh, and I think Bo Jackson on Tecmo Bowl thing. I think won out, but Michael Vick was pretty tough on that game. Yeah, he you was didn't on the even cover. need to. It didn't even need to be like a, a design play. You could just just anything. Yeah. I got it now, and just run to the sideline right. and then up the field. It'll be yeah. like a running back play, and you just don't hand yeah. off and yeah. take it on your own, and it'll work oh, yeah. out fine. Like, I, like, I think the, the the way they have the game now is a little <laughs> it's different. But I when we were talking about exciting, dominating athletic players, I still think. Randy Moss is, he's up there, um, you know, because, I mean, up until a couple years ago when I, the record got broken by, I think, the Broncos, the the two most highest-scoring highest teams in, of all time, um, the 98 Vikings and the 2007 Patriots had one thing in common, and that was Randy Moss. Hmm. That dude, it was just, when he got on a team that obviously he was, he could. He was happy with the quarterback and all that shit. He just dominated. Like he, they just, they they would always just, they just ring up the scoreboard. How and, important is coaching in the NFL? Um, I think it's. I I I, I guess it, it's it's tremendously important because of all the turnover with free agency and with all the, um, you know, somebody's got. Somebody's got to be organized. Somebody's got to know. I mean, those guys needle every single facet of the game. It used to be like a gym teacher almost. Like, you know, like they'd just be like, all right, we'll throw our guys up there against your guys, and whoever's tougher will I'm win. I'm glad you mentioned that because my and, next question is, what sport do you think the, the coach isn't all that necessary in? Like, like what, co what sport do you think that you could interchange the coach of a top three team at the end of the year with the coach of a bottom three team at the end of the year, and you'd probably get the same results. Um, let's see. Basketball? I would say baseball. I, you know, yeah, the baseball. Yeah, it doesn't seem. Why do? Yeah, like, like I, 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 I don't need a guy to. <laughs> yeah, it's like it hit a home run. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. What, so what's the strategy the for not hitting a home run? Yeah, I never understood that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it does yeah they they're yeah baseball managers i don't i don't get what they do no i guess you know i would like to have someone you know running the bullpen making sure that we we pull our pitcher out and we we 
handling the rest and it, but that seems like they could almost manage that themselves anyway like those right i don't like know if, like if you wanted a guy to to, to steal home you know uh, like if you wanted a like couldn't the team just basically vote on it like decide themselves like yeah get a huddle yeah. yeah all right yeah. yeah all right steal home like they don't need an old guy there, like to to make that decision. It's I, just like uh, yeah. I don't know. Just as you like... cited uh, Space Jam, I will cite Bad News Bears, which shows that you absolutely <laughs> need a coach in the end. In the beginning, that was it about he inspiring care. children, not baseball, though. That that you know, I don't I don't think that's I disagree. Fair. He's the one who got Lupus to really give it a go <laughs> and finally get a run. You know. <laughs> Excellent movie. <laughs> I, I think maybe you would need like a hitting coach and maybe, you know, maybe like, you know, some fundamental coaches. But as far as a guy who's like getting a game plan together to beat the Marlins tomorrow, I, I don't I don't see that. Being Along necessary. those lines, I feel like Wildcats has taught us how important a coach is in football. What's Wildcats? Wild. Goldie Hawn yeah, came Wildcat, in and coached. Goldie Hawn, yeah. You went yeah. Wow. I, oh Jesus yeah. Christ! What, you know the demographic of this show, right? Oh you know, fuck you! Audrey it's Hep- more current than Bad yeah. News Bears. You know that's they made a, they made a new one. <laughs> it's all the rage. <laughs> what a fox, Goldie Hawn. <laughs> she dead? Yeah, yeah. She was. She had. She showed naked boob in that movie too, and it was really unimpressive boob. Like it was like. <laughs> It was like, why, why did you show that? Like, it was just, it was her you know, in the tub. You know like, who should have like, kept it a secret? That boob. Terry we, Hatcher. We done without that boob. Terry what Hatcher. Was about it? Super hot until you see. It was, yeah. it was. Terry Hatcher's 40-something. You're so harsh on these older women's boobies. Man. I don't think she's 40 in the picture I'm thinking of. The one where she's topless on a balcony? That's it. Yeah, yeah. That's a recent photo. Oh, is it? Yeah. Well, then I should cut her some slack. You're right. Yeah, like I mean, those things can only stay up there so long. I, I mean, true. smaller's Gravity. better for longevity. Mm-hmm. Yes. Well, you could always get them tightened up every five to eight years or something like can that. Can you? I, f- I don't even know how that yeah, works. I thought you get totally. like one shot. Well, you know, if they, they droop. You know, just pull them back. You know, if you if you like if if you, if you had some droopy titties, let, let just imagine I have some. You Tell know, me you, more. It, I it, have this whole time. Yeah, actually. I haven't stopped. Take your shirt off, John. Let's, 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 <laughs> you know, they just pull them back up and remove the skin that's you know extra, and and bam, you got them right back up there. And and when they do like uh, it, until at know, some point the nipples are on the top. No, no, you've got plenty <laughs> of like, stuff to mess with, and you can move the nipple around anyway. That's not a big deal. They do that in breast implant uh, operations. They do, but have you ever yeah. seen those fucked up ones like that? Uh, uh, Want a professional Tara, at all? Tara Reed. Like when she was doing that, like a hot, a hot paradise, like fucking show, like a twelve yeah. years ago. And Did you see like, when her titty her fell out at her, the? At like one nipple was over here, one was over here. They looked like a you know cross-eyed cocker spaniel, just completely on opposite sides of the tit. The worst thing that happened yeah. to her, maybe you've seen it. She's like at a red carpet or something like that, and her titty falls out, and she's just smiling. And the camera flashes intensify to a magnitude that she's never experienced before. And she's like, oh, yeah, they're loving me. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, eat it up. And then somebody runs over and puts her titty up and, and then, like, whispers in her, your titty was out. And she's like, fuck, my titty was out. And it didn't look good either because, you know, she oh. had that wacky, wackadoodle. Uh, yeah, uh, she, I, I, I'm told that that's all been fixed and that, you know, it's okay. But you got it a good was... source. Her, she was interviewed about it. Oh, I don't trust her. And um, and, and but I remember she was dating Randall Cunningham at the time, and I I think I have my facts right. And it was like, oh, you know, that's the something about that was like, oh, you know, they Wait, kept that between them. Randall Cunningham. He was Tara Reed. 
Do I have my Tara facts? Reed was dating Randall Cunningham? Oh, I have no, no idea. Cunningham. Randall Cunningham's like a Bible just... thumper. He's he's not. He wouldn't be hanging yeah. out with that chick. Uh, Woody's known for getting confused with names, so <laughs> this could be. He'd be trying to save her, maybe, but I don't think he's. I don't think he's trying dating. to save her. Yeah, he'd, he'd be the type of guy, you know, <laughs> trying to yeah. bring her to church or something. But uh, uh, that's always uncomfortable. Shit. Do you ever have a friend who tries to? like slyly get you to go to church with them like they bring it up in oh. conversation and you kind of have like there's no polite thing to say where it's like oh i had a lot of fun hanging out tonight yeah me too man we should do this more often you know actually i every sunday morning around like 9 30 or so me and a couple of my other friends that you'd like we go and we go to the church my pastor's great you'll love him it's just like oh uh, <laughs> next time you next time like <laughs> no i won't <laughs> yeah, yeah i we had that experience with the the lady who lives next door. We uh, like my wife and I. This was a few years ago when we moved here. We uh, we were out outside like shooting baskets. I was losing at horse, and um, the the lady next door like yelled down to us something like you know, it was something like you know, did are your dogs okay? I heard them barking the other day. It was some shit, and. We end up like she comes down to our driveway and we start having a conversation. She seemed relatively normal at first, and it, it, at one point she said that she was seventy years old, and I was like, "Oh wow, you don't look 70. And which she didn't, and she's like, uh, "She's like, oh well, thanks. I, you know, I, I, I whatever. I, uh, I eat well, and and then she went, and she went, and well, the Lord's been good to me, and she looked up. And point it, and I'm like, ah, shit. That's <laughs> oh, come on, Jordan did that shit that's, all the time. Like, 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 yeah, but that was that was dramatics for a crowd. She was just with me. Um, but uh, so then my wife. So if she later, sunk a three right before she told you the story, it'd have been all good. But see, what, what happened was that yes, of course. <laughs> but um, like dominates but, you both in horse. <laughs> but my wife, uh, like later on in the conversation, like offered her a um, one of my DVDs. Um, you know, to, to take with her, and I'm like, uh, and I went, you said something about the Lord earlier, and there's a lot of cuss words on my DVD. I, I want to make sure you're okay with that, because I, I wouldn't want to be rude and give somebody, you know, a bunch of stuff like that to take into their house if that's not, sure. you know, what they want. And, um, and, and she's like, she, I said, you said something about the Lord, and she's like, oh, do you know him? And I went, ah, fuck, this is going to be a long one. <laughs> I'm like I went no, and I and I didn't want to hurt her feelings. I, I I just was like, I'm I'm kind of the you know I don't know persuasion, and uh, she's like, oh you're agnostic. Well listen, there's there there's gonna be a rapture, and she's she starts sermonizing me on my driveway, and I was like trying to save I, you, and yeah, and I mean I mean telling me about like you know. Uh, because every one of those people, like they, they always like go, no, oh, I have proof. I, I actually had an an out of body experience when I. She said she was like ten. I'm like, so sixty years ago, you had an out of you had an out of body. You remember it perfectly, huh? And uh, it was just, I really was like, man, I think I'd rather live next door to a Satanist. <laughs> they, oh yeah, they they take this their own at least. Yeah, yeah, they don't have pamphlets. They don't have any. They don't. They don't want to. You know, yeah. they don't recruit you they for anything. They over for blood orgies or something. Yeah, they, they don't even invite you over. You know, they just yeah, they wear black you. and 
you know, cats come up missing and shit, but, you know, it's not that big a deal. <laughs> but I, I, yeah, this lady just, it was, I was so mad that I was so polite. Did she to take the DVD, just sort of, No, I didn't give her DVD. I just was like, oh. I, but I, I, I just remember, like, we, you know, she sermonized us for a while on our driveway, and I, I was just like, you know, kind of, you know, going, well, <laughs> you know, but, uh, but Sweet. then there's science, um, and, yeah. uh, you know, because I didn't want to be rude to anybody's beliefs, but it was like, she was so rude to mine, because it was like, I made it clear that I, you know, I, I didn't say I was open to suggestions, I didn't, I just said that I, you know, I, I'm of the I don't know persuasion, which means I don't know what's out there, I don't know what's beyond death, but, I, but also I, I failed to mention that I do know she doesn't know either. And, yeah. uh, I mean, and that's what really pissed me off was like, like people who are so gung ho over their religion, it's like they can't, they, they have no they respect just for your belief internal. System. Yeah, and it, and they, they can't respect. Like if I respect yours, respect mine, which is you know my choice to not be. Yeah, back off from that. Well, see, see you, you broke is... the rule of you always, anytime that I can tell, it's just like a you know run of the mill Baptist or Christian. Like, do you know the Lord? 100% of the time, the answer is yes. Yes, totally. Absolutely I'm, I'm on your side. And then they will not proselytize. They just oh, go, yeah. uh, you know, right, peace be yeah. with you and also tell them with you. Or like, tell them you're Jewish and uh, that'll Tell them you're Jewish. Or uh, there's a nice little switcheroo you can do. nothing to do with you. Uh, with <laughs> yeah, Witnesses, Burn across Jehovah's my yard, Witnesses but... or Mormons. If a Mormon comes up to your door, uh, you can tell them that you're a Jehovah's Witness, but that you'd love to talk to them a while and uh, explain about your religion. If a Jehovah's Witness comes <laughs> up, you tell them that you're Mormon and you'd love to talk and tell them about your religion. And no matter what, they won't be interested because they know that you're on the same, a different side of that same coin, you know? You're, you're I, both I the just, people who go around. I just can't, uh, you know, I, I, can't, I can't be like, you know, okay, yeah, you're right. You know, like I can't just give, like, give them that. Say, no, like I'm, I'm in the same... I'm on the same boat. I believe there. Yeah, I mean, there's a wizard in the sky who created all of this. Of course, I'll pray like them. I don't want to give him that. I don't want to. I I just think God is sort of uh, is is graduated Santa. You know, like you, you get to a certain age where you're too old to believe in Santa. It's all so, based on a so time when they didn't know where the sun went every night. Right. Yeah, they it's, couldn't even and, cook pork well enough. To the point that they were like, just ban this. Like, we can't even cook this long <laughs> enough. Just get the shellfish, too. You know? Yeah, right. they could barbecue out. Yeah, yep. the, earth was, the earth was flat. I mean, everything it was just it's like, I mean, and you can't, like, let go of these things. And, like, every time you, you, you come up with, I mean, because there's been all kinds of, like, proof to show, you know, like, that you see zeitgeist, like, you know, with the, you know, them saying how, like, the the story of Jesus is very similar to the god Horus that yep. was like right before where it's like I, I mean and the thing is is it's all sun gods it's all like they're basically worshiping the sun and then it became a person and it's just uh I never know like, what's no, true like I I saw the zeitgeist thing and I found it really yeah. fascinating and it was pretty yeah. much a really solid debunking of Christianity but mm -hmm. for all I know, Space Jam is a more reliable source. Zoro so, so <laughs> I don't know. I remember learning about Zoroastrianism in in, uh, in in school, and that was that was one of the very very earliest religions, and it's pretty yeah. much the same story as Christianity. It, yeah. It's it's and you go back to like Hammurabi's code, which is like the first uh, written law that, that that humanity ever really had. 
there's a lot of similarities there between it and the the Ten Commandments. It's, yeah, it seems it, to all be like you know, there's a man behind the curtain. Don't ask any questions. Um, just just uh, just obey. And it seems to be a, a really convenient tool for those in the power in the position to play God, you know, on Earth. And, yeah, and it's, yeah, Wizard uh, of Oz kind of thing. You're absolutely right. God, God yeah. is all knowing. He's all powerful. He's yeah. my friend. But I need you to give me money, right? You know, yeah, God it, can't help exactly, me with this. Yeah, right, yeah, right. It, it, is that Louis C.K.? Oh, yeah. I I don't even know. Oh, that's. I think that's a just a of, lot of people yeah. who. Yeah, I feel like. That might even be my own parallel thinking. You know? George Carlin did a lot of stuff like that. Like where, he, like he's in Zeitgeist. They do do sound clip of him in Zeitgeist, where you know, um, he talks about like you know, God's <laughs> God's always broke. God can only talk to one person at a time. Like they always have these moments where God came to him and talked to him. And it's like they're always by themselves. Like it's never, <laughs> you know. And it's like, how do you know it's God? Like how do you know? How do you know you're not schizophrenic? You know, like how do you know? Or it's like, not a demon. Know, like if you believe yeah, in that sort of thing, how do you right. know that? Is that you, God? No, it's it's Dave. <laughs> oh wait a minute! Aren't, aren't you the devil? <laughs> no, I'm, I'm God. I got some stuff yeah, to exactly. do. Exactly. No, yeah, like, don't you like know, the devil, devil would like tell you the truth. Yeah. <laughs> you ask them, they have to admit it. You know? yeah. Yeah, <laughs> right. yeah. I thought that was just cops. That's the devil. <laughs> yeah. They have to right. tell the truth. Yeah. <laughs> Demons can't lie. Are you an undercover uh -huh. demon? Ah, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I'll go try the other, you know, fucking dirt farmer, three huts down the lane. <laughs> See if I can him. One of the, and there's, whenever I get into these little debates with my mother, for example, or someone, it, it, it's like, so do you believe in the witches, like the Bible says? Are there witches out there that we need to be vigilant about who might cast a fucking spell on me, turn me into toad, that sort of thing? The Bible Devil says worshiping witches? witches who get their power from him. Does that exist, Mom, like it says in the Bible? Yeah, it says, uh, thou shalt not suffer a witch, something like that. I think I'm quoting that correctly. I, 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 hate, I mean, like, I don't know. I watched a, I watched a lot of documentaries uh, and uh, I found one that was, uh, you know, like we're, you know, Pretty like re like highly respected, highly certified scholars have actually even narrowed down who wrote the Bible. Like you know, it was like this family of like military people for the Roman Empire, the Flavians or something, that they wrote the Bible in order to basically maintain rule in the Roman Empire. And it's like it it's, I mean, when you have these people tell you this, but it's like no. I'm gonna believe the guy on TV who has who wants money. Yeah, you know, I'm gonna believe Creflo Dollar or some shit. You know, like yeah, it's like, come on, really? You don't think that guy has an incentive to lie, do you? I mean, but the, these these professors who've been just rummaging through books for years, they they they're what are they cashing in on? We no, really not. have to talk to Doctor Chizagak getting the painkiller already religion up and running because there's some money to be made here. We considered getting our own religion yeah. one time yeah. because the uh, the John show, Oliver inspired John it. Oliver did it, and it seemed like the regulations were very loose. And uh, it's our they, favorite kind of regulation. Yeah, we we <laughs> fit like I don't know. There were there were like these things you had to hit mm -hmm. to, to 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 get a religion. To we be meet one, on a regular know, basis. Regular basis. The you know the 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 gr enough followers, etc. You know we we had a, we had all our. Uh, yeah, all our bases covered, and and, mm -hmm. and we, we did ran out of steam on that one. I would love to get ourselves a religion. That would do be that. great. The way that you're saved is you buy like three T-shirts or something. I call right in the like... Bible. <laughs> yeah, I don't know which one of you is son and which one's Holy Ghost, but I'm totally fucking father. 
You can take it. No, no, you know what? You're like gonna, John has you been called saying, God. <laughs> yeah, there's, there's a lot of, you know, plagiarism going on. Yes. Where, you know, even the Christians were like, you know, those Egyptians had a pretty good fucking tale. How about we just, like, change the names? Nobody's going to notice. They can't, they can't read those hieroglyphs. Like, we need to branch out a little bit, make some new rules. Like, the Ten Commandments are, that's old hack. That, that's shit. You know, there's some, some in there that don't even make sense. Yeah, some of those, we don't need, like, four or five of those things. And we need to add a few more. Yes. Yeah, no idols. Yeah. Like, we should be the idols. Yes. Make idols of us and uh-huh. the people that we tell but, you to be idols. Oh, I was, I was looking at merchandise <laughs> today. We should make bobbleheads. I mean, you, you can't even really fault the people who um, exploit everybody with – I mean, you can, but you the people who exploit all those sort of uh, naive or dumb people with, uh, you know, who, who want to – who want a god to worship, who want a – a, you know, a pastor to get, show him guidance, to tell him that it's all going to be okay. And, you know, I mean, we're the only, only, we're the only animals on earth who know we die. So we're afraid of that constantly, and we're afraid of what's, what's beyond that. So we're always looking for somebody to tell us it's going to be okay or, or, or how it's going to work out in the end. Or something to explain, and, like, like the, the idea that this, that, all right, so if you've got a bad life, if things aren't going that great for you, if someone comes to you and says, hey, are you down? Life's not going that great? Well, well right. don't despair because this is just a, a, a yeah. fraction of a second Let me... in the grand scale of things because all of eternity is going to be spent in God's kingdom with anything and everything you could ever want, and you just have to you know, sign yeah, up with us. Pitch. Are you having yeah. a hard time? Is life not treating you right? Have I told you about patreon.com slash PKA? <laughs> you know, yeah, for, five, for $5 a month, you get early access to some shows and s- eternal salvation. Yeah. yeah. We need uh, to add that so to one easy. of the levels. Everything's so easy. Eternal That's salvation? Yeah, religion. yeah. It's, it's like, it's, it's just so, it, it basically I, allows you to be stupid. Like, it allows I, you to just go, oh, yeah, yeah, of course, yeah, it's what I thought it was. Or it's, it's you know, it. There is no mystery to life, or there's no sort of chaos out there. It's just, it's all it's all God's plan. I mean, there's seemingly so, no need to th- keep reaching for the, an explanation once you have it. The three dollar Patreon level doesn't really offer a lot. Jesus, if, if we could add eternal salvation to the list, that might be just the kicker that some people are looking for. How good do you think the first guy who like maybe accidentally fell into inventing religion felt? Where he's like going to his you know mud hut friend and is like you know i've been i've been trying to break out as an author here in you know uh macedonia for so long and i wrote this book and and people are buying it man like they're buying it. it's like dude you need to roll with this like there's a whole thing in there it's like yeah they're already giving me money like i don't know should i just should i just start should i, should I pretend it's real like yeah yeah, yeah. just roll write non next yeah. to fiction see You're how good. far this will go see how far this will I, go all right i just wonder like <laughs> if jesus actually existed like, like, how many times did he run the resurrection story? Like, how many, how many towns did he go in and play the resurrection game? You know, like it was like Ocean's Eleven, where you know <laughs> it's like you know he had all these people mystified. Oh my God, he came back, and where's all our gold? You know, like they uh, yeah. they got robbed in the process. You know, yeah. it's like it, it, could yeah, have been I mean, me. I was yeah, there. <laughs> I mean, because there, yeah, there's no there's no mass media or anything like that. So yeah. How many? Oh, I, I, yeah. well, or like, if you look at like the or when they talk about you know he turned changed water into wine or walked on water, it's like, well, so did Chris Angel. Like you know, like he, if if Jesus were alive, he'd have a show on basic cable. 
public access. We talked I about that. I bet he was not nearly as humble as he, like people wrote him in. Like I bet he was doing it almost like a like a almost like a stand-up comic where he was telling the whole story of it. There I was, <laughs> one day into my hell venture. I can't yeah. believe. Quiet, quiet. I'm telling. I couldn't believe it. Satan was there, <laughs> and then just gets through the whole story. I'll be here all week, and then just steps off. And that's it. Like I drops bet that's more of what it was like. Yep, yeah, drops the, the weird. We, we talked about the, the convenience of the whole scam, right? Like how the whole thing just went. the fact that like the the only thing you really have to do is sign up seems a little too convenient, right? Like like almost every sin you you commit is okay, is totally forgiven. The one thing that you can't get away with is not being part of my religion. If you don't, if you make that flaw till the end, you're fucked. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. you just you just keep asking the Lord for forgiveness. You just keep yeah, yeah you, you keep whispering to him at night before you go to bed and before yeah. you eat. And um, you know, it's it's yeah, it, it's so it, long it, as it, you it, keep worshiping him and sending me the cash, we'll forgive you indefinitely. Yeah, no, there's no thought required. Yeah, yep, it yep. doesn't. It, it, it just just go ahead and be stupid. You yeah. can be running yeah. mafia numbers <laughs> games. But just weekly, yeah. weekly um, confessions just, and cash, and you're good to go. If there, well, I was, I was, go ahead. if there is a heaven, I don't think there is a hell. I'll say that for sure. I, I just, I, I don't think I. I can't. also think there's no hell. <laughs> I'm gonna. But I'm, gonna I'm, third s- that. <laughs> I'm, I'm saying even if there were a heaven, the idea of a god who has a hell, who like has a place like that where he throws the people who don't kiss his ass, seems like doesn't seem like the behavior that you would expect from a god, right? Like no, especially I, not I, the guy, yeah. like the one yeah. and only, like the gr- someone Kinda, who should yeah, be a, a really like a, a, a sadistic dick. Yeah, yeah, it's like maybe we need to talk to the devil because I don't think. Yeah. I mean, they threw him down there where they're talking about throwing me. Maybe he and I have more in common than that guy who's doing the throwing do. Like right. maybe we it, need to talk to the devil. Maybe Satanism is the answer. <laughs> maybe it is. Um, Put it mean, on a t-shirt. Those yeah, goats I, I, are a little, little and, intimidating. And, and, I always think, like, I always wonder, like, I mean, with, uh, yeah, with, with heaven and hell, I always think, like, it, hell is, like, like heaven's waiting room. Like, you're That's sitting purgatory. in the waiting, it's like you're sitting in the waiting room for heaven, and it's like, like, remember when Tim Tebow kept winning games, you know, and, like, all those, like, and all those fucking evangelical people were like, see, I told you, and it's like, you didn't tell me shit. Fucking Marion Barber ran out of bounds. That's why you, the guy kicked the 58-yard field goal. <laughs> I mean, it, it, you didn't tell me shit. But it's like you have all those people, like, walking past you in the waiting room going, eh, see, told you. Yeah, it, it, it's Christianity. Yeah, you should have you subscribed, dick. And uh, it's like <laughs> I got to get mocked by those dicks the whole time as they're getting into heaven. And I'm just sitting there, okay, great. All right. Thanks, My favorite d- about the Tebow hey. thing was the SNL skit where Jesus was like ti- sick and tired of Tebow's shit. Like, you can't depend on me to bail you out all the time. <laughs> 58 yard field goals? Are you serious? That's not easy to pull off, even for me. Like, yeah, right. Yeah. <laughs> I would think too, like with the, like, like if, like Chick fil A, like they're, they're known for. <laughs> they're known for the guy being really religious. They're not open on Sunday. Mm-hmm. Like, what if the, one of their employees played the whole scam the, of, uh, like, the resurrection? Like, they, they'd be gone for a week, and they'd say, no, I was dead. And, you know, <laughs> come back, and it's like, it'd be like, oh, come on. That's bullshit. And it's like, I, you bought it once? I don't know why. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know why I can't do it. Uh, you know, you said you 
seemed to think it was okay for Jesus to do, but but uh, but but just because I work yeah. at Chick Fil A, I'm a dick. I'm gone for a week. Yeah, I come back with a tan. I was battling Satan in hell. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Are you going to question it? Really? You seem to. Yeah. You didn't question <laughs> it in that old book. I can't make McNuggets for three days and you throw a <laughs> shit fit. But that guy. Right. I'm fired. I'm fired. Yeah, because you don't believe me. But it's like you you, you believe it was possible that it was, it was some different then? No. This tan is well, proof. See, it's, it's because it's such an old story. People can like, they can outsource the responsibility of like, well, it's so old. Like back then, who knows what the fuck was going on? It's mm. things like Scientology, like Mormonism, where it's so recent where it's like, yeah. dude, you, there's like a picture of that guy. Like that dude was on, like he had a social security number. He was around. Uh, the, yeah. the Joseph Smith guy, like he went to prison. Yeah. Like you can look up old records, and it's like, oh, there he is, Joseph. That right. guy was in prison at this time. Like, like he. It's or just, the Dianetics guy, yeah, crazy. right, exactly. Same thing with him, L. L. Ron, Ron Hubbard. Hubbard. Yep, yep. Yeah, the guy who the guy who started your religion. It's like, okay, you you actually have proof of him. You know, I always say like, you know, with we, I mean. If you really, you know, the lady I remember next door, she, uh, I said to her, I said, you know, when I, I remember I was kind of contradicting things she was saying, and I was like, how do, you, how do you know this for sure? And she's like, it's in the Bible. I'm like, it's just, it's a book. I mean, it's, it's just a book. And, I mean, I could say the same thing. It was like, well, it was in Star Wars. So <laughs> it, it must be, it, it's going to happen because it was in Star Wars. I mean, <laughs> you know, I mean. Yeah. The, Luke came out of Tatooine. It does. It's same thing. It's just a story. It's a book. Anybody could have written that. Why is it that that? It's like we just have to. And it's it's not. It's just it's uh it's all one big scam. Um, yeah, like the Bible just, got so out of control sometimes that they had to have like councils, like the Council of Nicaea or whatever, where eventually all the church leaders were like, all right, guys, this is getting fucking ridiculous. Like we all got to meet. And hash some of this stuff out. All right, this story about Jesus with the goat. No, yeah, <laughs> omit it. Like they had to right. reformat it. Like they had to make the you know updated you know 541 AD edition. Just so I, yeah, right. They, they, the, 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 the New Testament. Like wait, what, what happened to the old one? I, I, no, 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 no. I can't see both sides <laughs> of this one, issue. That one That's, doesn't count. My challenge is I can't see both sides of this issue. It feels like if. If you're a Christian, to me, and I know this is insulting for some, it feels like you've just never thought critically about it. Because if you did, you'd say, well, there's like so totally no evidence supporting this. Or the evidence that you have is so full of holes that it, like, they'll be like, yeah, he is a real guy. No, I'm not saying that he was never real. Jesus, this is. I'm just saying that all that other shit appears to be made up and there's no evidence Let for it. Let me ask it. you a question, though. Have you ever seen the episode of It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia where Mac proposes a, a pretty interesting uh, uh, hypothesis and, and really turns everybody around. He, he, explain, you know, the, he picks apart of, of evolution. Have you seen that one? Yes. It's ludicrous. Oh, come on. You, have you, have <laughs> you, have you poured through the data? Yeah. <laughs> have have you, you personally poured through yeah. the data? <laughs> it, that's what it got down to. Like, like, he's like, there are volumes of data that, that back up every claim I've made. He's like, really? Have, have you have you poured through the data yourself? So, well, I haven't looked at it myself. Oh, oh, really? So you might say you're basing your belief in evolution on faith? Yeah. <laughs> they were like, oh, all right, I'm on the fence. And everybody moves back to the, the literally to the fence uh, uh, between the two, not knowing a, 
uh, evolution or religion. Not that hard. But it's easier Bible to have stuff. faith. It's it. easier to have faith in a road scholar than it is to have faith in in the creator of the universe who lived Please. two thousand years ago, or you know, how however many million or six thousand years ago. Come on, I yeah, mean, it's, you ask. it's uh, yeah, it's uh, you know, it it's just it really is is just it's like I I keep an open mind. You know what? Somebody might figure out scientifically that, you know, the human race did start 6,000 years ago by aliens who landed on this planet. And we, we just, you know, grew from there. It, who knows? I'm willing to, to, to hear that sort of, uh, uh, you know, whatever evidence they have, whatever theory they have. I just can't, I, I can't, I, I can't buy into the whole I'm locked into this. This is how it is, and and fuck anybody who who tells me different because they're wrong. Yeah. And it's like, come on, man. You you don't know. You don't. I think know. that defensiveness is a lot just because, like, you don't want to turn around and look at it. Like what what he was saying. Like you know, oh, you just haven't looked at it critically. Like I would agree with you there. Like a lot of the religious people, it's not that they're too stupid to see through it if they wanted to Some because they look at smart. Islam and Mormons sure. and other religions and they they clearly poke holes in that. Using rationality yeah, and logic. Yeah, they, they look at that they book. Do it. It's yeah, scary. Yeah, they're, they're very, very, you know, they have a lot of, they're able to take that book and it's like, it's almost like I feel like those people take their religious knowledge and use it. It's like they, they know I'm not going to check their work on it. I mean, it's, it's like, you know, <laughs> you know, like if you look at Corinthians 45, 24, and they know I'm not going to go home and look up fucking Corinthians. But uh, they tell me this shit because they just, they can. And it might, you know, I might look it up in the Bible and go, wait, it doesn't say that at all. It's, it's rules for fucking five-card poker or some yeah. shit, you know? Like, See, uh, like, I mean, it's, it just doesn't, uh, <coughs> it's just all shit. That's something it's that bothers it. me a little bit about, like, the whole, because I, like, had to go to a private school for a while where all the religion was pushed so hard and, like, teachers and shit they try and make you memorize bible stuff and like uh, yeah. they they thought that like they you could tell like the glint in their eye of like i am holier than thou and they'd be like ah but as christ said but you before me so saith the lord james 221 and it's like fuck you for acting like this is such a big deal that you memorized one line from a book it's like oh and and on uh, page 60 of lord of the rings a <laughs> wizard is never late or is he early? Exactly. Yeah. He arrives that, that when he means to. Like, how is that different? Yeah. It's hey, you're right. It, it, uh... <laughs> I <laughs> well, think and, I want to use that is, as a counter someday. Like you have to. You have to figure that it's like the people who 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 push this sort of thing have something to gain from it. And you know, I saw like it was one of the things I was watching. Like that, essentially the, the like you know whether it was Babylon or it was the Roman Empire or now, you know, it was the British Empire, then here, it's been the same essential family of people who are going from place to place to place and pushing this sort of, uh, you know, rule by faith. So that because they basically they have to, what is it, they, they, people have to assist in their own oppression. Um, and uh, that's what that's what they do. With religion is such a powerful tool because it's like you know it's one person telling another that they know something that they couldn't possibly know, but they they use it. You know, it's like I'm willing to lie, but you're not. You know, sort of yeah. thing. And and it's uh, 
it's just it's um it it's kind of like I mean with whether it's you know the it's the same thing because when you look at it it's this, the patterns the same like because if you look at you know the whole story with the Bible or what what uh, you know sort of like the um, the scientific explanation of things you know evolution might be wrong but as a theory as as a whole but it makes more sense than the Bible like just like so-and-so's theory about like say the JFK assassination or 9-11 those things that you know they might be wrong but it makes a lot more sense than the official story does so it's you know it, it just it's like it seems like there's always somebody with a vested interest in getting you to believe the official story um to get you to go where they need you to go or act the way they need you to act at least people now can read for themselves. Can you imagine how easy it would be back in the day, like 600 years ago, when you were the priest or the pastor? It's like it says right here, 10% of your money. You, go ahead and look. Oh, you can't read. Well, shit. Well, you're going to have to take my word for it or go to hell. You know, it's your choice. Totally up to you. I'm just, <laughs> exactly. I'm just the messenger, you know. It's like, well, fuck. It's like, it's like the entire human race is like, it's like, you know, the human race sort of has to mature as a whole. You know, like... You know, it's like kids believing in Santa Claus or something like that. Like, you know, the the human race was a little kid at one point, you know, and it's like they 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 didn't have any reason to doubt bullshit. But it's like, you know, we all have to grow up at some point and stop believing in fucking fairy tales and you know, uh, start to look at things uh, like adults. Yeah, just be just be an adult. I mean, it's not that big a deal. It's like just. Just have an open mind and, and, and be critical. You know, think critically. Who are your favorite comedians who are uh, out there right now? Um, well, we were talking about Joe Rogan earlier. I just love Rogan. Uh, Bill Burr is a tremendous comic. Uh, um, let's see. Uh, I did a tour with uh, uh, the Vince Vaughn tour. I did that with Sebastian Maniscalco and Brett Ernst. Those guys are both really uh, funny comics, um, you know, uh, Al Madrigal, um, yeah, uh, they, they, uh, Chris Rock is still great, uh, Dave Chappelle is still great. What's more important, writing or delivery? Louis C.K., sorry. Um, the, uh, it's, it's both, it really is, um, Gun you know, I, I, I mean, I, I think, uh, I, I guess, I don't. I write on stage. I sort of write on the fly, uh, as you know, when people are, you know, with the sort of the heat coming on me. I I just I write in that sort of the heat of the moment with the pressure on me to come up with something funny. Uh, but other people write on a notepad or anything else. That's how I write. I, you know, I've been lucky enough that I have sort of a distinctive voice to begin with so it's like i i almost had i sort of had delivery and shit like timing and delivery i just sort of had that naturally so it just came down to you know you know writing i guess for me like where you know i just want to come up with new stuff all the time what were you like in high school mm, we talked a little quiet. bit about reunion stuff you weren't the class clown you weren't this popular guy that everyone loved Spending time I got, with. It, right? I got officially voted class clown with my buddy because we did a we did like a closed circuit TV show 
uh, in high school, like me and my friend Neil were, uh, um, you know, so it was like, it was a co-class clown thing, but I wasn't the, I wasn't a clown, like being, uh, just a pain in the ass or anything like that as far as like with the teacher or something like that. I was just, I mean, I, I, if I was in a, a, like a relaxed environment and I could get in a good line here and there, um, you know, in class, I would, but for the most part, it was just like, I just, I started finding out pretty early on, like around 13 that I could tell stories and retell them and retell them with better punchlines and shit. Uh, like to adults and you know I just realized I had sort of a, a talent for it hmm. so I was pretty funny as a kid I guess that's what I'm saying no I uh, yeah I just I, I think I just really was uh, I, I knew I wanted to do this for a long time do you ever tell people who are going who aspire to be comedians to just quit that you're not fucking funny like no. it, it's easy to be like, keep working. You'll get it right harder. No. This is a there's long been, haul. You don't say been, yeah, like, dude, I, I, not everyone should yeah. be a comedian. I try to be as, you know, I, I mean, I try to be as honest with people as I can be that I don't want to be a dream crusher though. So, uh-huh. you know, if somebody's, you know, I feel like at some point, you know, it's kind of like with audiences too. It's like you, you hope that they figure it out for themselves by the response that they're getting. So it's like if you're not doing well as a comic, you know, then it it, it should just the, the writing should be on the wall at some point that it's not working out. But you know, only you can decide when that is for you. When when it feels like you know you you just you know you should hang it up. But you know, I, I've never, yeah, I've never, I, I've, there's been a few guys that I've seen along the way that I've wanted to, but it's their, it's their life, and I can't do that. I can only, uh, be encouraging. Okay. Hmm. Have you gotten a chance to work with, like, Louis C.K. or Bill Burr, or any of those guys? I know Bill pretty well, um, you know, from the comedy store. Uh, he's just, he's just a really, just a really smart, funny, and and incessantly hardworking comic. Um, Louis C.K. I didn't really know much about Louis C.K. other than, you know, I just really didn't know much other than you know I knew he was good. I knew he worked with Chris Rock uh, years ago, but and then his his most recent his most successful sitcom, Louis. Uh, my wife like kind of pushed me to watch that like you know she's like i think you'll really like it and i i did i it's pretty much the only live action sitcom that i watch uh it's yeah it's um but i i think he's he's a genius he really what he did with his show kind of broke down a lot of barriers for comics to come because you know, I went through uh, development with networks and shit uh, for for a few years, uh, a while back, and it sucks trying to develop a sitcom with those people because you're trying to develop this sort of, you know, everything's got to be well. We got to, you know, make the wacky neighbor and the, the 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 you know the the parent figure or something like that. You're just inventing all these characters that aren't even in your act because a stand-up's act is basically 
this happened to me today. Like your thing, like with with you know what you had to do today for you know fourteen hours. That's a comics day where it's like you know you yourself happen to be with your girlfriend you know today, but you know some days your girlfriend might not be with you um, for that adventure. So you can't always say that she's always going to be in every episode or something like that. And Louis' show is perfect where it's like it it's a comics life where you know I I woke up today and this happened and sometimes his daughters are in there sometimes other comics are involved doesn't matter but it's just it's him and because you know stand up is uh stand up can be a lonely existence at times but uh he's perfectly captured it and i think he's kind of set the bar for people to go okay you don't have to be like say seinfeld doing a you know tv show or whatever so I feel like success can't be good for a comic like that, though. I feel like, especially in Louis C.K.'s case, like he's so famous now, I feel like it's hard for him to get out there and like observe the public and actually be a fly on the wall. And he's so famous and rich that I feel like a lot of the, you know, everyday quibbling issues, like my issue I had to go through today, Louis C.K.'s got yeah. can't afford to like get some people right. to handle some shit like that. Pay like, his way around that. Yeah, yeah it doesn't yeah. matter what the payload of Louis, Louis C.K.'s truck is; it'll just happen. So right. it'll, you know, there'll be some staff well, that'll take care I of. Think, it I, I think his, I think what he talks about on stage sort of evolves, and he might start talking about bigger issues. You know, like like you know, like the whole religious thing that we were talking about, or whatever, like things that if because you sort of. You build up a, 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 a credibility or a, a you know or a respect factor with the public, so your image becomes such that you can maybe attack certain issues that you couldn't when you were less widely known. So, you know, I don't think you know I you know somebody was talking about like some comic had a private plane and it's like if you have if you own a jet. I, what's what? What are you gonna be? What are you gonna complain about? Like what? What's what's funny? You can't even complain about <laughs> flying anymore. It's just like everything. <laughs> everything's good. And so, <laughs> I yeah, it's success can be sort of counterproductive to good art. That's why usually the best artists. I mean, they you know, they, they put their best stuff out on the way up. But um, if you have a gradual pro- progression, like you know, comics like Louie or, or um, you know, Bill Burr or Jim Gaffigan is a really good comic. Guys who who sort of hit their stride in their 40s. Gaffigan's you know, show Because you have to be around for a while, you know. You know, I had a development deal for my own show back when I was 28, 29. It's like, what was I, what, what I going to do? What, what, what was my shoe? What was that going to be? I didn't even have a fan base at the time. So what was the point? I feel like And it's that... like, it, it, it's, you just have to sort of grow into the... I watched Bo know. Burnham a little bit. And he's clearly a smart guy. And some of his stuff mm. is funny. Um, but it, maybe it's just hard because I'm twice his age to be like, to find any insightfulness out of it. Right. Whereas, right. you know, and, give him some yeah, time. I don't think he hasn't probably at this point. Yeah. Because you can't get that. That's the thing. For a guy like him, you know, we all want to get, you know, we all want to be really successful with, with uh, you know, with our art. And, you know, we want to be world famous tomorrow or whatever. But 
you know, there the the journey is very important and very essential to making art that's that's worth a shit. You know, you you can't you can't be twenty five and really, 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 you know, uh, understand all about what life is and be able to talk about it and be able to have people who are say fifty, you know, respect your your views on it. It's just it's it's something that you have to grow with, you know. So. No offense to twenty-five-year-olds. It's just, it's just, it is. So oh, none taken. Oh, yeah. trust me, twenty-five-year-olds are not easily offended nowadays. You'll be Sorry. fine. <laughs> you know what? I, as you were saying that, I put up a blog, and <laughs> I was just kind of reiterating that other gentleman's points that you are a pedophile and a racist. So. I, uh, I'll see you, you in court. Yeah. Has that I been a thing that. you bumped into yet? Like I've heard some comics say they don't play colleges anymore. There is this stance now that seems more popular among young people than the young people of earlier generations in that like being offended is a position of strength. You know, you've offended yeah. me. Now right. you need to do something about how you've offended me. me. Yeah. Right. You, I, 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 you, you better start groveling. That, that open letter to Seinfeld, that girl at some college, like he performed at a college and some yeah. girl like, so passive hey, 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 come on, man. Like college students, I've noticed, I don't do that many college shows because I, I, I've never really, I mean, I've had a few decent experiences with them, but for the most part, you know, kids are the most uptight people really to perform in front of um, because they don't really they don't know what's okay to laugh at and they don't they haven't been through all of the experiences that you're talking about so uh, they they're, they're just um, yeah it, it's almost like yeah they, they get they get offended but like Seinfeld said they get offended but they don't even know what they're offended about you know so they're just they're just yelling because they think they're supposed to be offended My but, my daughter's uh, 16, yeah. so look forward to this. I uh, I went okay. to the eye doctor this morning and I got a prescription, and she uh, I have some mild amount of double vision, and so there's like a prism that like puts it back into alignment. It should make life just uh -huh. less stressful. Anyway, she looks at my prescription and says, "Oh, I see you don't have any prism," and I was like, "Actually, I I do. I think maybe you just don't know how to read an ophthalmologist's prescription," and she's <laughs> like, "How dare you!" You know, really? How dare I? <laughs> You're 60. You have no training. You're a junior at high school, and you took offense to that? I think if if, if they had turned around to me, I'd be like, yeah, you're probably right. I don't know shit about it. <laughs> I just know I don't see real good, and uh, the doctor yeah. told me this. Yeah, yeah right. Yeah, and, yeah. And she looks it over more carefully and spots it or something. And, and then there's, like, this discussion between my wife and I on whether or not I need to apologize for accusing her of not being able to Your read Your wife wants you to do an awful lot of apologizing. Fuck that! I was like, no way. No way. Yeah. Forget it. Why is everything always me, like, groveling or something? Yeah. And she's like, you're grumpy. Yeah. Really? I, I just... Send the rest of the family to go live in the guest house for a couple days. In the chiz house. I mean, I, I can understand mutual contrition. You know, if if your daughter also wants yeah. to say, you know what, I'm, I'm sorry that I got... Yeah. You know, I mean, I I think that people could really, uh, you know, there there's a there's sort of a, a, a something that's lost there where where nobody can ever admit that they're wrong, you know, and admit that maybe you're right or maybe 
we were both wrong or whatever. Like just, it just um, it's just just my, relax. My man. issue you is know, like, being yeah. offended is viewed as a position of strength. And I just yeah. want to be like, fuck you and you're being offended. Now, this isn't geared towards hope. It's more of a wider thing. But uh, I get to tell your daughter to go fuck herself. <laughs> <laughs> you in particular. But no, no. It, it, she's 18. Yeah, of course. It, yeah. it, it's more the whole like population. And, and like all these kids at Yale saying that they're not happy. And the kids in Mizzou wanting their safe space and this and that. And it's like, you know, like it, you not being happy that someone's not cracking down on Halloween costumes. You're being offended yeah. is not oh, a position God. of strength go take a hike jump in a lake pound sand whatever your 1920s <laughs> stay home don't yeah. bother me thing is yeah. I, I just like you know, you know being offended let's 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 all nationally or uh, internationally agree being offended is not a position of strength work it out yourself well yeah and constantly it's like and, and the thing is is you know especially with you you can't legislate away you can't you can't get rid of free speech free speech like even if somebody's wrong like you're allowed to say dumb shit like you're you're allowed to do that if 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 you so if you're just that dumb or if you're that racist or if you're that sexist if you're just that clueless you know i don't know i never agreed with what the the shit that donald sterling said he was in his house, and he shouldn't lose. I didn't think he was a good owner either. That he was bad for the league. But I also didn't think that should be what got got him ousted from the league. You know, he's allowed to say whatever dumb shit he wants because we have the First Amendment. We're supposed to be able to, uh, you know, uh, say whatever right or wrong shit that we want to say. But you can't just. I hate like when people take it as a as a victory. When we, we 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 sort of have this sort of public witch hunt where it's like, oh, so and so said this, you know, and we we got him. We had uh, we had the commissioner of the league take away his franchise. Like we always have like a, a higher authority. The president so, of that college, right? He lost his job. He had to resign because kids were right. offended. Right, mm -hmm. and and it's like what it's you're gonna it's. You're allowed to say what you want. You're also allowed to get offended. It's like it, somebody's just – if you're going to get offended, you're going to get offended. That's allowed to happen. I mean some shit's just offensive. And, you know, for anything to – you know, in comedy, it's really dangerous in comedy because it's like anything that's funny is going to offend somebody. I mean it just is, you know, because that's what makes it sort of – it makes it funny. You know, it, yeah. it 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 puts the edge on it and makes people sort of like, go, oh, gosh, you you know, you shouldn't have said that or whatever. And if you take that away, if you just keep, you know, saying, no, no, you you can't say this, you can't say that. Yeah, I mean, people are gonna be really, really regretful, like when they get all these like like little victories over who they consider to be bad people saying this that and the third having bad shit happen to him that same law is going to apply to shit that they don't think is 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 harmful to say and There's it's just going to work its way back into your you know your world and your vocabulary and it's just going to fuck everything up it's like different uh, standards for different kinds of art too like as a comedian it seems like you're held to a higher standard like you can't 
joke about like you can't make a rape joke or a wife beating joke or something but an actor right. who plays a rapist or a wife beater really well they'll be like my god so compelling bring him on stage come on everybody give him it's like why is yeah. that okay like There's, acting yeah. out that you can't make well, a joke about it or bring something I, fun. one of the funniest comics actually i didn't mention uh, neil brennan he was a co-creator of Chappelle's show um he does. He does stand up, and uh, he's just—he's a brilliant, brilliant writer. He just—I mean, his, his some of his comedy, some of his bits and stuff like that. I just—I mean, because I go after him a lot at the comedy store when I'm there, and uh, it's just—it's just really, it's tremendous. And um, he did—he did a bit. You know, I don't know if he did it in his last special, but it was about—it was about the N word. And I say the N-word. He doesn't say the N-word. He says the word, and he says it a couple times in the bit. But the bit is so brilliantly done that if anybody who takes the moment to listen to the entire thing will understand that if, if, if you're reasonable. And I remember one night I was going after him at the comedy store, and he started into the bit. And the first time he used the N-word... There was a there was a black girl in the back, like you know, she was maybe in her early twenties. She just went no, and it was like what the, you know, everybody just kind of and she's like, and he's like, he's like, no, no, wait, it, it, trust me, it's it's funny, and uh, <laughs> she's like no, and and she just went no, 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 and he just he he ended up having to just to back off the bit and not do it. And I understand why he did because because she's, she's a cry right. bully. She's a cry bully. Exactly. She she's she decided that that bothered her, and she wasn't ready to see what the would would where he was going to go artistically with this. And you nobody know, they, else I mean, could they, either. This is a guy who's introduced as co-creator of the Chappelle Show. He, he's 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 well known to have at least at least one black friend. <laughs> um, so he, uh, Probably more. He, you can maybe give him a little um, creative leeway here just to see where he's going and let him do the whole thing because it's like if, if he does the whole thing, I, I he's an artist. He's a great artist. And it's like if you're not willing to get a little uncomfortable, then you shouldn't come out. You just shouldn't come out because you're fucking up the party for everybody else because everybody else got deprived of that really, really brilliant piece of uh, comedic art that night. Uh, because that one girl decided that it was probably going to offend her. Yeah. Yeah, people suck. That's such a douche move to <clears throat> shut it everybody's is. entertainment down, because it's like, right. you know what, this this kind of tramples on my emotional garden a bit, and so nobody else can hear it. Yeah, she doesn't get up and leave the room, you know, and wait for the next comic. She's like, no, nobody's allowed to hear this. No, 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 no. Mm -hmm. I was like, you fucking, I was so mad. I was so mad on his behalf that night. I, oh, I, just, I bet it set up the room great for you. Everybody. Oh, was yeah, so yeah, yeah. <laughs> Which I, I always like going up in an uncomfortable situation because it's just like, it's like, you know, like if you're at a family reunion and you're, and you're like, you're, 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 your dad punches your grandma or something, you know, and like, I, you know, and then, and then somebody's got to come out and go, well, who wants cake? You know, like that's what I—that's what the next comic is after a disaster. Like, it's like you know the person who went after Michael Richards. <laughs> you know, it's like uh, who wants cake? Oh, you know, guy. it's yeah. Oh. Whoever followed him that night—it's it, just—it's uh, but it's fun because I always, 
it's a challenge for me to sort of see if I can uh, lighten the mood. Hmm. Well, let me take this moment to tell everyone about Credit Karma. What's the most important number in your life? It's not your it's not your your IQ. It's it's not even what's uh it's not your age either. It's your it's your credit score. It has a huge impact on your finances, what you might pay for credit card interest, home and auto loans and student debt. There's no catch. They never ask me for my credit card number. Everything on their site is free. And uh, what I like most about Credit Karma is they don't show your score and send you away. They actually break it down so you can see how your actions can affect your score. Like if you use too much of your credit limit, your score can go down. I recently found out that 25% of people in the U.S. have errors on their credit report. Now that I have Credit Karma, I can check. I don't have Credit Karma, but, you know, I the, do. The, the imaginary person who, oh, Woody. I'm <laughs> speaking for Woody at this point. Uh, now, that, now that Woody has Credit Karma, he can, he can check his reports whenever he wants and make sure everything is on the up and up. It's your credit score, and it's crucial to, uh, to know what the score is and how it works. Problem is, some people get stuck paying for their credit score. Don't pay for your credit score. With Credit Karma, you can see your credit score right now absolutely free. Just go to creditkarma.com save to get started. You'll also get free tips and suggestions on, uh, uh, to, uh, to help you manage your credit, free credit monitoring, and free alerts when, you're, uh, when your score changes. So don't let today end without seeing your score. Thanks to Credit Karma, you get it all for free. Go to creditkarma.com save to get started so you can see what may be the most important numbers in your life. Very good. Yeah, Credit Karma is awesome. You started out rough, and then you rounded it out in the end. Thanks. Thanks. <laughs> it's yeah. like a movie. Yeah, I, I, I'm reading the thing, and I'm like, well, I'm not just going to lie here and say that I, I'm using Credit Karma. That's, that's not true, but I know what he is. I, didn't Jackie turn you on to them? Yeah, we've been identity, uh, identity stolen. We've been victims uh, of identity theft a couple of times, and uh, yeah. that's how we got into Credit Karma. They'll, they'll show you all your activity and your reports, and you can like put a lock on it and stuff, and uh, they, they solve the problem. So I like yeah. that. Yeah, I had that happen too with the with a credit card where it was just like and it the thing is I wouldn't even noticed if they didn't just if they didn't charge the exact same amount in Georgia like <laughs> like like ten times in a row. Like it was like, wait a minute, I <laughs> I wasn't in Georgia and I <laughs> I didn't go to all these gas stations. Like it was just like wait a minute, something's going on here. So yeah, it, it's uh it sucks when that happens. Yeah. So they didn't even steal something big. They just like hit a series of gas stations for Slim Jims. Um, they took like a thousand dollars out, of which it, it got put back in my bank account. But it was like you know they charged like a hundred. It was like it was like a hundred and one dollars even at a time. Like every like in a series of places. Like uh, you know, yeah, it was uh. It was just really, really conspicuous. So they, they used your account. In my case, they opened accounts in my name. Like there, Oh. Yeah, there was a bank that I I don't even remember the name, but I'd never heard of it before, and I've never heard of it since. It was a little thing, and they were able to just get a credit card by saying they were me, and they bought a bunch of things. It was like weird stuff that I'm not interested in, like Rolexes and scuba gear. And I'm like, no, that totally wasn't me. I, I wear Timex. <laughs> you know, like, yeah, right. Yeah, <laughs> it wasn't me. Like, I mean, if you if you buy little things, like it's just like it's. I probably wouldn't notice for a while, but you know, yeah, just go buy some bling. Yeah, and, it, uh, it was and, a whole and new a card. Scuba tank. Yeah. Jesus. Plus, you get a bill from something. You're like, what is this? Like, I've never had a card from the bank of Oneonta, New York, or something like that. And it's like, yeah, it wasn't me. Uh, so. Yeah, that's up. That's right. Right. <sighs> Oh, let me see. 
Looks like these AMA questions they submitted from the Patreon this month might be a cut above. Yeah, uh, usual. I, that's what I felt too. Because a lot of the times it's just the same, you know, renditions of questions. Like, if you had to do something, like, would you rather blow your dad or, <laughs> you know, fuck your mom twice a week for six months? And it's like, oh, yeah, this is going to be really compelling. Um, In what situation would I have to do either one of those things? You know? No, it's a would you rather question, man. Like, that's the point. Like, you got to put yourself in that situation. Yeah, that's. One of the, all of that's what that deteriorates into every time. One of the challenges I have in particular that might be especially me is uh, they often prompt retelling a story. Like the top one is, tell us a moment where you felt proud or excited about your success. Oh, well, shucks. You know, what do I do? The one where I got my degree or the one where I sat in first class and my boss walked to coach? You know, like it, these are all re, these are old, old golden, yeah. moldy oldies. <laughs> Lots of politics yeah. ones popping up now, though. The gun to your head, Trump or Hillary? Trump. Hillary. Trump. Really? I'm not yeah. old. <laughs> no, I don't vote. But if they put a gun to my head and they said, you got to register to vote, and then you got to pick between one of these two, then I would. Yeah. I guess, I, I, you know what, I guess. I, I, For the know, material alone. Pick and up. I hate to say it because, you know, I, I, I just am so, like, because the, the, obviously the Republican Party has been so, I, I couldn't imagine going with it, but I, yeah, I would go Trump too in that situation because I think he can't help but be at least somewhat honest because he's he's just he's always seems to be firing, seems to be running his mouth off. Like I just don't know if honest is the first word I'd pick. I feel um, like he's in a post-truth world, right? Like okay, th there there are fibs you tell, and then there's the like. Yeah, I saw the thousand Arabs cheering 9-11 myself. Ben Carson's agreeing with that. I saw that video, okay, too. I'll, I'll amend that to <laughs> tell his own version of the story, but, like, whatever he thinks is the truth, he'll, t you know, because he's, he convinces himself of a lot of things you can tell. Like, I, I just, most of the political speeches you see are usually prepared statements, and it seems like the stuff I've seen from him is, is just him going up and uh, sort of rambling now do i think that's do i think it's good no i i don't think in general i think we we need other options uh i i don't i don't think that uh you know i think the two-party system is, is at some point we gotta figure out this shit doesn't work uh mm -hmm. and uh so uh, yeah I, I don't know it's hard for me to say, you know, I'd pick I'd pick Trump over Hillary because I don't think Hillary. I think Hillary's, uh, she's been associated with too many, just you know, bad like Bilderberg shit and just really. Uh, I don't seems trust dirty her. I don't trust her at all. Yeah, yeah, and it's a shame to be less trustworthy than John, Donald Trump. You know, yeah, because right? you, you would think that you know a guy who's done this well in our system wouldn't be that inclined to make any changes for the little guy and i i don't think he will uh and that's where i have a hang up about ever giving him any sort of endorsement so i i gun to my head yeah him but i i don't i i really i really would like uh, i'd like a write in <laughs> at least yeah. I, I don't the material you're a comedian <laughs> a stand up comedian having trump elected that seems like it would just write itself yeah, but I never do. I I never do political humor, but I could in my older age. 
I, I don't think um, he kind of makes fun of himself, though. You know what I mean? Like he just sort of is. He's just. It's almost like too easy, where you know everybody else can see the joke, <laughs> so it's not like you're doing anything that clever uh, by making fun of him. But uh, you know he's. You don't I have just, to try that hard to what, make fun of Tom. Yeah, I, I just, I, I just wish. I, I really do. I mean, we need to, to you know, start figuring out. To me, it feels like <laughs> the only people that like their candidate are Bernie favorites, right? If Bernie Sanders is your guy, you've got a lot of enthusiasm around him. Everyone yeah. else is like, well, I guess Trump, or you know, like, is anyone really gung ho about Rubio or Bush? Is there or that Cruz? much enthusiasm I've heard some people though, or is it just the Trump. internet? Yeah, well, I, he Trump Trump's fooled some people pretty well to to uh, you know rally for him and you I'm, know Chan is him. Yeah, I'm not saying there's more people, but the people that like Bernie Sanders feel like he's their opportunity to change the world. The people that like Trump feels like he's the best of the bunch. I think. Yeah. 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 Well. Yeah. I, I mean, I just, the youth it, always it, gets up in arms about one candidate or another. Ever since the inception of the internet, like it was uh, Ron Paul last time, which is weird because he's like almost exact opposite of Bernie in most ways. And the yeah. youth no, is all like, "Oh, he's Ron Paul, old he, and cute." Oh yeah, old and cute. You know, this feeble little man who would have also given Black Lives Matter his stage at his own convention, but you know he. He just had no chance, and everybody just worked themselves into a frothy frenzy, saying how, oh, yeah, if we all go out and vote, we'll get him, man. And it seems like that same thing, although Bernie does seem more popular than Ron Paul ever was. But he right. still doesn't stand a chance to beat Hillary Ron out. Ron Paul's gotten primaries. more popular, I think, since the, you know, his, his candidacy. You know, I think his, uh, or at least on my end, I, I think he's become more well-known uh, through, you know, uh, you know, on the through the internet are you uh, thinking of ron paul or Rand ran paul ron paul no okay. i know Rand paul's his son is run but okay. i think ron paul has become more of a um sort of a you know sort of a libertarian legend almost where it's like you know if a lot of people had it to do over again they'd vote for him if they knew more about it and they would if they have a chance but but uh he um you know he's it's i guess it's too late now i don't know i guess he's not running again but uh, yeah, I, Bernie Sanders changing the world is kind of like Barack Obama changing the world. It's like, eh, I don't know if we. It's just we're we're pulling from the same bag of candidates, and we need to find a new bag of uh, choices. Yeah, it's a good way to put it. Yeah. I don't think that's going to happen anytime soon. But no, no, because we all just kind of fall in line. It's easier to fall in line. Maybe with someone like Trump, though, it'll all change. <laughs> Chancellor Trump. Yeah. He'll maybe shine a light on how much of a fucking joke this whole thing is. <laughs> it's like, yeah, just no to satisfy his own arrogance, I think he would, yeah. I think Trump is going to get second place. I think that's a pretty big deal. To who, uh, Rubio? Or Clinton. Cruz? Oh, uh, in the actual election. Oh, yeah. the, whole, the whole thing? Yeah. Uh, that yeah. would be outrageous. I, I really yeah. want that, though. I really want to see him on the national stage doing his thing. It's going to be... It's going to be hilarious. Yeah. It's going to be fucking hilarious. I Hillary Clinton's got a lot to hide, and I, I, don't, I think that that'll all come out in, a, in an election. I, I think Bernie Sanders would be the better pick for the Democrats. It, it also depends what happens. This is, so Trump has a real issue with foreign policy knowledge, and it's not entirely his fault. The poor guy's literally watching Sunday morning talk shows to get informed, like us. 
Whereas yeah. like Hillary Clinton, for example, was the secretary of state getting intelligence briefings and shit like that. Um, so if ISIS keeps heading us towards World War Three and Turkey and Russia go to war and all that craziness, that will give Hillary a significant leg up, you know, because foreign policy will be critically important. Whereas it seemed like a month ago it was all about domestic. <clears throat> yeah, I, I, yeah, I, I just, I like I said, I, I think that. I I think that there's Bill Clinton's presidency and the Clintons in general were sort of romanticized, and then I think as people have done more digging into their past, you know what went on in Arkansas before they were you know where they were in the White House, and then just uh, you know sort of the system that they were they've been a part of. It's just it, it's just it's. It's kind of seedy, man. It's uh, they're they're, yeah. I I I wouldn't trust uh, I wouldn't trust Hillary. No, and she's <laughs> just very very unlikable. So what do you trust? Yeah. I, I don't trust Hillary. Put that out there. No. But I, the only one out I, there so that I kind of Trump tr- either, yeah, right? You know, I, I, like I you. do you trust you. Rubio? Do you trust Trump? Do you trust Carson? Carson, he's trustworthy guy. Bernie's trustworthy, That's- but I don't. Agree with him? Is he? But I see the thing is, it doesn't matter if he himself is, because it, the thing is, is he himself? There, he's not running it. He's just basically acting on behalf of, you know, the man behind the curtain. It's there, there's there's somebody there's there's another uh, there's another group that's running this whole game that uh, that you don't see that. Um, People who are in the Democrat or Republican Party are behind just, Bernie Sanders. They're just they're, what's that? Behind Bernie Sanders, though. I, I feel like you know they, well, it's not, like, it's dude, not, not he's, now. he's totally in the pocket of that the, teacher look, they gave one hundred and fifty dollars like, from Wyoming. <laughs> you know, like, he's beholden to her. If you're not gonna agree, look, the last president that we had that um, that that decided that he wasn't gonna play the game of the people who were really in charge got a bullet in his head. And that's, I mean, you know, ever since then, they've all been puppets. They've been puppets since 63. So is this what you guys wanted when you brought a comedian on? Sorry. <laughs> that works. That works. Waka waka, folks. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, it's not what I expected, but this is, I'm interested. Yeah, yeah, I, I, yeah, I watch a lot of, I, I look a lot of, so I read, I, I read, I, audio books are phenomenal for me. Uh, <laughs> as long as somebody reads to me, I, I'm good. Uh, Do you read any but, fun ones like uh, Game of Thrones? It's not fun. No. not fun. Yeah, it's no, a job. I'm like I get, Game... I get into like, um, you know, uh, mainly, you know, whether it's, you know, political or biographical type stuff, you know. Game of Thrones yeah. is 200 hours of content. Good luck with that. <laughs> I've never watched. I, I yeah. I, you I've haven't never, watched it. I've never watched. You know what? I never watched The Sopranos either. Like you're I making just a big mistake. I didn't catch those waves of obsession. Yeah. Ah, uh, yeah. You're you're. The Wire. Yeah, I did. The Breaking wire. Bad. Yeah, I watched that. But uh-huh. I didn't watch. Well, these are two shows on the same level. Yeah, I, I think Game of Thrones is yes. probably top two, definitely of that group. I've seen all those shows. Really? Uh, the Wire. Oh yeah. I've seen yeah. I've seen every episode of all those shows at least twice. Um, I, I like a TV the, uh, connoisseur. I am a TV connoisseur if there is such a thing. Uh, okay. 
<laughs> but I've seen every episode of Sopranos like three fucking times. I love The Sopranos. Wow. I really like The Wire. That's that that's really good. But Game of Thrones has such a budget behind it, and, and yeah. that that you're really getting almost like an hour long movie every week instead of uh, what what feels like broadcast TV, or it's not broadcast TV. It feels like cable TV. It doesn't anymore. It it feels like it feels so much more high uh, high uh, production value than say The Wire or the, even The Sopranos. Like The Sopranos, I go back and watch. Maybe a month or two ago, I watched the whole thing again, and like the fight scenes and stuff. It, there's a lot of things in there that just don't look good. You, you wouldn't want to present that today. I wouldn't want to produce something that had some of that stuff in it today. But Game yeah. of Thrones really, eh, some of the special effects last season. I know Woody didn't care for, but I think they've been excellent uh, throughout the series. See, know. I'm not a I'm not a special effects guy. I'm more of a I, I like story like breaking bad felt like you were almost like you were watching a documentary unfold yeah 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 these are a few I, of my favorite things <laughs> <laughs> so why aren't you watching this john I, I, if you know this <laughs> yeah right tits and dragons I, I you're know, not turning me off at all <laughs> <laughs> they named it tits and dragons on my watch yes it's a good I've show. Seen, yeah. Breaking. Yeah. I think it's better than Breaking Bad in its own way. So John Snow's coming back. Well, it, it certainly appears that way. Yeah. He's on the poster of next season's There's like trip. John John Snow's dead body is on the poster of next dead season. body. Yeah. I saw it differently. Let me see it again. It didn't look dead. He looked like he was looking downward in a typical John Snow. Nah, it's like clearly implied. That he's coming back in the next well, season. Oh yeah, I, I've said all along that he's coming. What would back. I search but, for? Game well, of... now that we've established that John hasn't read it or watched it, I think we should talk about this at length. You know? Yeah, of course. So I can just sit. <laughs> Tell there me go. more about John Snow. What's his whole thing? Actually, yeah, do, so do it so I can I can go pee. Oh god. Uh, <laughs> go, right yeah, yeah, yeah. go ahead, man. Oh, yeah. thank you, thank you. Yeah. It's, uh, uh, I, I prefer like raising your hand, asking for permission. But, you know, this is fine too. I, I guess I, I'm going to show it to everybody. He is bloodied, but I, I can see why Kyle would say he's dead, although I, you can also see how, the, to me, he's clearly a, a, a live person. Here, a live person. Yeah, he, he's got a bloody nose. I'm not but, convinced you can tell the difference yet. Let me let me look at this thing. It, it doesn't look like a dead body to me. He looks like he's standing, but you can only see his face. But he's certainly not laying in bed. Well, he would be laying on the ground. That's not his death pose either. He was belly down, I think. Oh, I've seen this poster. Yeah, I. I don't think that's a picture of somebody's dead body. Yeah, it looks like he's standing up. You're right. Huh. I I actually knew weeks and weeks ago oh. that he was, that he was going to be on the show because there were some leaked set pictures of him on the set. So the the number one thing here is I'm no doctor, but standing upright is usually a good indication of being alive. Yeah. yeah, I I saw it on my phone and I just saw the blood on his mouth and I was like, oh, they, they're still leaving it up uh, up in uh, the air. But yeah, looks like he's alive. Yeah. Wow. Well, oh, we get a close up of the casting couch while he's gone. Nice. From from that angle, it's kind of hot. <laughs> Camel toe. Let's see. Do we have? Wow. What'd you get on the SAT? I'm just going through the. The ones of these questions that have What'd nowhere to go. What you get on your SAT? I bet you did well, Taylor. I twelve eighty. I'm gonna say you got. 
Uh, we didn't take SATs. We took ACTs. Oh, they don't mean as like I don't know those scores. What'd you get? Thirty. What's perfect? Thirty-four or something? Thirty-six is perfect. Yeah. Yeah. So I in think my a- average is like twenty-two. In my area 20. of the country, um, SATs were the thing that you took, and I remember I got an eleven ten, which is a pretty good score. It's remarkably good for somebody with my GPA, and it was you know it was one of the not like the best score in my high school or anything, but it was like better than most people who were considered much smarter than me got lower scores. And it was, it was kind of a breakout. It was one mm. of the first times I felt smart. Although now there's like three sections. So I don't know. Multiply that by a third. And... Kyle, you took it, right? I took a PSAT and I don't even remember what the score was to be honest. So you didn't even take the real one. You took uh-uh. the, the training. Now, at the t- I thought it was the real one at the time. I swear to God I did. It, I, I didn't figure that out until... It was. I was talking to my mom about this that not, not too long ago, and she she was like, "That was the PSAT," and I was like, "Well, how does that even fucking work?" I was like, "I don't even understand." I was like, "Why didn't I take the real one?" Oh, well, you you aren't gonna do anything with it anyway. We didn't have we, any faith in you. Didn't yeah, exactly. That's what they said. I, I was I was like, "Shouldn't I have been taking like those? Been studying for that thing and like getting me a tutor and stuff?" Ah, you didn't need that. Just, fuck. I, <laughs> you misled me for years, mother. Yep. Well, yeah, they didn't a want to tutor for Game of Thrones. Wait a yes. I, 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 we're serious I about it around here. I, <laughs> so you know, I listened to the audio books. I watched every episode of the show, but I didn't feel like I was picking it up. So I had to hire a George Martin expert to to really come in and a few hours a week we sit around and we we dig into the mythos of the, the legend of the whole thing. And it's yeah, the flashcards that really ridiculous. Yeah. <laughs> we were talking honest, about... honestly, you might want some flashcards to actually learn that show. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> we were talking about SAT scores, and, and it, oh, okay. it, it seems like being good at math is a big deal and having a big vocabulary. And if you do if yeah. those two yeah. things, you crush it on that test. Yeah, yeah. I, I, did, I, did, I didn't even take the SAT. I took the ACT. So uh, I did yeah, pretty see, well. Yeah, see, it's not it, that though. rare. That's what I took. Like, I think oh, it's yeah. where you're from because I'm from the Midwest, too. And I think it's yeah. here yeah. in the Midwest. If you plan on going to school out of state, they say take the AC, the SAT. But if you're not, then just take the ACT. Mm-hmm. So I just took the ACT, and uh, I just wanted to beat my sister's score, and uh, I did. And then, I, but it was, but I had to take a shit the whole time, so it was like I didn't do that well on the test. So my <laughs> second time through, I really, yeah, I, I hammered it pretty well. So yeah. My daughter, yeah. we went to um, like a going into college kind of like prep. Not a course. Her like school offered it. Anyway, what they said is, take them both and use the one that that is better. You know, some people get a better grade in the right. SAT or ACT, and they're like, you don't have to have it sent to your school. You can just sort of take them and use whichever one is advantageous to you. Right. Which is 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 well, like you ever watch like Hoop Dreams? <laughs> like when uh, yeah, he's got to get an eighteen. He's got to get an 18. Yeah. It was like, finally, after taking the test 47 times, William's score out, added up to an average of 17.2 that they rounded up to 18. It was like, <laughs> wait, how do you round 17.2? It was, wait well, a he minute. was very it's, good at basketball. <laughs> yeah, anyway, exactly. exactly. It's like, did you see his jump shot? Yeah, that's uh, it's why he rounded up. But. Did he put C for that one? <clears throat> yes, I think he did. Yeah, he put C. <laughs> I'm yeah, reading through some of these questions. They're long. Yeah, yeah, some of these are... Here's a quick one. Kyle, what happened to Japanese bug fights? I explained this. You guys are so ridiculous with the, with the questions. They always ask what happened to the Jeremy Wheel of Pain. 
Jeremy didn't want to fucking do it, bro. He didn't want to do it. I had this idea where you spin a wheel and it randomly either picks a prize or a, a method of torture that we would apply to a person. <laughs> so, so you either get $200 or shocked with a taser. And it was a funny idea to discuss on the show, but when I go to this human being in real life, I'm like, hey, man, you want to spin the wheel of pain? He's like, fuck you. Like, like he doesn't, <laughs> he's not into it. And then there's the Japanese bug fights thing where like there literally was this uh, uh, website where the, the Japanese fought gigantic bugs in a terrarium to the death. And like announced over it in Japanese, which is even more funny because we don't know what the fuck they're saying. Yeah. Um, and I was like, I'll I'll just make my own Japanese bug fights. I'll order scary bugs and do it right here. But I was I was honestly afraid that there was some sort of animal cruelty law that could be applied to me by some like some some nitpicker stickler out there who for just bugs? had some. For, yeah, if somebody's got something against me, yeah. And I'm, I'm not sorry. I don't get this. What the country? They they giant bugs. Do they fight giant giant bugs. bugs. Yes. That, Wait. They the, fight them against each other. Against each other. Against so you got. Like I a, thought. Oh, like cop oh, you lift. I, thought, uh, I was like. Yeah, I was like. They have a person <laughs> fight a bug. Like why didn't he just squish yeah. him? The person leave? is undefeated. Um, yeah. Okay, yeah I, would, I would say so. Uh, <laughs> Some of those bugs. Uh, yeah, I, yeah. I don't think I don't think it applies to insects. I think you can. The flying can, bugs would be tricky. We used to, like, when I worked uh, at um, the golf course, um, and we used to catch gophers, um, you know, I, I, I didn't want to kill them. I, I didn't mind catching them, but killing them was like, no, I, I'm not, that's not going to happen. Uh, <laughs> I'll, I'll have nightmares. But they, uh, I remember this one guy told me that, it, like, he had a picture on his desk. It was a 8 by 10 black and white, of a of a gopher and he's like yeah we had a battle royal um one day in the truck uh, like a truck bed he threw 20 of them in there and they just all <laughs> fought it out because <laughs> gophers like we found out like yeah gophers if you put gophers together gophers don't fucking like each other for some reason <laughs> and they will fight to the death like chicks. if uh, yeah, uh, yeah yeah right it's just like <laughs> yeah it's fucking Every episode of Survivor, <laughs> The Apprentice, etc. If you separate teams into guys and girls, the girls hate each other. Yeah. yeah. So what happened? Was there one like, like uh, last man standing, last gopher? Standing? Yeah, that was the one he had in the picture. Oh. Um, and 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 they they just and for and for winning they hit him with a shovel. <laughs> and grand so, prize. Yeah, his prize was it was. I yeah, was hoping he made it a pet or something. That, yeah, that's exactly. Awful. You say, yeah, right. Yeah, and let him let him loose on, let him loose on another golf course. You know, let him just let him go run free somewhere else. But <laughs> now, now, he hit it with a shot. Take that up. alpha gopher that to like a competitor. <laughs> I, I, yeah, I couldn't. I could never hurt the gophers. I would catch them, and I, you know, somebody else could. I take care of them, whatever. Uh, yeah, catching them was like fishing, but nah, I wasn't right. going to I like them. this question. The gang is now inducted into the Whack Pack. This is Howard Stern's gang of idiots. Which of your traits do each of you emphasize and build your radio personality on? Well, the Whack Pack is like a group of literally retarded people. Yeah, that's not fair because the qualifications for being in the Whack Pack are things like living at home with your parents, mm -hmm. um, being mentally incompetent, literally not having a job, um, like like being being a hundred percent broke, independent. Be, um, yeah, things things like being a phys severe physical impairments. I, I don't think any of us have what it takes to be a Whack Packer. They recently had a thing where they kicked out a few normal people out of the whack pack. Like Bobo, Bobo's out of the whack pack because he's a fucking normal guy with a job. Like he's weird. 
he, he wears that stupid fucking hairpiece, and he's he's a he's a complete loser. But he's not in a whack pack. Huh. Is that the same Bobo from the O and A show? I don't. Probably not, because those shows didn't get along in the past. But... I, I don't know. Bobo's a real attention whore. He 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 probably probably so. He would he always have prepared questions when he called them. Oh no, he the Bobo for O and A. He was a mentally retarded person. Ah, this person is. Oh, okay. Well, this this person is all there. Oh, okay. okay. Well then, yeah, you can't induct normal people into it because they'd be like, "Oh, what are you gonna do today, Woody? Oh, you know, I've prepared my taxes. You know, I got my <laughs> taxes done. Yes. Uh, after this, you, you know, I'll eat a reasonable lunch. Spent the whole day coding and then worked on the stable. <laughs> well, I was going to lay off carbs this whole week, but I've brought a reasonable size bowl of brown rice that I'm prepared <laughs> to eat in front of you. Like. They they wouldn't do that. The wow. whackbackers, like, like uh, you look at somebody like high pitched Eric, who's like who's four hundred pounds, walks with a cane. He has a high pitched voice that 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 sounds like a I don't know like a like Mickey Mouse. <laughs> um, you know he 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 lives on some sort of government dependency program, government housing. Um, like like he 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 has a communal bathroom in that facility he's in. Like, and he, it, when you compare him to like a normal human being, we just don't have what it, what it takes to cut Doesn't it. Doesn't the Stern Show pay these people? They get they they often compete for prizes on the show, um, but but not like a salary or anything like that, and certainly not a large amount of money. They'll play for like five hundred dollars, five thousand if it's a big promoted show or something. But those are rare. Usually they're getting five hundred a thousand dollars, and so in essence, a, a billionaire invites handicapped people to come in and compete for pennies while they're living on the government till. Yes, exactly. That is exactly <laughs> true. Um, I don't it's know if he's awful. got a whole billion now, but like. He's up there in the hundreds of millions, and he's about to, you know, it's time to re-up his contract, I think, at the end of the year. Huh. Yeah, lots of mentally uh, handicapped people in that show. You got Beetlejuice on. I, I saw one today where they had Beetlejuice and Gary the Retard having a trivia contest against each other, and the quest, first question was to Beetlejuice. Beetlejuice, spell the word red. And he goes, S-T-A-R-E. And they're like, Close! <laughs> Gary, <laughs> Gary, spell red. And Gary goes, R-E-D. You're like, correct, point to Gary. All right, Beetlejuice, question number two. How do you spell red? <laughs> he goes, S-T-R-A-E-R-T. Wrong again. <laughs> Gary, spell red. They did it three fucking times. <laughs> I love that shit. And of course, yeah. he spelled it all three times. You can, we could get Beetlejuice on the show if we wanted. He he, he has that uh, website. Um, you can rent him out. He, I don't know what we do with him for more than five or ten minutes. You'd have to write some questions. You'd have to write a whole thing. Like like yeah. he, he's not he's not competent enough to be like entertaining on his own and like stand on his own. He's he's like a funny box that you have to poke. It's funny to listen to in shows like that where they have like the the invalids and the whack packs come in. But if I were a part of it myself. I feel, feel like dirty, I feel like so a bad. real piece of shit. Nah, it, see, it, it, that's just it. I think those people, the fact that they're not mortified by it is why they're in it. Like they're to them, they're you know they like block out all of the you know they manage to block out all the negativity. You know, like if somebody calling them stupid or whatever. Like, did you ever see the movie The Windy City Eat? It's uh, it, uh, check it out if you can. It's hard to. I think it's probably on YouTube at least. Um, it's called. It was on Comedy Central. It was produced by Kimmel, and they they. It's just this elaborate hoax that they played on one guy, um, because he was just He was his name was Scary Perry, and he was just kind of he was just off. 
and they made this elaborate hoax that they were made him the star of this movie and they produced this whole movie and played pranks on him the entire time and they even showed him the movie after they did the movie and he still didn't get it like he it still didn't register that i mean it says right there on the screen we did this whole thing to fuck with him and he still that no he's still like because he does the commentary on the DVD, and he's like, you know, he's like, look, look, this is one of my better scenes in the movie. Like, he still thinks that he's an actor. Like, it doesn't, it just doesn't register. And that's the thing. It's like when, when somebody's blissfully, blissfully stupid, that's when they're gonna sign up for shit like that or be okay with. They're gonna come back over and over and over again. One of my favorite bits they do with Beetlejuice. Who is just severely retarded? It seems is they'll he'll he, they're wearing headsets because they're in the studio, and uh, they'll ask him questions, and someone's feeding him the answers in his headset, and there's like a third party usually who's unaware of this, and so they're used to they, they've met Beetlejuice, they've spent 20 minutes with him, they realize he's severely retarded, and then all of a sudden he's naming state capitals right, like it's right. nothing, <laughs> like they're just like what the fuck, what's with this guy? He knows, the, yeah. He knows the formula for, yeah, <laughs> like. Yeah, but he's even bad at formula, that, honestly. <laughs> like, like, like they, they try to. <laughs> I can't think of a formula. I don't. I was gonna say like NaCl salt, but I, I mean, <laughs> what have you? how dumb is that one? Everybody, nobody, everybody he knows, knows that one. For salt. <laughs> wow, he knows water. H two O. Wow, that guy's a genius. Give me some NaCl <laughs> on my eggs, you know. Yeah, he's trying to think. You know, you have the formula for. Uh, yeah, I don't know, like something that's. <laughs> I was bad at science. That's terrible at science. They used to play a trivia game called uh, Are You As Dumb As A Box Of Rocks or Dumb As A Box Of Rocks. I'm not sure which. (laughs) And they'd have three gorgeous chicks, usually in bikinis. And I think they're all strippers in in, in these scenarios. But, like, they were all dumber than a fucking box of rocks. They would ask them questions like, you know, they would say H2O is the chemical formula of... And, like, that would be one of the questions. Like, really easy stuff that, like, a fifth, sixth grader would probably get, at least a bright one. And like, just just don't know any of that shit. It, it's 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 my favorite thing to watch. I, I really enjoy the Stern Show, especially <laughs> the mean ones, the ones that revolve around the whack pack. Uh, Bigfoot, uh, Bigfoot's probably my favorite whack packer. Um, he's just, yeah. I, I I really enjoy that show. I like listening that to that mean shit, but I wouldn't want to be a part of it. I would yeah, like to be a part of it. Is, I would yeah. love to be among others. Who are who are like myself? <laughs> like, really, yeah, like that movie I was saying. It's the same thing. It's like they're they're playing this prank on the guy. Like I remember they they had me audition for uh, Punked back in oh. back in like '03. Right. And uh, I just remember telling like they had me. They called. They gave me like a callback. I remember I did like two callbacks. Uh, like they, I finally like went up like in front of Ashton Kutcher or something, and I was telling them the whole time like. I don't want this job. Like, why do you, you know, I, I, cause I can't do it. Like, there's no way. As soon as somebody started to cry or something, I'd be like, Oh, here, here's your dog. I'm sorry. <laughs> it, it was all, it was all bullshit. I couldn't do that. I couldn't, I couldn't be a dick to, you know, to people, but I, you know, I guess it's, I guess it's funny to watch from afar. I mean, cause it's like, well, I'm not in it. Go ahead. Well, it, it, <laughs> At the root of it, it seems like, especially with the mentally uh, disabled whack packers, like they're always, they're almost always getting some money out of it. And it seems like there's this underlying thing where, like, at, where like they're all buddies with this guy, and they, and 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 they they seem to be in on it as well. Except for that one time when they put Gary the retard in a big cardboard box and shook it, telling him he was going to the moon. 
<laughs> and he thought he went to the fucking moon. He, <laughs> they're like shaking the box. They're like, Gary, you're going to the moon. He's like, I'm going to the moon. I'm going to the moon. They did that on 30 Rock too. <laughs> oh, but but Stern did it for real. Right. They yeah, really got an actual mentally handicapped guy and convinced him he went to the moon. <laughs> I wonder who went first. Oh, it had to be Stern. I don't. So the Thirty Rock thing's probably five or six years ago. This is oh, so old Stern's that it's been on for a video. long time. Yeah, he's been on for thirty plus years. But this I know, was but like this has been the E Day, so like two thousand, two thousand two, two thousand three, some somewhere in there, I so guess. Probably Stern was first. Uh, what's the one thing you wish you could have invented? God, uh, there's shit. lots of things. Um. Yeah. I don't know if I want to go for creativity or money. 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 <laughs> one of, one of oh, those like infomercial bullshit things, like OxyClean or something. <laughs> right? Sham wow. Sham <laughs> I like the magic eraser. I, I, I you feel can like get this Chinese a, knockoffs for pennies. I, I feel like there's... And they're awesome. Magic erasers are incredibly effective and good and wonderful. You know what I, I wish I invented? I, I, I just bought... Uh, well, one of them. I buy. I have two things. I have one called the Bug Zuka, and then I have Bug Assault. And I wish I'd been the guy on either one of these things. Like one is a, a it's a, it's a like a suction cannon that like you roll up on a spider and and like it's like a plunger that locks and it's like and then you go and they and you suck the spider into the little like mm. uh, you like housing thing and then you can take him outside and stomp his brains out. Or the bug assault is actually it's a it's a little gun that you rack it and you shoot flies like you shoot them with like grain it's like shoots buckshot assault mm. <laughs> like there's you spray salt like and like and it takes out the fly like it it is it's like I mean you need a you need several shots usually like I mean it's usually you need you, a flamethrower you, you stagger <laughs> him with the first shot and then you know. But and you you, after him so off. many salt grains, yeah, he can't take it anymore. And, uh, so very niche uh, yeah. markets for you. <laughs> yes, yes. But uh, I, I would want my name attached to those products. Yes. John Kepler's. <laughs> have you seen that salt. thing that's like a tennis racket, but it's electrified, so you swing? I have that too. Yeah, <laughs> it's amazing. My yeah, wife got like, me that one. Are yeah, there even any bugs in LA? <laughs> like it's dry. And... Well, I I just I I hate bugs, so maybe that's it. But I I, I really um. Plus, I miss all the time because I'm a I'm afraid. Like I always short short my like, I, I, I shorten my swing, and then it's like he gets away or something, and then I'm worried about. There <laughs> I'm being gonna a go to your MySpace bug. page and out you as a buggist. <laughs> oh, one, no. of my asshole friend, one of my asshole friends in high school, he liked to tinker with things, and he had one of those swats, and he took like there's like a safety guard on there to like keep you from getting shocked too hard, like it keeps it yeah. just the bug level. He like removed that. And then hooked up a different battery to the handle and like electric taped it and wired oh, wow. this thing so that he could he'd come up behind you and you're like watching TV and like right on the back of your shoulder or head just go whop and it'd just like be like a an actual shock to you like oh, what a dick fuck. Yeah. <laughs> Jesus it's a... <laughs> it, was, it was not you couldn't you couldn't relax and watch a movie at that guy's house you damn that's a, I yeah I uh, I was that 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 tennis racket. That thing is good, actually. For uh, we had a bunch of bees, like out back, like around, like the uh, um, the pool. And I, I like when things are flying. It's a good thing for when things are flying. So, 
but other than that, like actually hitting a bug, no, it's not great. No. It's made of plastic. You're gonna shatter it on the floor. Yeah, little, you have like... to just sort of place it on top of them, and then the shock's not really that uh, deep. So yeah, yeah. they I've are had a bug, luck, so they're actually, not very tall, it, so they're not tall gun. enough to reach the well. <laughs> I used yeah. an actual taser on a spider once. Yeah. It was... I don't know if that's signs of, of worse things to come, but I, I don't think it is. I, I wouldn't. I don't. I don't hurt anything that with, with that has fur or um, that uh, can grow it. I don't know. I don't, know <laughs> I don't either. Unless uh, I eat it. It's. It's. I'm getting. Uh, I'm getting loopy. <laughs> Have you guys kept up with that kid that like put, put the clock in a different case and now he wants fifteen million dollars? Yeah. Yes. Oh yeah, this my was god. A, this is the long con by his dad the whole time. Oh my god. So there's a bunch of stuff I learned that I didn't know before. Like at first I thought he was actually kind of a victim of racism, you know, like they're saying it looks like a bomb. Now you see it and he was clearly trying to make a thing that looked like a bomb. And the teachers were like, you know, hey, you know, this thing is a bomb. Oh no, we're scared, etc. No, that is totally not what happened. The teachers knew this guy. They saw him every day. And uh they told him to put it in his locker because they were like, he, the teachers knew he was trying to do some sort of hoax. He didn't. He brought it from class to class to class. Every teacher didn't fall for it. And then eventually they're like, put this thing away and the principal and whatever. It, it goes and has He set it the alarm at. to go off during classes. Yes. He set the alarm to go off during classes because he's an attention-seeking little fuck, which is forgivable because he's like 15 and, and I was too. But uh, <laughs> you know, he's an attention-seeking little fuck. And then they leave the country like a week later. After he, like, Obama brings him to the White House to apologize for this treatment. Then they leave the country and ask for $15 million. Oh, my God. Suck a dick. Which I don't know anything about that. John will like because he's a pedo. He's 15. Yeah, I, of course. <laughs> yeah, 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 that's my interest group. So, yeah, John. John, why don't you come over? Yeah, you'll like this. Uh, this, is about, this is about raping kids. Jesus Christ. No, no. So, he, <laughs> so here's the deal. This, this kid, he's... um. I don't know what he is. He's Middle Eastern descent of some sort. And okay. uh, he took the insides of a clock and put it into a thing that looked like a briefcase. It was a pencil case, I think, but it was fashioned to look like a briefcase. And uh, 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 in the, in, I guess it worked. Like he just, uh, Why wouldn't it work? It's the inside of a clock. Like he, All he did is take the case off and put it in a different case. And uh, a lot of people are like, oh, my God, you can believe this poor genius kid is being discriminated against for the color of his skin just because he's of Middle Eastern descent doesn't mean that his brilliant invention here, the clock transplant, you know, it, it, like he's the greatest thing. I think MIT literally offered him a spot for when he graduated well, the school. Thing, the thing that happened was he got yeah, the, the principal called the principal. <laughs> well, the principal called the police and they arrested the kid and everything, and it became a big national story. And so, yeah, uh, the MIT invites him, the president invites him to the White House, NASA. all that, all that crazy stuff. NASA invites him to come hang out. It's just, I, I it, it seemed like he was getting a lot of. A lot of special treatment for for something and that was really silly. His dad runs for president of Sudan like every other year or something. Yeah, I saw that. Yeah, attention seeking is in the blood. They, well, they, well, like every <laughs> other YouTuber made a video where they like opened a clock and then put the insides in something else, and to to prove that it wasn't an act of genius to do this. And I didn't like the whole like like jerking each other off of like the initial like when it first came out. And, like, everybody was on the page, like, before all the details came out of, like, yeah, it is ridiculous that they would get this kid arrested when it, it's a clock, like, upon further inspection. But all, like, the the sudden 
bomb explosive experts who were like, huh, these fools to think that this could be anything more than a standard clock. Like when it does have a bunch of wires poking around and I'm not an explosives expert. So if I looked at it real quick, just out of the corner of my eye in class, I'd be like, wow, that's kind of a weird thing for someone to have here. Like, it's not like yeah. they were over there meticulously looking like, oh, and here's the snooze button that he kind of placed. Well, I mean, it side. could be a bomb component. Like, like, he's got the parts there to be part of a bomb, let, certainly. Let me ask you, audience, why do you think he took the insides of a clock, put it in a briefcase, and set it to go off during class? Yeah. Is this a hobby that I'm the, Is there, like, a, a, a special interest group of briefcase clocks that I'm not familiar with? I think his dad told him to do all these things for like attention and to eventually get money. I don't think, I mean, he's a kid, so he's not like some nefarious mastermind here. His, I don't think his but sister think had his been, dad has something to do. his sister had been suspended for bomb threats to school before. Uh, apparently. Yeah. I, I don't think you can really fault people for being, I guess. And I, 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 I somewhat concerned, but I also think that, um, you know, why is it that, this kid, because of his, um, you know, race or his heritage, is 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 more cause for concern than if just you know if if, if you know my kid did it, you know, uh, it's like because sometimes kids just, you know, I don't know why you'd be this that bored now with iPads and shit, but yeah. <laughs> you know, but it's like you you. I, well, I don't know. Maybe he just did it to did it. Who who, who knows? You know. But uh, we've been sort of conditioned to be um, scared of uh, you know a group of people who, who you know. I don't I don't know that they are really you know a, as uh, culpable as as they've been made out to be. That's true. But it also would be legitimately impressive if your six month old child took a clock apart and just put it in a briefcase. Well, yes, That'd yes. Be, yeah. I, I mean, I, I would be concerned. I'd be like, you don't even crawl yet. Uh, yeah. oh. <laughs> you don't even know what time. What were you doing all night? <laughs> Where was your yeah. mother? What are you doing? You're only thirty-three percentile in hits. I don't even own a briefcase. Where would yeah. you get this? <laughs> yeah, the whole like. You're right that it probably wouldn't have been such a big deal if he wasn't of Arab descent. Like if he was just some, you know, like. Chucky from Dallas or whatever, and he did it. Like nobody would really give that much of a shit, but he'd still probably get suspended for causing a ruckus, and they'd be like, "Hey, you're trying to yeah. get attention here." But at the same token, it wouldn't have been made a big story. The story mm -hmm. would have been, "Hey, parents, come here. Your kid's trying to pull some shit and like act like he's not, so he's suspended for two days or whatever." Like they wouldn't have arrested him, I don't think. But yeah, it's, yeah, the arrest thing seemed weird. Probably given news attention for a reason too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. To reinforce that sort of image, you yeah, know, you, like, you need to be afraid of these people, mm -hmm. and that's right. it's not fair. The news story there was was more like you shouldn't be afraid of these people though, because everybody was condemning it. But they're putting that image out there for people to take what they already have been conditioned to sort of, you know, act upon. You know, Arabs and bobs. Oh no, you know that's that that's what they do. That's their thing, and it's it, it's just it's a it's an unfair, you know, thing to hang on a group of people. And that's true. But and and so whether or not you know they're saying well th this is a situation where, you know, uh, the kid they're playing it like you know oh it's wrong we shouldn't be why why are they discriminating against this poor kid? 
they're just putting that imagery out there for you again, you know, to go, I don't know. I, Fucking I, Aji I, with a bomb. I don't know. I don't like it. And you, it's, come on. Let's admit the kid baited everyone into doing sure. this, right? Sure. You know, I, I can't think of a parallel with another group, but like it, he knows he made a freaking bomb looking thing. And then he's of Middle Eastern descent. And that was all part of his attention seeking plan. At some point, yeah, where I, at some point, he's got to think during that project. Yeah. This is probably gonna. This is probably a bad idea. Yeah, but, <laughs> I, yeah. I don't. I don't know. I don't know. It's uh, it's crazy. Yeah, I, I feel like if uh, you guys might not remember, some of you will, but the DC sniper, right? So there were these two yeah. guys. Uh, one's name was Muhammad something, and the other guy Lee Boyd Malvo, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah. Uh, they drove this old car, and they were able to remove... Luca Caprice. <laughs> they were able to remove the rear taillight so that they could snipe from, like, laying in the trunk. And then yeah. they just reinsert the taillight and drive off. And it was a real, like, insp- inconspicuous way to commit these, like, sniper-based murders. If after that, I asked people to call me Mohammed and made it like, removable taillight, like, let's admit that I'm... Like playing up on a recent event in an effort to get attention. Even if I didn't do anything, even if I had nothing but a Nerf gun, people would be like, dude, this is fucked. This is not a game to play. Yeah, what if you were literally doing that? What if you were in parking lots with a Nerf gun, sniping people with that, and then hopping out of the trunk, being like, ah-ha! Right. It was only I'm Nerf. I'm DC sniper. Yeah. It's, a, it's a water balloon launcher or yeah. something like that. I, <laughs> gotcha. These things it seem was, really it, parallel. Right, like they—they they, 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 they seem pretty close. I, well, I mean, those guys. Were I think also they're close in the fact that yeah, they're. I mean, the DC sniper seemed to come out at a time when uh, they were really trying to push the whole fear campaign because um, that was a year after nine eleven. Something like and, that. And and you know what? A month after nine eleven is when the anthrax shit happened and all those things too make people very put people on edge so that they could get you know the legislation passed that they did and they, they you know kept, it's uh, like talking about that the, the bushmaster ar-15 that the guy was using to to shoot people the bushmaster ar-15 sales went so high you couldn't find one i sold mine because it was worth more because it was a fucking bushmaster <laughs> it was so yeah. absurd it's absurd. How would you run one to ten? Like I don't really know my AR-15s. Is a Bushmaster one know, of the be better honest. ones? Mine wasn't. Mine was a carry handle. Just I paid six hundred dollars for it. Uh-huh. Uh, used to get just a basic plain Jane AR-15. I sold it for a grand. AR-15 is the one that looks like an M16, but it's not a it's not a machine gun, right? That's exactly cool. right. Kyle probably has three of yeah. within arm's reach. Kyle can probably get one without standing up. <laughs> If if he if he, you, if he you Dale Gribble Kyle yeah it, all, so here's the rule you need to keep touching the red couch how many guns can you reach right like you can do you can do this <laughs> two I thought it was three. Kind of <laughs> all right so that's four <laughs> five six uh huh I like that one. Just in case. Oh, that was my RPG. That I wanted to show that to. Seven. <laughs> that dropped. Um, <laughs> it, it's a dummy. RPG. Oh wait, look at that white thing. Can you turn that on or no? 
Um, no, not no. this one. I don't have the butane. This is my flamethrower. So, <laughs> of yeah. course. Just in case. <laughs> really in gotta... case you need that for, yeah. to, to hunt game. For <laughs> spiders and shit. <laughs> Home defense. <laughs> I don't have very many. Well, you know, they all work for hunting game. It just depends how serious you are. And well, yeah, I mean, it's the, yeah, they're all... Yeah. In, in Minecraft, if you hunt games with flaming things, then it, they dropped cook beef. Maybe that happens in real life, right? You take out a deer with a flamethrower, it's ready to eat. That would be I, Why don't more people <laughs> hunt with handguns? <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, wouldn't it be more because... adventurous you know, to be out there with a fucking 357 Magnum or something, you know, and act like dirty air? a deer from... 200 yards <laughs> for the best. <laughs> uh, some people do. I, I've never do. done it myself, but I've got I've got pistols that that would that would be perfect for it in like a yeah. 44 Magnum or something like that. You got to be close because the range of a pistol and you know the you can Outfit, yeah. because of the sights on the. I've got a 44 Magnum with a scope on it. Actually, I could probably kill a deer at 50 or 60 yards. I guess yeah, I could definitely do that. But like I got a I got a, a gun that shoots salt and bugs. <laughs> it's called bug assault. I think you could prepare a deer. What you'll tell with the that home one. invader. Get back. Yep. This will stink your eyes for a little bit. <laughs> you, if, you don't, if you don't like uh, high blood Is pressure, that... you're going to be in there too. Have you been seasoning with that thing? Yeah, <laughs> salt and pepper, bitch. Get back. Curry. Curry. <laughs> Uh, yeah, you can't really have guns in California very easily. Uh, I've never tried, um, but I, 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 I don't know. I don't know. Um, I mean, I think it's. I still think that we should be able to have them, <laughs> but uh, I just I don't shoot myself. So yeah, yeah. There's yeah, a lot what, of hoops to jump through over there. Are those a bunch of fifty caliber bullets over your right shoulder? Yeah. All right. <laughs> Just in case, you know, someone comes in in a tank. Is there anything interesting <laughs> about those tips? Do they are they incendiary or explosive or? Both. They're uh, oh. they're armor piercing incendiary. So not only will they set everything on fire, but they'll shoot through just about anything. They got a, a hardened steel penetrator in there that I think is like thirty caliber, but it's inside of that bullet. It's very hard steel. I don't know what the grade is, but I've recovered them from like solid chunks of concrete unblemished seemingly after mm. hitting it uh so yeah those are pretty cool rounds i got i got a bunch of those what are they six bucks a shot like what would you estimate i i honestly don't know i got given so many of them um several years back like several hundred rounds worth that i've just never had to purchase any ever um eventually i'll run out and i have to buy some but yeah probably i wouldn't be surprised if it was 10 bucks around I, i'm not really sure it's something about the nature of bmg shooting at least when i've done it it's like an event like you if I shoot an uh, AR-15, for example, it's bam, 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 bam. You shoot bullets all the time. With this, it's like you line it up. You're doing something special with it. I've never shot back-to-back -back 50 cals in faster yeah. than 5, 10 minutes. Like a treat. Yeah, and it's a big boom, <laughs> and the, the grass all folds over when you shoot it and stuff. It's pretty cool. <laughs> he cleared the block. <laughs> Everybody go in the house. <laughs> I'm out here shooting. Uh. Yeah, you I, 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 man, I yeah, I, I'm a terrible shot. I we went to the gun range a couple of times, and uh, I remember they asked me what kind of gun I wanted, and I'm like, I I, I think Tupac uses a nine, so <laughs> I go with a nine, and uh, yeah, they give me a Glock nine, and I I was I was a terrible shot. 
it was it, it just made me it put me on edge the whole time because it was like the driving range except you could get hurt you could die you know what i mean or you could kill somebody if you shanked one you know what i mean like <laughs> it's it, the driving range is like everybody's gonna look at me like i'm a jackass but nobody's gonna die I, I yeah. just thought I just felt really uncomfortable, like where I could fuck up and hurt somebody here. And it, I, I don't like, like that environment for like a beginning shooter. Like, like I guess it's, I, I just don't. I so so I've got a lot of land that I can shoot on, and it's really mm -hmm. nice just to go out there and it's just you and like whatever new shooter I'm shooting with, and just be like, yeah, hey, all right, so we're safe here. Just don't fucking point that thing at me and we'll be all good and right. you stand in front of me and like all that shit out there shoot any of it yeah shoot that shoot that i don't fucking care shoot that toilet shoot that tree yeah shoot the bird i don't care i don't know what that is do it. <laughs> i don't you, i don't you know, know it's his family <laughs> we're not related <laughs> but, hey, hey, i feel like it's a lot more it's it's I, I know what you're talking about. Like I I even like if I'm at a range where like everybody's in single file line or you know side by side in those booths and everything. I'm like I'm really conscious about the way I conduct my, conduct myself in in those scenarios because a you'll look like a jackass, right? You don't want that. You right. don't you don't want to be the guy who does do the embarrassing thing or the right. or whatever the gun the world faux pas yeah. is. <laughs> yeah, the thing that may not even be a fatal thing, but it might just like look bad to another gun yeah. person and they'll think less of you. Um, but but, you know it's it is dangerous in there. I've seen people do silly shit in there, not on purpose, but just uh, it's an environment full of new shooters. And I've seen like people with fifty cal Desert Eagles go boom 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 and just like get carried away and keep pulling the trigger, and the recoil carries them higher and higher until they're shooting the ceiling. And Jesus. there's you know multiple bullets in the ceiling where this guy right. just got got out of hand. Um, yeah, and then like you're in a booth and you'll see bullet holes in the booth. Like someone had to, you know range is that way, and they had to do this to hit the booth. Because it's it's perpendicular yeah. to the. We we went to a, the first time we went because we went twice I remember and the first time was because my wife had a fucking Groupon, <laughs> so we went to a gun range nice. and I remember I mean this place didn't even have wasn't even booths it was just like it was like it, it was like if, when you go to a carnival and you 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 like shoot, throw arrows at the little balloons it was yeah, like yeah. that it was just basically a counter and <laughs> you know. Pick a spot and start shooting. Like it's like every, but everybody shoot that way. And I, yeah, it was just really uncomfortable. The gun Vegas range faux pas thing is the one that worries. Like you mentioned that that, that that like social pressure. I remember some guy came in. He had a semi-auto. I don't know what it was. I didn't recognize it. AR-15 M4 or something or other. And uh, the range goes cold, and people go and like retrieve and and put new targets up and stuff. And when that happens, you have to lock your gun open so that visually anybody can see that this thing is not loaded and it's not in a position to fire. It was a new gun to him. He didn't know how to lock it open. And the like safety officers didn't know how to operate that gun either. And it's this big thing and like another safety officer comes over and they're all looking at it and they're all dealing with him like shamefully, like you've got to know how to operate this thing. And he didn't know and um, I don't know. I just oh, I never want to be yeah. in that spot. You should know how to operate it. Like that's he did. I mean, before you go out with it, yeah. I, mean, I guess he just didn't know how to lock it in the open position. Is that that's basic shit? It yeah. was. A, I guess I don't know. It was a new gun. I didn't know how to keep his thing. You don't in the go open out position. with a new chick. But see, that's just it. You guys are down. actually looking at him right now, like he was being the, that dude was being looked at. Like, I mean, it's basic. I mean, it's basic shit to somebody who can sit in one place and reach and find seventeen guns. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, it, it's basic shit to you. But it's like if this is his first gun, 
it's not. So I was just empathetic. I was like, I'm glad I'm not him. Because yeah. neither of these safety officers know how to get this thing to stay in the open position either. I guess it's hard. Yeah, that's more troubling. The safety officers not knowing is way worse than the guy who was probably like, hey, I need some help with this. And they come over and they're like fucking with it, hoping that they figure it out real quick. But most guns are really obvious. Like like once you pull the once you've got the bolt in the rear position, like you just kind of look around and there's always a latch. There's always a thing. Right. Like, like, you know, whatever it may be, if you, you pull this back and it's this, this goes up. They've all got a thing. Every one of them's got a thing, and it's it's pretty Show much. Show us the same. on every one of them. Have you had the Have you done the three D printer gun yet? Do you have one of those? I do not. So so those are that's a cool idea. That's a that's a and it's interesting that you know it's it's a new uh, way to to manufacture your own firearm. But the idea sure. of making your own firearm isn't a new thing. It's just a new thing to the general public and like pop culture. In reality. Right. It's very much legal for you to make your own guns at home using, yeah. you know, hacksaws and pipes and that sort of thing. And as long as they're the correct dimensions, you're all good. Um, you can make your own semi-automatic weaponry at home. It's it's that's that's all legal. There's ways to do it. But yeah. you know, the idea of just okay, now I've got a fucking plastic gun that'll go through an X-ray. That's pretty. That's pretty ridiculous. Um, I, I haven't you, shot if one. You, yeah, go ahead. I haven't shot one, and I know that like they they're not they don't have much longevity, or at least early on they definitely didn't because of the material that it that uh, the 3D printing was using at the time. But I'm always hearing about breakthroughs where the material's getting better and and more uh, versatile. The design, so. right? It's based on the Liberator. Yes. Right? So you're the one that told me this, but uh, apparently the Liberator was used in France. Tell me when I make a mistake. Yeah. So we dropped these 45 caliber single shot pistols. Uh, all over France, and they came in this little box, and uh, inside the box were some instructions, and even a little cartoon. And basically, they were instructing you to walk up to the, you know, uh, it was Nazi-occupied France, walk up to the, the Nazi officer, smile at him, nod, shoot him in the head, and take his, take his machine gun and run. And now you've and, got a real gun. Was, now you got a real gun. And uh, it was this little piece of shit, stamped metal, and I mean, a tiny 45 caliber single-shot pistol. Um, but but that's what they modeled that 3D printed gun that got so much publicity off of. Yeah, it's a uh, it's a bad copy of a shitty gun. And uh, well, there's it's it, well there's I think there's supposed to be some um, you know the fact that it's the Liberator. I think there's supposed to be some meaning to the fact okay. that they copied that gun, or maybe it's just so fucking simple and easy to do that that was a good one to do. Maybe yeah. a little bit of. If you right. if you get away from the 3D printer thing, shotguns in particular are easy to make. Like I, I've seen. Um, I was even thinking of making one for a video once, where they just take two sliding pipes, and uh, if you can picture a shotgun shell, I think most people can. It's got that brass, and the, is it a primer in the back? And uh, they just put a, a pipe that slides into a pipe, and there's a nail. You just pop it back, the nail pierces it, and it shoots. And uh, it's like, huh, that's like a fully functional shotgun. Nearly as good as a real shotgun that you could make for $8 in parts from Home Depot stuff. Yeah, yeah, well, well guys enough. in prison make guns. I mean, zip guns or whatever. Yeah, but it's, yeah. it's like it's not exactly. Yeah, I mean. Yeah. Yeah, guns are. I I think guns are. I I. It's almost like I hate when 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 they vilify a a thing instead of uh you know the larger problem because it's like guns aren't a problem until they're in the wrong hands or they're or they're being used to you know execute uh whatever tyranny and it's like 
you know, but it's it's never you never look at the you know the large problem of well, why do we have this sort of you know it, whether it's insecurity or distrust between people that causes whatever firearm incident to happen instead of you know looking at, instead of looking at that you go no it's a it's the gun just take his gun and then it all it would have all been fine you know those columbine kids wouldn't have done you know anything if they couldn't get their hands on guns and it's like yeah i think they probably they seem to have enough determination um yeah. to do what they did so i think drive they a were cadillac gonna, into a crowd and get as many people as they got anywhere it's, exactly it's, it's like you're or you know or they were going to build a bomb or they were going to do something to to fuck shit up because you know they were where they were at mentally so start a fire i think a fire is the way to go you you know all you need is some chains some locks get all the fire exits locked off you you've given this more down. thought than i have cal you're a very good murderer <laughs> i just made that up yeah yeah burn, burn the whole place down burn it down burn it grand. i think burn that'd be really place. effective i mean there'd be a lot of people escaping through the windows but a lot of people wouldn't. <laughs> you could shoot Those them. Those are the ones. <laughs> 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 oh, that's awful. Well. Yeah, it's terrible. It really is. Real, a uh, real low for the show tonight. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I knew I could do it. I knew I could, do it. I knew I could drag you guys down. <laughs> Made me feel awful. <laughs> Here's a question. Hope, that's my daughter. Hope tells you tomorrow that she is pregnant. What do you use to murder the guy? <laughs> That's kind of a segue. Uh, <laughs> how would I murder the guy? Oh, you wouldn't murder him. You. I know. You, I know what I'd you, use. Being if I can. Go unless, on. Yeah. yeah. Go ahead. I, okay. Uh, my penis. Um, I, 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 I say like on her, on Madden's if she, on her first date. Yeah, I'm gonna be. Like, if you try to take her virginity, I'm gonna take yours. <laughs> <laughs> so decide whether it's worth it or not. Cause uh, take a good look. <laughs> Cause that's how much I love my daughter. <laughs> I'm willing to fuck her first boyfriend for her. So yeah. <laughs> All right. So, no, I, I think I think what what you would do, Woody, is you would you would get behind this young man and make him the super version of him because he has to be right. Um, well, I, I suppose it all, if, I mean, gosh, I don't want to answer this seriously, but it, right? if it's within the context of a loving relationship and stuff like that, that changes everything. Um, you know, in John's scenario, I, I felt like it wasn't, <laughs> you know, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. there's no, there's a lot of hate in that rape. <laughs> <laughs> a lot of guttural grunting and just sweat. But yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't. A lot of yeah, I've given more thought to murder than uh, than I'm probably a healthy person should. It's hard to get away with it, you know. And I think a lot of stuff like, yeah, like it, if I rented a car, I feel like that's very suspicious. If I took my car, I feel like somewhere along the way there'd be some toll booth or something that would catch me. You sure as hell can't bring your phone with you, right? That's a mm -hmm. that's a tracker. Yeah. You're busted. Uh, it, it it'd be very difficult to travel someplace, especially if it's more than like. 15 miles away you know like if you wanted to go to some other state and kill a guy or girl whew, good luck with that you know yeah. even if you just bring all cash i feel like they'd still track you somehow bring yeah, all cash leave your phone at home if they had a reason to suspect you which you know the the father of a girl that he recently impregnated if it was you know his parents knew 
if there is a reason to suspect you, then yeah, they're going to be able to, to And you to already raped out. the kid, so they got that on you, too. Exactly. See, you know, they got Your semen. Your semen is but, on uh, <laughs> the kid, so they're going to tie you right to him. <laughs> but um, there's so it's always a problem with semen, damn it. Semen, <laughs> semen brought semen me down everywhere. again. <laughs> yeah, there was no rape. There was just semen. <laughs> but uh, I, yeah, if they, if you have a reason, that's why. I mean, most of the time, I'm, what is it? People, people kill people that they know mm-hmm. uh, more, much more often than not. And so it's like that's why it's easier to catch them because it's like, well, you know, woman dies, check her boyfriend first, you know kid dies check the parents first whatever and it's uh you know that trump recently they worked their way out retweeted retweeted this stat like like black black people kill all these black people black people kill all these white people and cops hardly kill anyone it turns out white keep white people kill white people and as you know it was explained to me it's like oh that makes purple sense because people tend to kill people close to them and it's mm-hmm. often like family members and lovers and stuff like that and that's why yeah. whites kill whites and black people kill black people. I didn't yeah. want to call them blacks. Yeah. Somehow you, that seems well, yeah, yeah, blacks always sounds bad. Black, but. <laughs> black yeah. feels bad. I don't, even, I don't yeah. even like that. The yeah. blacks <laughs> kill the blacks. But yeah, I can say it with whites. I'm clear there. What if you say, what if you, what is the singular? Oh, oh it, yeah, it was a black. Oh god, <laughs> it seems even worse, right? <laughs> even worse, right? Same word. We just we just changed it from plural to singular. Now it's yeah. awful, right? Yeah. The one cops of those... say that. Like, you hear, I've heard that all the time, like on TV. It's like, you know, uh, you know we're looking for a, a male black, you know, in his 30s, six foot four, you know, whatever. Yeah, it's like they always say it like that, singular. So, uh, yeah, it sounds pretty awful. I think if you switch it, it's better that way, black male. Yeah, definitely so. Yeah, I feel like yeah, that's but okay. That, but then they make him, then they make him a person. Dark male. That's that's what you should go to. That's that's PC it's right there. What if he's Indian or Native American Indian? There's lots of well, then dark he fits skin. the bill. I, I just feel like if he's black, we're looking for a dark-skinned male, possibly of a uh, you know. He could uh, be Mexican or something. Well, yeah, I well, I think uh, I can tell the difference between a Mexican. The hair's and a dead black giveaway. Guy. But if you but say dark is, skin, is it, I'm saying but it's there's too a general. lot. There's a lot of like like look at like somebody like David Ortiz. You know, he's uh, what Dominican. Dominican or something. Yeah, yeah. And, and I mean, you know, uh, like throughout the you know, Central well, you America, you can't tell the difference the between a Dominican and a black person. Yeah, you, you just can't. So it's just like, well, you know, I don't Dominicans know. are just, black people. He's just a dark dude. Yeah, it's I, like I'm and, just and, saying, and, black skin. Oh, what'd you say? Dark skin. Uh, yeah, it, it it it's too broad. Dark skin doesn't do it for me. It, it, but what if that's all you got? Be, what if, they could be Middle Eastern. That counts. We're still looking. And if you find a Middle Eastern guy wearing a white hoodie, that's probably fucking him because there was a dark-skinned guy with a white hoodie that went running in the bushes. So if you find a dark-skinned any kind of guy, <laughs> it's probably him. I'm saying your description's not tight enough. It's, you I'm can do better. I'm just saying it's not a fucking ginger. We know it's not a ginger. No, no, it was a dark-skinned male. That's what well, we know. That's what but we But if I said on. non-ginger male, I'm not narrowing it down as much as I could have. Yeah, I didn't yeah, test his uh, fucking genome, Woody. I don't know what, what part of the world he hails from. Well, you can say his ancestors left, left the African continent. I'm just I, saying that in a situation like this, black male works, or Middle Eastern male works, or white male works. Fair enough. Yeah, I mean, it, it, it's... it's uh, yeah, come on. I mean, if somebody ran into the bushes... <laughs> usually, right. I don't. Somewhere in this, I got offended. Yeah, usually and there's somebody guilty. And now bushes. that I'm offended, I'm in a position of power. I'll be extracting apologies out of all of you. 
<laughs> oh, did you see? Uh, you know, we, I, I guess that that whole thing went down in Chicago with the uh, protests, but they were peaceful. Uh, the pe- people that were protesting last night in the cold, because oh, you know there was that, the that cop shot a guy. Old, yeah, that 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 seventeen-year-old kid was shot fourteen, fifteen, sixteen times, something like that. It's all on video. Uh, they're indicting the cop on first-degree murder charges. I'm torn on that. People who've watched this show for a long time know sometimes I side with the cops and sometimes I don't. Here's a situation where the guy had a knife. He was within that like 21-foot halo of dangerous. Um, I, I heard he's, he's high on PCP, but he was using the knife to vandalize. He had cut tires. He, um, he didn't look... He didn't take like a, a threatening lunge or action. A cop just decided to open fire. The cop didn't have a taser, which would probably would have been a better first choice. Yeah. And I don't know if that makes I don't know if he's a fuck up for not having a taser or was not running ha- away and getting back in his car not an option? It totally was. Yeah. The the guy was they, they kind of there were a lot of police there, because I saw the video. There were, I'm gonna make up a number, like five police cars, you know, in the area. So one might guess like eight police i don't know and um uh and and one of the cops decided to shoot a lot i don't want to get my number wrong but there might have been there's like 12 to 17 shots does anyone know 14 to 16 it's somewhere in there 14 to 16 i don't remember which okay yeah yeah and uh the it it seemed like two shots and he was down and then you know another like 10 12 shots to um when would 14 to 16 shots at one guy be necessary when you're well, shooting they, something that other than human, like a, like a chupacabra. A I mean, a guy <laughs> with a knife, you shot him 16 times? I just... Yeah. Now, knives seem... are really dangerous. I'm not saying that you can never shoot a guy using a knife, but the, I just... I saw this guy, and it didn't... There was never that, like, shooting impetus. Like, like you know, reaching for something. Or, like, the, the thing that would make it... Now, it's go time. You know, I'm watching you. I've got my yeah. eye on you. All right, and eat, like if you tell me to get hey, my hey, hands up, the one you're talking about. Too. If you tell yeah. me to put my hands up, and I suddenly reach for my cell phone, I I, I kind of cut you some slack, even though I was unarmed and stuff. Like compliance is important, you know. You can't be like, put your hands up. Well, you know, reaching for my my wallet inside my coat. It, it, bad timing, dude. You know, like it, it it's partly your responsibility for this shooting. This guy is somewhere in between on that. He had a knife in his hand. But also, it wasn't like he like cocked it into some sort of ready position or anything. Um, and and the, the amount of shots, I get when you decide to shoot, you shoot for kill, et cetera, et cetera. You know, no one shoots to wound. But I don't know. It, it, it does seem like it hurts the policeman's case to shoot that many times. Well, it definitely does. Like, yeah. And I'm always... That, that's, that shows signs of yeah. a, like an adrenaline rush almost. Most of these guns I've got here don't even hold that many fucking bullets. Okay, like like I I, I got to go to to this special one here to get that much firepower. Is like, that a Glock 17? Yeah. 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 <laughs> but, but when you say most of these guns, it's, it's just. Yeah, well, uh, I mean, that uh, one there was a fucking hundred rounds, but I yeah, I was gonna know. say there's some rifles nearby. <laughs> yeah. Like, at what point does uh, shooting at one guy with a knife in the over ten times? Where does that fall under to protect and serve? So it's completely inexcusable in his case because there wasn't that like, oh shit, here he comes kind of moment. But like, you know, if you're holding the gun and the guy's coming at you like like Jason from the fucking scary movies, I'm not going to squeeze off five and then make and see if he's okay. I'm going to be so terrified. I bet my adrenaline's going and I'm just going, ah! 
<laughs> and squeezing as fast as I possibly fucking can. Did you mean completely inexcusable? Or completely excusable? I I, I think he said... Inexcusable what he did, because yeah, yeah. that's obviously murder. Um, but, but like, if a guy's coming at me with a knife, like, and, and you, I hear you, he, you shot him 15 times, like, yeah, I guess you were out of bullets yeah. then, huh? You didn't <laughs> reload not, then, eh? Cause you're not like, taking a shot and thinking after every one, like, is he good? That's one. Is he good? Yeah. That's two. Yeah. The I thing mean, is, is, no, because I think that, okay, a cop, a police officer takes an oath to protect and serve. They're supposed to. And if, if you're shooting, you're you've taken an oath to protect that guy as well. The guy who's trying to stab you, who's on BTV. Unfortunately, you're you're you've taken an oath to also protect him, and so shooting him sixteen times doesn't mean it means that you 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 really had no concern for his welfare either, because it, it, it unfortunately the laws do apply to everybody whether you're a criminal or not and it's it's just it's overkill it's just too much yeah in that it's, situation uh, the cop was totally wrong like he there the guy wasn't running at him with a knife he like oh i didn't have a taser well then maybe one of the other seven cops there maybe one of them had a taser i have a hunch like yeah. one of them could have done that. or shoot the guy in the leg shoot him in the leg and i i can you just incapacitate him i mean did you have yeah. to that's not something really open assault on him. Uh, yeah, no, but they, but that's just it. It's it, it, to protect and serve. Like they're supposed to be people who just maintain order. Might, in might ricochet in one community. off your not, kneecap and take the, granny out down the, the road or the, something. The cops. I don't know if you've read Rise of the Warrior Cop. Um, if you haven't, uh, check it out sometime. It it it, it traces the evolution of sort of the constable. Up oh. until, sorry. You have to turn your camera back. Yeah, around. it's coming. I got it. Uh, yeah. there we go. Um, but it, it it traces the evolution of the you know the old sort of constable, local policeman who was there to protect and serve to the now. Uh, I, I mean, where they have an arsenal. You know, I mean, they, they, they cops have tanks. And, and yeah. a lot of them are ex-military, so I, I feel like they just are carrying on their military career in the civilian yeah. population, and that yeah. that is gone too far. Yeah, yeah. Like usually, it seems like there's a little more story to these kinds of shootings, where it's like, oh, unarmed person shot by cops, and it's like, okay, well, let's see what actually happened here and watch it pan out. This one seems pretty cut and dry of the cop being totally in the wrong, like he. Yeah. I feel like there's an 80-20 thing. I mean, the guy was high on PCP with a knife in his hand. He was, and he was a menace, but he, he wasn't making a like direct, aggressive act towards the cop. Like, yeah, he should have been tased. Should have given him a couple volts of that, probably more than one or two, because PCP tends to make people borderline invincible. But if you don't have the taser, hop back in your giant armored Suburban. Like, <laughs> he's not going to stab through that. Right. I mean, you have a, you have an entire force behind you that's you know should be able to protect you. And plus, you you know your job's dangerous. You took an oath to participate in a dangerous job. And okay, so if you're going to deal with that sort of guy, you can't lose it. You can't lose it and just unload into him. I mean, can you guys see me? I can't see. You. I can see you. I can't I can see only the see other two. John, let's call back real All quick. Right. I'll okay. just hang up and okay. call back. And everyone's reading this. 
here we go and hang a bunches this will work itself out in a minute is now Chiz i back can home see yet, or is he transit uh Chiz is back home he's back home yeah yeah all right yeah that, uh, at least this cop shooting won't have that huge you know I guess debacle of whether or not it was excusable, like most of them do. Like some asshole will be like, "He deserved it. He was on drugs." But well, you wait. Yeah. He could get off. See, uh, he, he's been charged with murder, but he'll have the um, what is it? The PBA, the Policeman's Benevolence Association, lawyers defending him. He'll say, "Look, he was a cop in the line of duty. This guy was a on PCP. Excuse me, with a knife in his hand, and he could get down. off." This guy's not yep. getting off. No. No way. Really? No, the, the mayor's already called this guy out. He's like, clearly you got an officer here not doing the right thing, not following protocol, and you know, and, and the justice system's going to handle it and punish him. Like, they're already writing this guy off. Like, like he's done. They're protesting about it in Chicago, despite how cold it is, so you know they're in, taking yeah. it pretty serious. That's, yeah. uh, that was, uh, I think we talked about that on PKA. I was like, I don't think it'll be a big deal because it's very cold out right now. Very fucking cold. Yeah, that, that kind of protest is more of a warm weather activity. Yeah, if this happened in Miami, it'd be a, all over the place. Bloodbath. <laughs> Bloodbath. Yeah. Yeah, yeah that's, uh, I don't know. Um, I mean, Rodney King guys got off and there was a tape. <laughs> so. Uh huh. That's, that's true. Yeah, I, you know, who knows? Yeah, it was a real beating. They it gave was them. just a, it's just a, it was like obvious. That's why the whole thing blew up. It was like, it was like over the top. It was like the one time where where people are like, see what we're talking about? Look, I was like, I that's mean, how that looks like someone pantomiming a beating. It it looks yeah. so ridiculous. Like he's just ah, like like drawing his arm all the way back, like almost cartoonishly. Like I feel like I, I almost remember one guy like double fisting the baton while he did it. Like mm-hmm. I feel <laughs> like that's I happened. He said, I haven't beaten one this bad in a long time. Did he like, say that? Really? Yeah. Did he yeah. really? <laughs> yeah. I feel so like awful. that's happened 10,000 so times bad. since so then. I, I feel so like... So much bad evidence in that. And oh. it, 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 was, it was it was a powder keg. It seems I, like yeah. so long as you yell, stop resisting while you do it, you're in the clear. I, do they teach that <laughs> in, like, policeman baton courses? Like, you know, what do you say while you beat the perp? Stop resisting. <laughs> Stop resisting. Well, that's, that's what you say when you shoot the perp. Stop reaching for my gun. Stop reaching for my gun. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's what that's what saved uh, Lee Harvey Oswald for an extra two days <laughs> uh, was when he got arrested in that movie theater. Um, he, he kept yelling, "I am not resisting arrest," so that everybody else in the theater like looked and uh, like it, the cop because they most people think that the cop probably would have they probably would have taken him out there. And um, he'd already killed the cop supposedly that day, so they weren't too happy. Yeah, they supposedly oh, right. Yikes! So who do you yeah. think did it? Do you think that all right? So so was it uh, was it the VP? Was he working uh, against Kennedy, or was it was it the Russians? Was the it the Cubans? Was it the mob? Mob's yeah. my favorite conspiracy. Well, theory. I think when you um, I think when you distinguish like and make the mob and the CIA and the FBI different organizations. That's where you kind of you you kind of uh, lose the point. All right, so they're all working for the they're all they're all together. So they're Oswald worked for the CIA. They're all the same he, organization. Yeah, Oswald he was the CIA FBI too. He was and, also and, an FBI informant. And he'd worked he'd he'd worked uh, he'd worked in Russia. He'd, he'd he was a spy over there, from what I from what I understand. But the, um, yeah, they have record of him. He had uh, defected or tried to defect to Russia in 1959. Back and to the left. 
Yeah. Wow. Back. back and to the left. I, will we ever know? Ever? Um, will it be released in my lifetime? Like I feel it like was, it, was, it was supposed to be released seventy-five years after yeah. Lyndon Johnson's death. His his files. Now I don't it think that. I don't think anybody. It, I don't think you're ever gonna know from the source that you want to know from. You know, like you, the 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 the, the guilty parties aren't gonna say it was me. You know, I did it. They're not going to do it. So it's just like you're not going to get a satisfactory conclusion to now, it. But you can look at all the evidence and, you know, like uh, what's-his-face from uh, Texas said, we already do know, uh, you know, what happened. We, we just we just have to be willing to look at the evidence. What, do you believe what, that his head wound was doctored with on Air Force One on the way back? I, you know, I'm I'm... I'm open to anything that makes sense. Um, I've also heard there's a really good documentary. It's three hours long. Um, it's called JFK to 9/11. Everything is a rich man's trick. Horrible title. Great documentary though. Um, he talks about how uh, J.D. Tippett, the cop, was actually a doppelganger for JFK, and that. Because the, the, they needed a, a corpse that had the right whatever, um, bullet trajectories. Basically, yeah, it was, it was you know, that basically the the guy that they buried was actually in Arlington Cemetery was J D. Tippett, and that's why the president's brain is missing and all that shit. Um, what it is is that if if any one of those things isn't true or is true, it's just there's too many coincidences that occur within, you know, on that day, in that sort of, in that circumstance, that make it all like, you can't just, just eat the official story. I mean, what I think happened is, is Oswald was probably a guy who let people into the Texas School Book Depository, because he had a job there, but he didn't shoot anybody, um, he just let, uh, I mean, there was one fingerprint found in the, the sniper's nest, and that was from Malcolm Mac Wallace. And Mac, Mac Wallace was a hitman um, for LBJ. He killed, he, he killed LBJ's sister <laughs> for him. I mean, he was that, uh, was, and, and they found his fingerprint on one of the boxes in the sniper's nest at the uh, Texas School Book Depository. I just think that it was all, all interested parties. I think it was probably the people who had the most to lose financially from JFK's presidency who put it in motion. And then guys like Hoover and LBJ um, and, you know, Alan Dulles were more than willing to, uh, um, you know, it, it, it Put the you know act whatever put it into effect for him. My thing's um, always been that's some real fancy shooting for one guy to do. Uh, that's yeah. a that's a that's a with lot a going on there. With, with a, a real shitty, real shitty, shitty, uh, real shitty uh, rifle there. Anyone know? It's like an man Italian man looked their Carcano. Yeah, it was a, the the Italian. It was an Italian rifle that was used in World War Two, and it was called the uh, the the Italians used to joke and call it the the humanitarian's gun because mm -hmm. you could like walk right up to somebody and shoot them and it still wouldn't it wouldn't hurt them like it was just so powerless they also found a really good rifle up there in the it, on the sixth floor um it was a um 
why am I why am I losing the the name of it? Uh, it, it but they even announced it on the news early on, and uh, um, in the like after it happened. Uh, but it was a uh, I'll I'll look it up. But uh, it's it was a really powerful. It was a it was a for real rifle, and they just sort of mulled that over and said, no, no, we were wrong. It was, uh, it was, it was a Manlichter Carcano. It's this one. So anyone it's, here buy? Got, like, I've got a conspiracy theory that I kind of buy, and it's the um, for nine eleven. Mm-hmm. I think we might have shot down that Pennsylvania plane. You know, the, 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 one had hit the Pentagon, two had hit the Twin Towers. Um, apparently they scrambled jets from DC that could have got there with plenty of time to be the shooter. The, the wreckage of it was spread out enough. Whereas if it actually just crashed into the ground, it would all be in pretty much one spot, but there were like leaflets and shit that, you know, spread over the course of miles. Broke up at altitude. Yep. Yep. And I remember something about, what do you think? What do you think happened to building seven? I don't know. I don't know. Like whenever I say building seven is really suspicious, there's somebody who understands this stuff better than me that says it makes oh. sense. Oh, man, come on. I mean, that's just... I, I mean... For people that don't think know... think that office fires on the top floor would make it crumble like a like a controlled demolition? That's just... Man, come on. We, I mean, we can't afford to all be like... I, I don't know. Just be like, oh, well, I, you know, you're a smart guy. You're uh, a reasonable guy. You, you, haven't, you probably haven't spent the obsessive time that maybe you know somebody like me would you know like I just, uh, people say really good, uh, you're really too good smart of a guy to look at it and go that that's did not think it's bullshit but there's a really good popular mechanics uh the people who made loose change uh mm-hmm. those people they had a debate on some forum or another where the editor-in-chief and some other dude from popular mechanics like mm-hmm. experts in civil engineering debated the loose change people and all the little you know quips that the loose change people had of oh you know the fuel wouldn't burn hot enough to do this and this and this and this would have to happen and why did it uh, collapse in this formation and whatnot and you know it was only like an hour and a half long thing maybe but the popular mechanics guys the civil engineers they had answers to everything like they would be like well the reason for that is because of this principle and this is why this happens and you can see this executed here here and here as well a bunch like, of YouTubers have tested you, if, you if, at, fuel... if you looked into it, though, like those popular mechanics guys, I, I mean, they didn't answer a lot of questions. They didn't answer a lot of shit that, um, I mean, there's a there's another documentary. It's fi- I mean, Luth Change was very good, but there's another documentary called The New Pearl Harbor that's five and a half hours long. That Jesus. It's, <laughs> its entire purpose is to refute the debunkers from the popular mechanics article the the people who are you know there's a there's a there's a 45 minute documentary of it. this guy did uh, it was just a he was a he was a scientist who was like i mean who who just did tests on the the dust to find out what the explosive was that was used and i mean this guy is he's a i mean he lost his career over it um because you know he was vilified and fired by the university that he worked for, but you know these people don't have anything to gain by what they're telling you. Popular just, mechanics does. They might, but I just don't understand why. Why the theatrics of it when it just because easily could have been you know the terrorists uh, found their way into the building and planted these 
uh, bombs to make it uh, be a controlled demolition, but their control, and they did this and that. Like, why add all the loose potential threats? They did that, the right? Planes? They because did that the first it, time. Does it make sense for the for people for for uh, you know guys in a cave in, in Pakistan to have all of this sort of privileged access to the buildings when? There was uh, there was time in the the weeks leading up to 9/11 when they did shut down all the security cameras, they shut down all the alarms, they shut down all the sensors, and it, I mean it just so happens that the the guy who um, the the security company that was in charge of security for the World Trade Center was Bush's brother. I mean his his company his his company was in charge of the security. Um, there's a, it's like JFK. There's too many coincidences. Just too many for you to go, you know, it, 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 the official story. I know we, I, I mean, I wanted to believe it too, I guess, but it's, I do. Man, I, I believe that the Jets I, I took the two big things down. I, I, I can sort of see a world where, like, the top of I the mean, building they crumble like that. So the top of head? the building drops a story or two, right? Because the, the steel beams, they don't melt, but they weaken from the fire. The whole thing drops, and that sends a shockwave all the way from top to bottom that makes a thing fall. Like, I can kind of get on board with that. It, building an seven, hour later? Building 7, I don't understand. Well, yeah, it takes a while to weaken the beams, right? And, the, the, but, I mean, this is one This is one jet. This is one jet. But you saw the, the flame keep going. That's like, built for, I mean, but but every, the, guy, the engineers who designed the building said that this is impossible the um i mean hundreds and hundreds of scientists have, have come out i mean who refute every it's just impossible so, for them to both to no i'm sorry all three to crumble like like they i mean they fell into their own footprint at at free fall speed i mean that means like if if you put a like a, a if like the top of the buildings were massively heavy like the, if you took that 2500 pound thing that you had today and put it on top of like a um like a, a a styrofoam cups stack it dropped like that it dropped like you like there's no resistance like there's no resistance whatsoever and all right so yeah, who's pulling the strings who's that. behind who's behind I, this I, global I, conspiracy to control us by operating these puppet puppeted politicians these marionettes if you will to enslave the human one. population for what goal? What Lockheed Martin is doing it, perhaps to well, military-industrial complex. You're going back to the sure, sure. I think it's I think it's whoever has um, something to gain by uh, by what they've done. I mean, Cheney look, had all it, those Halliburton options. It's no coincidence that are that these there global was, forces okay, or there's, national? There was a there was a there was a group. There was a think tank called the Project for a New American Century that uh, was a, a right-wing Republican. Um, think tank that uh, uh you know was it was in the late 90s um and they were they drew up all this shit that they wanted to to put into effect but they said that the odds of them being able to put that into effect were very slim ex except for uh, in the case of a new pearl harbor quote new pearl harbor and it it just so happens that they win a very controversial election in 2000, go into office in January 2001. This happens in September 2001, and then a month later, all of this legislation that's been drawn up for a long time 
gets to be put into effect, which is the Patriot Act, which gets to, which takes away a lot of, it takes away two, two of the ten Bill of Rights. I mean, we, we, illegal search and seizure, that's, it's, it's gone now. It's just, you know, habeas corpus and shit like that. It's gone. And it's because of this. And this shit doesn't happen because some pissed off Arabs got a hold of some planes. Some pissed off Arabs who, you know, of the 19 hijackers, like, Half of them have been found alive. They're not even, they, they didn't even do it. Um, you know, it, it's, it's, uh, these, it, those guys are, I mean, it's just, we're just being taken for a ride by somebody. Do I know who? No. But there are, but you know what? That's because I don't have the memory for it. There's actually, a, there's another documentary that actually names names and actually goes down the list of, where they were, what they did, what they had to gain, and I, I wish I could tell you the name of it. It was, uh, but go to YouTube. There's just a, there's a wealth of information about it. It's um, it, it's 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 staggering. It really is. And I and I don't mean to be like a a dick just to be a dick because I just want to believe conspiracies because I don't. I just, I just think that there's um. Are there there's, any other? There's a lot of shit at work that, 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 yeah, that they're not, that they don't want you to think is it. Okay, work, so, what, so wait, Kennedy, what, real quick, what's the name of the five and a half hour one? The new, the new Pearl Harbor. The new so Pearl got, Harbor. The Kennedy assassination, nine eleven. Are there any other conspiracy theories, or maybe not a few in, in your eyes? Uh, that, well, that I just, I, I think it's, it's, look, it's research, it's people who are willing to go okay what vietnam? about this ask questions well yeah vietnam is i mean okay, vietnam is like is... vietnam's very similar the gulf of tonkin never happened that's why we went to to war in vietnam was because supposedly a japanese submarine attacked a ship in uh, the gulf of tonkin and we're like you know they got the country to go yeah let's let's kill them did we and, sink the lusitania too Oh, right. sending it into those waters on purpose, though. I've heard that. I have no idea about that one. I've no, I've heard that 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 before. That that we that we sort of sent that uh, we sent ships into danger, knowing that at one point or another they'd get one, and it would be just. Yeah, you got the German, you got the German U-boats like cutting off England from any supplies, and then you send a fucking passenger ship right into the shipping lane. And then I heard the Lusitania. Did have stuff on it, like military supplies. Yeah. Well, okay. Uh, Operation like we were Northwoods. doing what they said. There's a look up uh, Operation Northwoods um, on on a Google search, and you find a. Uh, it was a plan by the U.S. government during the Kennedy administration, and Kennedy was the only reason that it got shut down. Um, was it was a plan to basically do what they did on 9/11, which was. Um, they wanted to. They wanted to invade Cuba, so they they had this. They concocted this plan to take um, passenger jetliners and replace them with military drones and uh, uh, attack U.S. targets, so that people would think that it was Cuba coming after them, and in reality, it was America coming after itself, so America could invade Cuba. 
That, that's yeah. I I, I didn't know about Operation Northwoods, but there's a Wikipedia page on it, and he's yeah. It's been declassified. It's a, it's. I mean, it's real shit. I've got a lot of googling to do. <clears throat> yeah, and, and I, you know, and I don't like. I said I don't mean to just be like, you know, I, I want to be spiteful. No, because this is I, fun. I, I, and it is. It's really interesting, and it's fucking. I I I'm always just trying to find new shit because it is. It's it's almost like a living soap opera because it's interesting. Um, don't you think Bernie Sanders wouldn't do this and Trump and Clinton both would? Uh, I, I think, think they that, all would when they're shown the secret room. I think, <laughs> right, I think John Blind F. Kennedy wouldn't do it. John F. Kennedy wouldn't do it. And apparently not. He was, he was rich enough to, um, to refuse, you know, bribes or whatever. They couldn't, they couldn't buy him. They couldn't buy his brother. And brave they just enough. did away with him. They just killed him. And, I mean, I mean the, the guy had been in war. The guy's ship was sunk. He, like, swam back home or something ridiculous like that. Saved some yeah, other yeah. dude. VG-109, uh, he was like the... He was like the I guess he was captain of that ship. There's a lot of... You know, there's a lot... It, it, there, there could have been some I, embellishment on that story. I've heard some of the details were romanticized. Um, sure. Having and said I, that, his dad did a lot with that. His dad did his dad was a rich guy and his dad did a lot to but get his son into office. There's some core stuff in there that's that everybody agrees, which is like the boat really was sank. He really did have to swim mm. for quite some time and it was a yeah. scary thing that might have made him look at some threat from the mafia in a different way, like, you know, oh, the mafia, dude, I've seen some shit. Uh yeah. you know, they well, yeah, he was very – he kind of was almost like Tupac where he knew he was going to die young. Huh. And so he was – he had his – he was like he, he was like his favorite poem was Rendezvous with Death. He he just kind of – he had he had been sick. He had Addison's disease. He was in pain every day. Huh. So he really – he knew something was coming at some point. He knew he was a marked man. There was a – there was actually a plot in Miami I think three or four days before he got shot in Dallas. That got shut down. Um, That's why he lived but, every day uh, like it was his last. Yeah, yes. a little Marilyn he, Monroe he, reference. He, right he, he actually terrible life advice. He actually had a conscience. <laughs> I mean, he he did, he delivered a speech. At, it was like this. Uh, Not when it came to women. This uh, he delivered a speech at a well. Yeah, well, okay, yeah, of course. But his his wife also was well. I didn't see she's okay with it. She just looked the other way. Um, but. Uh, he delivered a speech at American University where he was just he you could see that he had just come around to the idea of uh, peace and like we shouldn't get, be into this arms race we should be in a peace race and it was a really really powerful speech and it's like you can tell that did him in it was like him wanting to work against people who's who, who made money off of you know war and um, you know, there's there's people who put money in. They invest in both sides. You know, it's been going on since World War One. You know, stock stock people, fucking Henry Ford. You know, guys like that who just who just fund both sides. And it's like, eh, whichever one comes out, I'm I come out ahead either way. And yeah. those are puppet masters. Those are people who are just at the top and. How do you become just, a puppet master? I, I'd like to apply for that gig. It seems like you wind up just fine. Can I? Yeah, can I yeah. invest somehow in both Syria? No, I'm sorry. Nobody's uh, fucking with you. Turkey Nobody's and Russia. You. If you're a, yeah, if you're a puppet master, it's it's just it's I, yeah. 
if that's your job description, <laughs> you're, uh, you're living well. Because yeah, we, nobody's going to fuck with you. Can we all agree that we've been to the moon? Nah. Uh, no? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, you know what? I, I've heard differing stories. In some ways, I believe that we have, and it's different from the story they gave us. And then I also believe that, you know, it's possible that we, we haven't, and they staged the whole thing. I don't know. I, I don't I don't trust the official story about anything. I wish that they could get the, like, telescope technology good enough that you could see it. They, 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 it is. It is good enough. There's pictures online. Oh, mine's not good enough anyway. I have a decent like telescope. Art, I mean, it was like, it, it was literally hundreds of dollars. <laughs> see, there's, there's, a, there's, there's actually, you know, people who have who who seem to. I mean, they have. They feel like they have evidence that basically the moon isn't the the barren rock that they've made it out to be. That it's actually got. It's like a little Earth, almost. Like where it's it's got water, it's got grass, it's got an atmosphere, and it just you know really because I that's just yeah. that's just I don't think that's no, true, and I'll tell you why way that it's a little earth up there. I, 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 <laughs> I feel like if you had I'm with you on a lot of these. I don't have. I'm a, not saying I, it's right. I'm just saying I'm. Yeah, I'm I feel like my you, telescope's not worth hundreds of dollars, but I have a three thousand dollar rifle scope, and I can see the fucking craters. Yeah, people up there. Yeah, my telescope is is or good. atmosphere. It's or a Celestron. I don't know. I don't know. It's a Celestron five. I want to read about that. that. Like, what's the theory that it there, has? There's a there's a um, you know, it, it was a documentary on YouTube um, that uh, I want to say it was about an hour long, and it was about um, basically it was just like saying that you know, almost like the the, the sort of the puppet masters, the power elite, are keeping the moon as almost their separate uh, safe haven to go to, like another planet that they can use up because we're fucking this one up and they don't want to tell anybody about it because they don't want to get crowded i think that one might be false I, I, it's, I, it could no. be, i'm gonna get crowded but, but, like, like i'm just gonna show up with my spaceship but while they make kids. a good case but they make a good case but i can see it from my yard but the thing is is why believe why believe the official story any more than that one? Because here's the thing. If what you're suggesting would require one of three things, either the base is on the dark side of the moon, it's underground, or what, we're, what we've been looking at for all these years is some sort of hologram technology. But we've been looking at the people have been like drawing the fucking moon for like hundreds of years. So like that one's out. And the dark side of the moon will be all dark and cold, and I, the I just dark side of the moon. Was... You're basing, but you're basing your evidence on the dark side of the moon on what? Which what evidence? I mean, what do you know about the dark side of the moon? I, I know Great that it would have to be cold there. I forgive me for being but, stupid. But your, Does but the same of side your, of the moon always face us? But all yes. of your your yeah. your your uh, your evidence on on the moon has been given to you by essentially see, one source but i can see the the light yeah. side of the moon yeah, I, I, it looks it, it looks light up here. i mean it 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 does but it's uh, i i don't know i don't know i'm not a scientist I, do. so I don't know yeah but there's a lot of scientists out there who like i would say they're pretty pretty set in their their ways like there's no way that every uh astronomer out there is they're like hey you just keep peddling this 
you know, that, that other side of the moon, it's a fucking fantasy land over there. It's crazy. Like, we already have a second Playboy Mansion built up there. Great. Uh, you guys all get a spot. Moon just pussy. make sure that all that you tweet about is how great weed is and stuff, and don't mention anything about the, the moon, you know? Like, if it looks like a moon and smells like a moon and has for hundreds of thousands of years, I, I, I think it's more I'll like that's, like that's too made, big of a conspiracy. I've it's maybe, yeah, like okay. Maybe, maybe I've gone... Maybe I've gone further down the rabbit hole than I no. need to, but but I'll, but I'll say this: this is one this is one train of one train of thought that I thought was it was was very it was very interesting. It was all of this shit does sound crazy? It it, it just does. It sounds because most people, you know, we just, we just want to get along, man. You just want right. to you know uh, get through the day. You want to you know eat well, you know. Find somebody to love and be. You just want to get through life. You don't want to fuck with anybody. You don't want to have yeah, be fucked with. And all of it sounds crazy to the to to the average normal person. But the people who are doing these things are fucking insane. I mean, they're out of their minds. I don't and... think that any of it sounds super super crazy until the moon thing. Like the rest of it is like there's enough people out there, you know, that like they're. Yeah, I, I, find, I'm find Taylor out, on that out. actually. So, like Building Seven, right? Find I don't, out. I don't know why. Like these buildings are stone and glass, or cement and glass, and then the flames oh. somehow jumped across the street and made it burn straight down. It it just defies my uneducated logic. Um, yeah. JFK and the magic bullet and this and that and the bad gun. And, there's enough questions there that I think, well, maybe. My you biggest know? question with that one is, hey, that that shot's real hard to make. Like, like you're telling yeah. me one guy did all that shooting yeah, when yeah. it seems like it makes a lot more sense if you place at least one more shooter either on that grassy knoll area or maybe in a drainage thing or in a different building or in the same building right Plus, next to shooter one. A thing that, that I spend a lot of attention to, a thing I spend a lot of attention too. to, a thing I spend a lot of attention to in all aspects of life and business and whatever is I look at motives and there are so many motives for the JFK thing, like whether it be like a Cuba thing or a mafia thing or whatever. You wanted to end the federal, the, the, the uh, what is it, the, the Fed. Sir? He wanted to get rid of the Fed. Yes. So, like, there's so many motives out there. Like, the JFK thing, maybe. The 9-11 thing, oh, especially Building 7. Um, what was the, the other one? Oh, Vietnam. Vietnam one's actually oh, the Pennsylvania flight thing. Like, the timing all works on that. Um, even if even if 9-11 was everything they told us it was, you know, attackers from the Middle East and more, uh, we could have still, still shot down the Pennsylvania thing as yeah. a legitimate self-defense measure and just not wanted the political repercussions of making a hard call like that. And then, um, but the moon thing, I think you're on your own there. That one's I, and, <laughs> and I understand that. And I mean, if, if, if you ever get, cause I, I believed that we landed on the moon myself um, up until maybe a year ago. Um, what and happened to I, you? I just started, I started, I just started, look, I just started, Going Andrew. down the rabbit hole, just just looking at stuff like uh, you know whether it's it started with JFK. I was a JFK buff at first, yeah. and it went JFK and nine eleven and the moon and <laughs> fucking Watergate, <laughs> and, it, and it just it's like holy shit, this this world's fucked up, and it really does it. It kind of um, it 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 just it brings down a lot of your images, but it's. It's just it's it's interesting, and for somebody who just, I you know I've gotten to a point where I just I'm aggressively pursuing knowledge, you know just to just because I like to know about the 
the world I'm in, and I love history, and I love to you know what trace else adds, things see, back to you, know what you need to find to a way to harness your celebrity. Get in on one of those White House, uh, uh, what do they have, what, the, the press uh, the press dinner? You need to mm. get in there, and you need to just get a, get a sharp thing and just get Obama and be like, tell me. <laughs> <laughs> he doesn't know talk. shit. He uh, might. Yeah. <laughs> Comedian John Caparulo. Tragically falls downstairs at White House. <laughs> <laughs> It'll be less believable. Falls upstairs. Shouting, the moon's not real. Do we know where Dick Cheney's hanging out these days? Maybe in some sort of sulfurous volcano or something like that? Because he probably knows. I, I mean, yeah. Here, here's yeah. a better question that I didn't think I would be asking. But what? Which one have you researched of all these theories that you researched it and then you found out? Like not of the ones we've included, but. You just came to the conclusion of okay, this is not a conspiracy. This is this is actually what they reported. Like anything like that that's jumped out at you? None of it. <laughs> it's like it. It really. It's all plausible. It, it's it's like yeah. It, it's like okay. We're we're all kind of just given a, a a set of facts. Like you have this TV or whatever your newspapers do whatever that sort of control the information that comes into you. And they, you know, you base your opinion on those events based on that. Now, if those institutions are controlled by the same people, which you, they largely are, then you have reason to suspect, well, why Well, why would they do that? Well, would they have something to gain by doing that? Was that, is that, and like I said, I don't, I don't claim to know, it's like the whole God thing. I don't claim to know what happened in any of these things, but I do think that the official versions are bullshit. And I, I don't, I, I just don't, I don't, I don't trust uh, the people giving them to us anymore. I think there's, I think it's not for a lot of these. It's not like everything they give you is horse shit, and it's all the other way. Like I think there's quite a bit of if these conspiracy theories are even, you know, calling them conspiracy theories, already puts an aura of, like, craziness yeah. on it, you know? Yeah. Uh, kind of like an othering. But there is, like, a gray area, I think, where it's, like, you know, with 9-11, like, you know, there was some suspicious stuff on that, for sure, which is why it's been such a big deal with the conspiracy theory people. But it's not, I don't think that everything would be false. Like, the best way to lie to people is truth and then a little bit of lie. You know, like a, a full-fledged lie, you're not going to convince as many people as like leading them along with truths, and then you sneak something in at the end. You know, mm. like it just seems like if they were trying to trick you, they would include a lot of truth there to lead you up to it and then accept it. You know, I feel like, and, and I don't, I don't mean to go be on a soapbox about any of this. I'm sorry to cut you off. Uh, I, I just, I think you guys are three. I mean, from what I've uh, gained over the past four hours. You guys are intelligent guys, so if you ever decide that you want to take the time to look at this stuff, I think you draw your own conclusions. But I, I don't, I don't think, I don't think you, I don't think you would think that way if, if you really said, okay, I'm a, I'm a fucking, I'm gonna get into this shit. 
That is and possible. Here's the thing. Yeah. So I'm I with think... you on 9-11 and JFK, I think. I, I, I think there's something there with 9-11. Something. I don't know what. But something doesn't smell right. Uh, the JFK thing, I think that's, there's definitely something bad yeah, I'm with you there. there. Mm. Uh, the moon we definitely landed on, although we had plenty of reasons to fake it. And I watched this whole documentary about how they would have gotten, uh, what's his name, that did A Clockwork Orange in, in 2000. Stanley Kubrick. Stanley Kubrick. Stanley Kubrick to, to fake it. And I've, I've watched all that shit. And I believe Stanley Cooper probably could have pulled it off pretty well, but I don't think he did. Um, mm-hmm. uh, you know, I don't believe Bigfoot or the Loch Ness monster or any of that shit. But um, but when it comes to big governments or those in power, perhaps manipulating the public, we, we've seen time and time again when it's when we do get to see a little peek behind the curtain that they are up to shit like that. False flag operations have been going on. Mm-hmm. I mean, the, you know, the Nazi Party was started with a false flag operation. They, yep. they set a fire in the Reichstag. They blamed it on uh, fucking communists, and that was a key moment in the rise of the Nazi power. Uh, Operation it, it, Paperclip. You ever hear that? Operation I have Paperclip. heard that, yeah. Yeah, that was, that, that's how we started the CIA um, and, and NASA, um, which was after World War II, there were members of the Nazi party that um, um, the U.S. conveniently changed their file from Nazi to not Nazi. Totally. I mean, and, we needed those V two rocket that V two rocket them in technology scientists and, scientists. and also intelligence experts. And those intelligence experts started the CIA. It used to be the OSS before World War Two. They started the CIA under Truman, and it, it, so the CIA was started by Nazis, so or with the help largely of Nazis. So uh, it's. Um, it's it, you have every reason to suspect that the same lineage is you know affecting our world now. One you know, of, it could one be. of the things I've been trying to get in. I, I feel like the Iraq War, the second, oh, the second one in particular, was started on a lie, and you know the the whole weapons of mass destruction, the fact that you know, oh my bad, we just had some faulty intelligence. We really thought there were weapons of mass destruction when we had no evidence zero and i can prove that we had zero evidence because there were no weapons of mass destruction there wouldn't be evidence if there and the other thing is that kind of lends credence to it is now it's just generally accepted and known and admitted by the government that vietnam was started on a lie that how is it pronounced gulf of Tonkin? gulf of tonkin tonkin yeah yeah, yeah. gulf of tonkin they, yeah. they said that so people don't know that what the the impetus to really get into vietnam and make it a war was they shot down, I'm sorry, they, they sunk one of our ships. But that actually is a completely fictionary event based on nothing. And yeah. and oh, tens of thousands or hundreds of thousands of people died over that. And it's crazy mm-hmm. to think that we would only do that once. You know, that, that the idea that we could have done it in Iraq, you know, like, oh, no, but it's unfathomable that we did it 10 years ago, right. I, I think is naive. I don't recall yeah. how many Vietnamese we killed, but uh, it seems like 50-something thousand U.S. It was 50-some thousand Americans, right. but it was like in the, uh, they uh, estimate could be in the millions for Vietnamese, yeah. Killed a lot really of them. A lot of Vietnamese people. It's out, a yeah. lot of death. All based, yeah. all started on a lie. Right. Democracy is non-negotiable. <laughs> and, and, yeah, it's just... Um, I, you know, it's one of those things. It's like it's like instead of watching Game of Thrones, <laughs> instead of watching Tits and Dragons, I've started watching conspiracy shit. And I, I just I think that you guys are just as capable of drawing your own conclusions very intelligently, just like I have. And I hear you. I really. I don't. Like tits I and never want to preach to anybody and tell them 
this is how it is because look man your world is your world but I, I I you know I just sorry I just I I uh, I've watched too much no, like no, I, I like too hearing far about down the rabbit hole we need a too many pits. things that I'm like that could be we need a and tits and dragons so yeah. we need a tits and dragons TV uh, t-shirt let us know in the comments box would you buy a titty, a tits and dragons t-shirt t-shirt I like <laughs> yeah tits and dragons would you buy two tits and dragons <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, I like the conspiracy nice. theory stuff. It's just, I, I, I don't know. When I, it's almost like cognitive dissonance because, like, when I, if I watch one video like on YouTube that's about it, and it's like convincing me one way on it, I'm like, oh yeah. my god, I am so there. You know what? These bastards. And then it'll, and they're related. It'll be like debunking the title of this video. And I'm yes. like, okay, well, I'll go I've here. I've done that. And I'm like, oh. oh, well, those other bastards were trying to trick me. And I then, watched three <laughs> JFK documentaries in a row. And, like, after the first one, I was like, those sons of bitches. <laughs> and then the second one came on, it was like, it wasn't those sons of bitches after all. It was the other sons of bitches. And I watched the third one, and it was like, oh, so it was just Lee Harvey Oswald. Oh, okay. All right. <laughs> oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I don't even think that's... that's controversial. I think most people... Don't think well, it was just Lee Harvey Oswald. That's the scary thing. I remember on the 50th mm. anniversary in, in 2013, I remember I, uh, I, I, you know, flipped the TV on in a hotel room, and uh, it was CNN, and not only the reporters on CNN were, were basically pushing the official story, like still saying, well, there's been no evidence that's come out that actually refutes the official story, and there has, but there isn't any official evidence. Like, no, the FBI won't say that there's evidence. They, they, you know, they, they just still go, uh, no, it happened this way. One gun from the Texas School Book Depository from the sixth floor. And it's just, there's just not, there's not officially accepted evidence by the people who would be incriminating themselves by accepting that evidence. So you can't go by their evidence. Um, but it's, it, it, I was shocked to like, it seems to have really, over the past 20 or so years since JFK the movie came out, they've gradually eaten into that number, like of where like it used to be like 75, 80% of Americans believe that there's a conspiracy, and now it's, it's down to like 60. I mean, it's, hmm. uh, they've, they've done a decent job of eating into it, and hemming back the whole yeah, the conspiracy belief. There, I think of other conspiracies. Oh, I, I wait. Here's you know what. Penny. Speaking of your guns, um, uh, the 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 with well, the shoot the mass shootings, um, recently, like if you looked at the stuff like Sandy Hook and um, uh, the uh, what is it? The, I mean, Sandy Hook, the the guy, the guy at the the movie theater. Yeah, um, yeah, the Joker guy. Mm -hmm. Colorado. They. I haven't really looked into those ones too much, but you know, like I said, after after you read or watch so much, you can get to the point where it's like, okay, you know what? I'm willing to listen to any theory. That's why I'm willing to listen to anybody who says we didn't land on the moon. I'm willing to listen to anybody who says we did, but this is how it is. Because I just think that it's it's quite possible that uh, you know any uh, of those things could be true. 
Yeah. I feel like it's going to be harder and harder to pull that shit off, though, now with the internet and so many detectives out there sleuthing about, like, even if it's yeah. a seemingly straightforward story, they'll try and find gaps in it, even if they may or may not actually the exist. Edward Snowden's of this world would expose it. Well, yeah, yeah. but look, at it. Edward Snowden gave up his life, though. Edward Snowden's... Not if Bernie gets elected. Well, uh, that's what Bernie... See, the thing is, though, if you look Long back and see what Barack said before he got elected, though, and what he did. Do you, you know, remember? He, said, he yeah. said he was going to pull us out of Iraq. He said he was going to pull. We were going to end that war. Shut down Guantanamo. In particular, I, I yeah. remember the um, you know, how he was going to shine a light on this stuff, how he wanted a really transparent government. Yep. And, uh, and then once he became government, it was like, you motherfucking whistleblower. <laughs> you know, your your yeah. life is mine. And, and and this whole thing with 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 monitoring all of our phone calls and our text messages and and, and this, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. you know, they they you know, he's at the top of that or supposedly, you know, he's yeah. the president and it's on his watch that all this shit's going down. So yeah. he didn't he didn't talk like that when he was trying to get elected. No. So yeah. that's why Bernie Sanders is like I don't know. I mean, if you weren't on a list after this airs, you definitely will be for. All of yeah. your, your opinions oh, here. Oh, goody. <laughs> <laughs> Can you request your list? I'd like to see my list. You know, I want to see what they know about me. Their You're just on every enough. pedophile really finder. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. You're worried about that first, so yeah. Yeah, well. <laughs> yeah, if, any, if anything, that's what they're watching you for. They're, they're just making yeah, sure you don't diddling any more kids. Any Why kids. wouldn't you? Yeah, I, I mean. Yeah. <laughs> better safe than sorry. Any yeah. more kids. <laughs> Any more kids? She totally looked fifteen. She could pass for fifteen. I don't know why you guys are fussing at me. She totally looked fifteen. She was twelve, but she totally looked fifteen. Yeah, yeah, God. She was giving me that look like she needed some lunch money. (laughs) I I can't imagine those guys who do like. You imagine that boy was starting to develop. But I mean, the, the, when you talk about pedophiles, it's like the, the actual what what actually drives those guys to do that? To actually, you know, like you know, I'd be nervous to shoplift. You know what I mean? Like to actually do that, to go through with that sort of awfulness. They gotta be really. Re- I mean, they gotta be dying to do. It must that, be you know? good, right? Is that what you're getting to? Must, <laughs> must, like some boy ass. Well, I mean, really I, I wonder. Are there? Yeah. Are there? Are there Just pedophiles like, out there with no game? You, you know, who can get it? And you're like, I've um, had women. But you you know what I mean? Like, it, uh, old women, young women. Yeah, no. You come here often. Skinny women. Yeah, every day between eight thirty and three. Ah, shit! All I did was, yeah, we just talked. Yeah. <laughs> well, look at her prancing around in her light-up sneakers like she's the shit. You know? <laughs> uh, just, what, yeah, what was I supposed to do? Uh, yeah. <laughs> Boy have ass must be the, awesome. I, I have to Ampla? ask my local clergyman just how great it is. Oh. <laughs> oh. There's a doc, uh, there, a doc on a... Nambla where they like interview these pedophiles. It's like it was a community of them, and these guys like. They have themselves convinced. They're like, well, I was sitting there with her and or with him, and you know, he was 
naturally curious. These boys are curious about these things, yeah. and and I could tell he was flirting with me, and so I flirted with him. And it's like, what the fuck world are you living in? Like <laughs> these people are so deluded that they think that these little yeah. boys are ac- actively flirting with them. So they're yeah. not even like thinking yeah. in their head they, that they're they, being they fucked up. They're dating. They just, yeah. yeah, yeah. They think yeah. that it's a relationship. Yeah, it's, was, it's it, so it, creepy. I guess Nambla started it in Northeast, uh, like around Boston, and uh, and then went from there, obviously. But it, it, but uh, I um, saw so there was a documentary. It was called "Have You Seen Andy?" and it was about this kid who got abducted, and he never they saw him again in the seventies. And the woman who did the film did a lot of research into it, and you know found that the like the origins of Nambla had happened around there, and um, like she had like like tapes of like you know. Like the stuff that these guys said, like because they what they did is they they helped each other out essentially, they 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 passed information and and helped each other you know sort of ambush kids and things like that. It was a really really, it's a really demented, just sick world. So uh, regular PKA listeners have had this story, heard the story a hundred times, but in fast forward for John, when I was twelve, there was this pedo who um, used to play pool with me. And he just always like like it was uh, at an arcade, so it cost like a dollar or whatever it did. He put mm-hmm. the quarters in, and he always pay. And um, I, I call him a pedo because at one point he told me he had this awesome stereo system, and that you know I should get in his car, and he would take me back to his apartment and show me his great stereo. And uh, it was like the perfect thing to say. He was really slick about it, and um, I, I actually seriously con- contemplated it because. Like yeah, home audio systems were like my thing at the time. I don't know if that's true for every teenager, but at the time it was. It would have been an easy guess, or right. pre- preteen. Anyway, I look back and like following like the you know, Taylor story. Did I lead that poor guy on? We, like <laughs> as he played pool with me, and and I expressed a real interest, and he's like, like I know one trick shot that like bounces off four things if you hit it just off center of the dot, and and like you know, as he taught me how to play pool and all the jokes, so that it, I, I thought he was really funny. He was pretty charming, right? Who, Woody? You're looking tense today. <laughs> I'm saying he, he had he had game. And, he had game. Uh, yeah, know. yeah. Like he he was the coolest guy I knew pedophile but like like he just like his cool stereo system he had money for days like like he could afford he had all the quarters i could dream of you know that was the kind of wealth he had and um you know he was better he was good at pool and he would show me like how to play and how to line up the balls and stuff like that and um (laughs) now i look back and i'm like i I totally led that fucker on yeah yeah I reciprocated right. his love and until right. I frustrated d- now, yeah. Wouldn't get in his car. What he's is going that? back to Namble. It's a little cock tease. Let me tell you about this Woody motherfucker. <laughs> right. Woody's right. I mean his name was Woody. I mean, yeah. come on. Yeah. You're killing me, kid. God. I've been rubbing my boner against this chick's butt for weeks teaching him pool. He didn't even notice. <laughs> I bought him ten dollars worth of pogs and he walked right out of there like he didn't owe me anything. <laughs> <laughs> Gall. Yeah, uh, yeah. I, I now I feel like I I, I cock tease that. Point, maybe right? you maybe you owe him some. God knows what he did after you got him all worked up. Like, yeah, you probably caused the whole string of like boy skinning or be something like in the George Northeast corridor. Call me. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> you're all too, too old now, Woody. <laughs> boy skin lamps at a Goodwill. 
I don't know if he's still around and still trying to be a pedophile. Maybe he's trying to, you know, stay up on gaming culture and, uh, you know, everything. Maybe he's that, watching. Yeah, like maybe he's watching. Season pass Family Black guy. Ops 3. <laughs> my favorite Herbert moment. That's a good one. That's a good one. And uh, But my favorite Herbert moment is Chris is walking by. And he's just like, dear God, please, just let me smell his hat. Let me smell it. That's all I want. <laughs> and the hat blows off Chris's head. And he grabs it and he goes, now I want more. <laughs> <laughs> it's, just, it's so creepy. Uh, I, I, my, my favorite is still, uh, you know, what's going on in my pants? Looks like six more weeks of winter. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, that was yeah. That, that, it's so fun. That's what's so brilliant with that show is they make a a pedophile actually a, a likable and funny in some way. You know, like you yeah. can laugh at him. Um, <laughs> it's yeah, it's a brilliant show. I love that show. <laughs> Should we call, call it a show there? Yeah. yeah, yeah I was thinking. Yeah, yeah, man. I I, I was gonna say how long we're all running on empty. All um, right. <laughs> that was I mean, PKA. I, I got more conspiracies probably, but um, <laughs> next point. So yeah, next time. Next time, but with John Caparulo, we'll go over the Loch Ness monster, the um, um, indomitable uh, snowman, the abominable snowman. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah, well, yeah. yeah. Hey, like, don't get me started on that don't, fucking yeah, snowman. Don't start. Walrus Man program. They're going under the ice after the commies. Let me go through my files. Hold on. Effort towards the dark side of the moon. John, you got anything coming up? You want to pimp? Oh, let's see here. Um, actually, just uh, uh, you know, check out Caplets. I've been doing um, uh, a new a, a new stand up every thirty days for the past. I guess it's been two years now. Um, uh, it's on YouTube. YouTube.com/slash Caparulo Caplets. Okay. That's what my wife told me. She pinned it to my shirt. Um, but uh, so yeah, if you can spell Caparulo, you're you're good. Uh, but uh, and and I'm gonna be in Lexington, Kentucky, uh, next week, and then um, Tempe, Arizona, the 17th through the 20th of December. So check it out. Check out Caplets. I actually have a body of work there. It's actually respectable. Nice. Yeah. And check People out Credit Karma well. and AppWin. Links in the description along with Caplet. And uh, cool. thanks, everybody. I hope you enjoyed Thank the show. Thank you, guys. Thanks for coming, man. Yeah. Take care, brother.